PKA 552, just the boys this week. Taylor? This episode is brought to you by Lucy and Smart Mouth. Get to those later. So, Kyle, I just, we were saying before the show, I don't really care about motorcycles too much, but the the fervor and excitement that you and Woody have in our group chat just talking about it is like, I'm glad they found something they like so much. Like, that's good. And you you passed your test, smartest in class. And tied for, tied for smartest, yes. From like the, how long did it take from like the first takeoff with the license, real motorcyclist, to the crash? Um, <laughs> 12 minutes. 12 minutes. <laughs> it took me 12 minutes to crash. <laughs> but, well, I guess I, we should start from the beginning, though. That's, yeah, that's definitely. What, that, but but I like I like that we did that thing that like movies do now where they start with the part where like some awful shit happens and they're like three days earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, go back to the crash, go back to the crash. <laughs> so um, so if you guys watch PKN, um, I got my motorcycle license, um, went to the, and the, you know from the DMV after I passed my MSF course, and um, I went to go buy a new motorcycle at uh, the, my local dealership, and. I'm not going to trash them anymore. I, I, I trashed that dealership pretty hard during PKN. <laughs> um, but since then, the owner of like the whole chain of stores has called me on my phone and, and me and him talked it out. And um, I think they're going to retrain that salesperson um, and uh, and try to make sure that doesn't happen to anybody gonna else. going to get retrained at Wendy's. That's what's going to happen. I, <laughs> I need to uh, jump in. with. The, there was a roast of me that I thought was amazingly good. And, and yeah. so it goes like this. Kyle was negotiating with the man. They had thousands of dollars in add-on fees. Over 2,000 in like dealer fees. Yeah. The, you know, like, like the documentation fee, the assembly fee, that like the stuff that the dealer kind of makes up on their own, thousands. So Kyle walked away, um, not out of cash, just not wanting to be anybody's fool. Not ripping me off. Mm -hmm. not happening. Right, right. You know, I'm, no, I'm nobody's victim. Cool, cool. So as Kyle was doing this, he explained, you know, I used to sell cars and this is the kind of add-on fees that we would have. Yours is out of this out of this world and the guy goes well we don't sell cars we sell fun the reviews poured in guys like you sell type three fun yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, the google reviews on their on their thing are hilarious some guys like i came there for type one fun i would have settled for type two fun but no this is type three fun that you sell here sir and i'm not buying and then one guy was like um, this is uh Jordy McGravy here. I came in to buy a gold wing with, with and uh, the cup Jordy holders McGravy. were far too small. The cup holders were far too small for my Wendy's chili. Walked out on the spot. Type three fun. But, like, one star reviews all over this board. Lots of one star reviews. So like I guess that got back to like the guy who owns like the whole oh, chain of stores. Yeah. And uh and uh you know they had my cell phone number because I'd done a credit application and everything. And um I had already purchased a new motorcycle by the time he called me. And he's like, hey, you know, how can, how can we make this right? After I ex explained everything that happened. And I wasn't like douchey on the phone with him. I was trying to be real professional about it and like, you know, explain to him like my side of the thing and, and be nice about it. And um, and he was very professional as well. So I did appreciate him calling me and, uh, you know, apologizing for like everything that went down. I have no ill will toward him or his company at all. And I hope you guys don't either. It's really just that one salesperson whose name I don't even remember who uh, who probably just had a bad day or just isn't a very good salesperson or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I think they're going to address that. Or so, you thought you were just like a rube that just fell off a turnip cart and was going to take advantage of you. I don't know. Maybe. Clearly like, not. Like, you don't give off that vibe. I feel like you would walk into a car on... dealership authoritatively because you're like, I know all the, I'm a, I'm a gunslinger. I know, oh, you're trying to pull that? I used to pull that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, 
that's that's an area that's one of those little areas of expertise that I have. Like like I'm looking at this paper and I'm just like, come on, what are you doing to me? Like this isn't gonna work. Like like let's let's move on to like the type two font at least, you know. And and uh, but anyway, um, after I after I talked about all that on PKN, um, Zach pointed out to me that someone had posted a comment on the PKN YouTube video. They said, hey. I'm at, uh, I want to get the name of the dealership right. I, I, I know it, but I want to make, make 100% sure I'm getting it right. It's uh, it's in Conyers. I think it's. This is a different dealership. Yeah. Do you need the PKN link? Do you want me to help you? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with that. I'm just going to Google. Okay. And but, this is um, a good one. But he posted a, uh, a comment on there, and, he, and uh, he's over in, um, in Conyers. It's Conyers uh, Mountain Motorsports. Uh, it's a dealership that's like a little over an hour from me. And uh, but but he posted a comment on PKN that said, "Hey, come here and we'll uh, we'll make you a good deal." So I was just like, I just had woke up when I saw that, and um, and I was like, "Shit, let's go!" So I took a took a shower, uh, got dressed, and I drove all the way up to Conyers. And <clears throat> as soon as I walked in, it was a completely different experience, and not because I'm Kyle or whatever. Mm-hmm. It like I know the they have they have a receptionist there who's immediately like, "Hey." Welcome to Conyers Motorsports. How can I help you? And she's just like, oh, I, I don't know. I think, I think I want to buy a bike today. Oh, good for you. <laughs> like, it's like a really nice lady. And then like a completely different salesperson who doesn't know who I am comes over. And uh, and he's super nice. And he's like, immediately, he's like, ah, a naked street bike, midsize. All right, we got three great options for you. And he's like running me through the three options. Like he immediately narrows down what I'm looking for, directs me to the three best options for what I'm trying to achieve and uh, and then starts contrasting and comparing really effectively, telling me things I didn't know about these bikes. And mm-hmm. uh, and I've done a lot of research, but I still didn't know this stuff. And it was like, it was awesome. I was like, this is so much better. I'm gonna buy a motorcycle from this man. And uh, and uh, we settled on the uh, the Honda, I wanna get the name right, is it the CBR? No. This is a CB, right? CB650. ABS. Yeah, it's 650 ABS. Uh, it's fucking sick, beautiful motorcycle. And I'd already decided like, I'm going to buy this motorcycle. And then like a couple more guys walk over and they're like, you're Kyle. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we've been trying to get a hold of you. We've been, (laughs) we've had our general manager calling the, uh, calling the other store that you dealt with. They will not give your number up by the way. We've been been doing this and that and looking everywhere. We're so glad you're here. And so um, I, uh, I dealt with a Dustin who is a Patreon, a patron. And uh, Dustin works with the internet sales team there in Conyers, and um, and uh, he he the uh, his partner there was like, hey, if you're gonna mention that anybody made this happen, it's the internet sales team at Conyers. All right, all right, I'll let them know. I've let them know that you're the you're you're, you're the people responsible. And uh, and so I dealt with those two guys, mostly Dustin. Dustin um, like came over, like ran my credit, um, presented me the numbers. He's like, as you can see. This is the out the door price. <laughs> <laughs> and, so for um, people who don't know the, the previous story, the other dealership really hid the outdoor price, out the door price. And even when Kyle asked for it, they came back with monthly payments at least once or twice. So yeah. it felt a little sneaky. Yeah. And that's like, yes. I've sold cars. That's what you do when you're trying to be sneaky. You know, you're like, hey, what? Here's $400 a month for 3,000 years. Um, go ahead and sign right there. Your your ancestors will pay this Honda off in no time. It's like a student um, loan. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, it's like, and in my in my case, I don't care at all how much the monthly payment is. I mean, obviously, I don't want to pay two thousand dollars a month for a motorcycle. That's absurd. But like anywhere between a hundred and three hundred a month, which all makes sense. I'm fine because it depends on the rate and it depends on the term. 
And I don't care. I care about the out the door price. I care about not getting ripped off. So um, they gave me a great deal there. Um, you know, the, there was a, a small dealer fee, like a very acceptable dealer fee. The, the kind of thing that I'm accustomed to and that I've seen before. And, uh, and I walked out, I immediately, I was just like, yeah, that, that all looks good. Um, I bought the bike, um, went through finance, um, you know, standard finance thing. I was like, you know, I don't think I really need a warranty. No Did they problem. try and push it on you or were you like, and you know, VIP where they're like, don't, don't fuck with this guy. No, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to make fun of us on his show. <laughs> I should have done job. this with a fucking contractors. God damn. That's her job, right? You know, like that. That's um, her. Her job is to is to try to sell a warranty, and 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 I think in some cases, depending on who you are and like like what you're doing, like maybe a warranty is a good idea. But for me, it just wasn't great because I'm kind of handy. Like I've got a little bit of a mechanical issue with the bike right now that I caused that uh, that I'm gonna fix uh, this evening or in the morning, and uh, you know I really didn't feel like I needed a warranty. So, but I let her do her whole spiel. You know, maybe maybe there's something I hadn't heard of before, some some new kind of warranty that I might be interested in. But um, they did want, what was the thing he told me to tell you guys? Because this is kind of cool. They'll give you guys a discount if you go and mention my name. Oh, <clears throat> oh neat. Uh, yeah, if you uh, if you go to Conyers, um, I keep forgetting the name. Like they have to mention yours. They know Conyers, your Mountain, Conyers Mountain Motorsports. If you go in there and tell them, you know, Kyle or FPS Russia or whatever, um, they'll give you 200 bucks off, um, like, whatever, you know, whatever you buy. But, um I really enjoyed my experience. I'm getting there. a $200 helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they mean motorcycles. I just to that. going to drive uh, seven hours. I'd like these $130 boots. I'll take that $70 in cash. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they mean motorbikes and, uh, yeah. you know, probably Polaris and ATVs and shit like that. But um, uh, I really appreciated the whole situation. Um, we got the bike delivered that day. And uh, so I got, you know, the bike shows up and I'm like, ready to go i'm like i'm like just park it by the mailbox because i'm gonna come i'm gonna go get my gear on and i'm going out riding so like i immediately get on the bike after they leave and i'm like oh you know i'd sat on it already but like mm -hmm. once i start going once i start operating the clutch and riding i'm like this is different <laughs> this, this is yeah, powerful. so <laughs> kyle rode light and easier to ride 250 cc motorcycles in his training course if you guys yeah. don't know he took this weekend long training course for the motorcycle safety foundation it's a good way to get your license and how to you know they learn to ride a bike they teach you smart things yeah we rode eight hours um the first day and like three or four hours the next day like all day we're riding and uh but we're on these smaller bikes and they're like uh, the traditional style bikes that kind of look like a harley with like the teardrop tanks and kind of low and saddle seats <clears throat> and i bought a sport bike or uh or something close to it anyway a naked sport bike i think is what it would be called yeah and so immediately i'm like oh this is different we're sitting up a little bit higher. Uh, the handlebars are nice and narrow. And mm -hmm. when I fucking rev this bitch up, it it's a four-cylinder bike. Uh, and it sounds completely different from the little thing I was putting around on. It's, like, yeah. it's so <laughs> angry. The motorcycle is so fucking angry. It's like, you ready to do this, Kyle? Because I'm ready to fucking go. And I'm just like, nah, man. No, nah, let's take it. Let's just chill out. No, let's go. Just so up. Went from like a lab to a pit bull i'm in first gear and this bike is just like let's fucking go it's <laughs> it, it wants to be in sixth gear at, at, at eight thousand nine thousand rpms or something like it wants it so bad and i'm just like i want to putt around let's putt around so i, I go on this little ride um and immediately I fe i'm feeling a little awkward i'm i'm like i'm not afraid but i'm like i feel stiff i feel mm -hmm. stiff like i like I, I really should have taken it to a big parking lot so i could have like 
wiggled it around and gotten used to it and really like leaned it over and found what was going on. I made it um, down the down the road. I was, you know, I drove 60 miles per hour all the way to where I was going, going through some light curves, nothing where I had to like really lean over anything, just some like light leaning, just just like this, this sort of thing. Um, Easy, slow curves Um, through some stoplights, through traffic, through like a downtown area. I had no problem with any of that. But then when I got to like the end of my journey, I had to make this left turn um, with traffic oncoming and a car already in the intersection that I was going into. So I have to go like there's a car parked here mm-hmm. and I have to come and go around that car and up a hill. And they had left me. A, they were like on the line. So I had slightly less space and I didn't make it. I did this. You're supposed to look at where you want the bike to go. So I should have had my head turned over here and like not worried about what was directly in front of the tire but instead i was just like i just got tunnel vision and looked straight ahead and that's where i went i went straight um past the car i hit like a big mud hole that's off road here <laughs> um kind of like started coming off the bike rev the bike up crazy and like the bike the bike falls over i fall over now i'm laying on the asphalt was it a <laughs> was it an enormous scene that you made it was a medium scene. Was a <laughs> how, medium. Many, how, many, how many people saw you? How many Two carloads of people like got a real good look. <laughs> they were sitting there. They were just like sitting right there. And they were kind enough like not to, they just like, for, I'm sure they were like, what if he's going to die? But then there's the <laughs> oncoming traffic. He's like sliding by right past me. So going, this, mm-hmm. You're at an intersection making a left and there's cars sort of parked to your side. So you, yeah. Were you at a standstill when this sort of scenario started? I don't remember. I think I was sort of like, at like 10 miles were, per hour, like, like you I, were I was sitting at a red light and then it was, no, time I had go. gotten into like a turning lane and I was kind okay. of trying to like a rolling start into the, into the turn. I don't think I, I started from a stop. Um, it, it worked out that I didn't have to stop in the middle of the road. I wanted to avoid that. Right. Um, and, uh, and I just didn't make it. Uh, I hit the fucking ground pretty fucking hard, but I had all my gear on and, uh, like didn't feel a thing. What do you think you landed on? Asphalt. Uh, what part of your oh. body landed on? <laughs> uh, my left hip, uh, my left hip hit, uh, and um, probably like my shoulder, like uh-huh. probably my, you know, I, I didn't put my hands out because I'm not, I, I don't know, I've got this thing I built into my head long ago about like breaking your hands, like catch if you, if you catch yourself, catch yourself like that. So I always try to catch myself with forearms and shoulders and stuff when I when I actually do take a tumble, and I've taken a few doing the stupid shit I've done throughout life. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and so I caught myself with mostly like shoulders and forearm and uh, my left hip, which is all like areas of my body with like thick, like padding and armor on them. So I didn't feel a thing. And I made sure not to bounce my helmet off the ground because I didn't want to spend another $400. And uh, and yeah, I, I immediately like jumped up, looked at the cars and went, well, <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to happen 10 minutes into the ownership, but here we are. You got and like I, your, your whole visor down. So you're just like, you don't know who I am. They've got, they had dark tinted windows and I've got my visor down and I'm like, this is saving me a lot of embarrassment right now. Cause like, I bet they're in there. Ha, 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 ha. Like there's children just, probably, just like lying. Oh, this is my first day on the motorcycle. <laughs> there's probably like children in there like, mom, that man retarded. Yes. Honey. <laughs> well, he yes. is now. Do you see his head bounce off the pavement? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like but um, and and then I had to like get the bike back up, right? And it's not just it's not laying on asphalt. It's laying like in a mud hole. So I've got to like, I it's four hundred and seventy pounds, I think. And then you know, plus fuel. I don't know. Three gallons is twenty four pounds. Um, it's heavy. Do you do the thing where you like put your back to it and kind of 
deadlift or did you just grab the handlebars like a bicycle and ride it i considered the uh, thing you just suggested but i was like i want it up now and uh mm -hmm. and so i just deadlifted the bike and uh and like popped it up super easily probably had a little adrenaline going because it mm -hmm. felt like nothing it felt like 100 pounds yeah and um got it up got on it got it started and rode through the just i was just like we're going now and just like rode through the mud <laughs> hole over the curb like up the up the hill made the next two turns and i pull in the, the kitty's yard and uh i get off fucking park the bike examine myself examine the bike bike's fine but the, the handlebar is a little wonky now i gotta like straighten those out nothing's bent it's just um there's some bolts that need to be loosened straighten it back out you tighten the bolts back up i just talked to a honda technician on the phone thanks to dustin again big 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 uh big big uh help from that guy and uh when the handlebars came in i dented the tank slightly but i don't give a mm -hmm. shit about that it's a super tiny dent it's not like creased or anything i think i'm the only one who, who will ever notice it uh and i'll probably get it popped out anyway and uh and that's about it as far as damages to the bike uh the bike's got these like sliders on the side which i'm sure kept the nicer parts of the bike from hitting anything so uh I mean, I was going to fall. I told him when I bought it, I'm like, I'm going down. Like, yeah. this is happening. I yeah, was yeah. like, I, of course. This is happening. And he's like, well, you never know. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I'm going to drop this thing this week and next week and the week after that. The only question is how fast I'm going when I'm doing it and if someone hits me when I do it. Yeah, little and, did you know it would be later that day? I mean, I, I, I figured it could be. I figured yeah. it could be. Uh, I'm going to ride tomorrow. I expect to fall. You it's think happening. it'll be easy to like you sent the video in our group chat of everything seems fine other than the kind of wonky on your steering. That'll be yeah. just a quick like whoop, 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 just I think it's adjusted. the four bolts right there by the um Yeah, the it's the, it's Maybe deceptive. It's it's actually find two a way bolts. to share that. Yeah, it's actually two bolts, not four. Um like okay. it's it's four on top, but it's two on the bottom. So I think that that's like a clamp that you're looking at. But yeah, I'm going to um the technicians seem to think that loosen the two bolts on the bottom straighten the uh the, the the handlebars out and it'd be all good well that's good i yeah, mean and no part of it is like you you're probably a little less afraid of falling now that you got one out of the way and no, i'm more afraid you're more afraid oh, oh yeah more afraid for sure yeah yeah definitely more afraid because yeah. like you saw the potential for danger at such like a reasonable speed on a reason like reasonable yeah, I curve. Died. i could have died there um if um <laughs> like one of the because the cars are coming like right next to me from because like i turned across a lane of traffic and that lane was busy and continuing and when i got the bike straightened up it rolled backwards a little bit before i grabbed the front brake and it almost rolled with me into traffic and uh and uh you know th then i would have died. <laughs> it, then I just it, it would be tragic if you died but it would be kind of funny if you were talking about it on tuesday and then before the show on thursday you're dead <laughs> so yeah, there's that's kyle's is. bike and I, that's two bolts which surprises me but okay and uh everything in that picture is in alignment except for kind of the handlebars and the clamp so kyle says nothing's bent it just needs to sort of be loosened put to get put back together yeah so it's um I, I don't know what you're looking at. I see those four things up there that look like bolts, but they're just smooth. Um, on the oh. bottom, you have two uh, bolts that are that are like sticking through and two nuts that, and with washers that attach to them. Um, so there's probably more to that mechanism than than meets the eye. But two bolts on the bottom should get it loose enough to turn. And if that doesn't, um, I've watched those videos about getting the yoke uh, like straightened out too. Just those hex. Uh, I think they're 20 or 22 millimeter uh, hex bolts 
But uh, I went to go buy some wrenches a minute ago because I don't have metric wrenches here, but I forgot my wallet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I didn't have enough time. I slept all day today. I was up all night last night playing poker uh, in the in the uh, $50 Discord with the boys and uh, didn't make it. Didn't make it. So I'll go bad. later, you know, get it straightened out. And because I, I plan to ride some tomorrow, I got nothing else going on. I'm going to hit up a big parking lot. And I'm going to practice my turns. I'm going to practice like Good. 10 miles because that's honest. It sounds dumb to someone maybe who d doesn't know much about bikes or maybe it's, maybe it is dumb, but like going fast into curves is easy. It feels like there's, it feels like, it feels like uh, physics are working in your favor. Um, mm -hmm. It wants to do that. It wants to stay upright. It wants to do that curvy thing. But at 10 miles per hour, um, I felt so awkward. Like just turning, it, I was like, just turn it, turn it, and and my body's like, my brain's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't turn it, it won't work. It feels weird because like on the bike I was practicing on, my my hands were out wide. I can't even display like how wide my hands were out, mm -hmm. and like a little bit of motion went a long way, um, or or the other way around, a little bit of motion didn't go a long way. So it was really easy to like dial in those turns. But with this bike, it's it's a lot closer in, and it's like. A little bit goes a long way. It's just like, oh, and we're and we're making a complete left. It's the uh, way so that gotta, you ask mm -hmm. a bike to turn is counterintuitive. If you want to turn right, you push forward on the right grip. That sounds backwards. It doesn't matter if you believe me, it will work anyway. If you want to turn right, you push forward on the right grip. It's important that people know because you get into this situation where like you have to ask the bike to turn more and you need to know how to ask it. The bike can mm -hmm. do it. The bike can do so much more than I oh, yeah. can ask. I've ever asked it to, but uh, you know, you want to go left, you push forward on the left handle grip. That's how you do it. Doesn't make sense. It <laughs> it doesn't matter if you believe me. It works either way. <laughs> I absolutely promise you. Don't try that in a car. You're, you're gonna green <laughs> to the right. On yeah. it. Damn. Well, I mean, I was hoping that that crash would have made you more bold, but I guess it's smarter that you're kind of hesitant a little it was bit scared <laughs> yeah no, it was uh but, but riding is really fun um just like because because like in the class you never get out of second gear you never like go above like 25 miles per hour like when i did he was like slow it down You're, i'm just like i'm just trying to like have a little fun here and like you know i feel like maybe i should go a little faster figure out what that's like slow it down like, all right but I'm the star I, of the class. 25 is okay for me. I, you know, <laughs> is that I, what I you were going for? Being like, no. the everybody now look at Kyle. See how Kyle's doing? <laughs> <laughs> and okay. that's why the rest of you, that's why your columns are full of frowny faces and he's got gold stars. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I suppose it's going to be me and Kyle at the Friday pizza party and that's it. <laughs> 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 that would be great. I mean, he seems like party. a cool guy from what you've he said. Really did too. I'd go to a pizza party with that guy. He seems <laughs> awesome. Like, 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 I went to anybody who's in the area, the Fayetteville MSF course, you find it with Google. Awesome, awesome experience there. Um, worth every penny. Um, I'm probably going to go back and take their advanced rider class. Um, at, at I looked point. for that in my area. You told me about it. And I was like, you know, I'll go look and see what's up. Literally none anywhere around me. And mm -hmm. the. The Motorcycle Safety Foundation, he mentioned MSF, that's what it is. Uh, they, in my area, anyway, it's not easy to find out where the courses are. They're like, here are the places that have it. It's usually a bunch of community colleges. Mm -hmm. And then you have to search every one of those individually. And they're, it's, it's 
literally the same search engine that the colleges have to take like English 101 and stuff. A lot of Harley dealerships have classes. Um, that that's an easy way to find it. My particular class was through the DDS, the Department of Driver Services. So he's partnered with them, and that really made the licensing pro progress a breeze because there was this issue where. Uh, my information wasn't the DMV has new computers. System. I've never heard of DDS. Is that a Georgia Department of Driver Services? I think it's our it's what we call the DMV. I think. Oh, okay, okay. And um and so like they got a new computer system and like the the, the lady was just like it. Your written scores it's they aren't here, but you've got this certificate. I, I I can't make heads or tails of it. And I called the uh the guy who ran the course and he like walked her through the whole thing and like straightened her out. And if I think if I'd gotten my certificate at a Harley dealership. I don't know what would have happened. I'd have probably ended up having to take another written test at DDS because like they didn't, they couldn't like find my scores. That would uh, suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. It's, I don't know what I it's mean, like I, DDS. But Kyle crushed it on his test, but you still want to lock that in. You know, who wants yeah. to roll the dice on the chance that you might not crush it the second Maybe time. their test is harder. Maybe their test is like a hundred questions instead of 25. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. But, uh, but it was, it was, I'm, I'm glad I got it all done and I uh, plan to ride some more tomorrow. I'm having fun. I love my motorcycle. It's, it's fucking beautiful. Uh, I, I hadn't even considered that, that bike. I had looked at, I, I liked the Suzuki and uh, I had actually looked at some Ducatis and some triumphs, <clears throat> but, uh, but that Honda is real sexy. Um, I, it's kind of got like an Iron Man color theme with like the, uh, the bronze uh, mechanical stuff, bronze wheels and uh, the sort of like Iron Man red tank and uh and uh, clutch and brake levers so i dig it a lot um we were talking about getting you know iron man's got that like uh arc reactor in his chest mm -hmm. like maybe trying to find a headlamp that that looks like the arc <laughs> reactor yeah it kind of does i think I'll, I think I'll wait till i can make a left turn though you know it's funny I, when you were talking about when you were talking about the iron man gem thing in my head i'm like i'm gonna surprise them that i know it's called the infinity stone <laughs> and then I was like, oh no, of course it's not that. That's gone. No, Iron <laughs> close Man though, close though. No, it it's the thing him. that keeps Iron Man alive. Well, it, it did until I remember Iron from Man. the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where he it built did. one of those in Afghanistan or something. He did in a cave. Brilliant. Imagine yeah. if he had, or I guess no, he's he's probably as rich as Batman is, right? Richer. Oh. Wow. Was he around after Batman? Obviously, Batman was the previous, like, really rich superhero, right? Different and so universes. then, yeah, but it's different universes. And so it's almost like a little one upsmanship, right? Like, Batman is this rich and he's this and that. Iron Man, he's kind of like Batman, but he has like a cooler suit and more money. <laughs> it's like, fuck, we got a retcon to a richer Batman. Pretty much. And I think, like, uh, like chronologically, like, in our universe, like, like, I think Batman came first because I think he was like one of those original comics from like, you know. Yeah, I feel like they had World War II Batman comics and shit. Yeah, he probably punched Hitler out at one point, like everybody else. And fought the Japs, you know, yeah. with like one of those Bat Batman and one of those like ridiculous propaganda Japanese. Oh, I love those. Never trust a Jap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I get it's a propaganda. I get it's a propaganda poster, but those lips are out of control. He's what like punching <laughs> out one of those Japanese guys with a huge like buck yeah. teeth. <laughs> You got the, the flat and the hat glass, on. And the round glasses. <laughs> the rice yeah. patty hat. Rice patty hat. Yeah. That <laughs> must have been. That, kids. that must have <laughs> been like. Can you imagine how much that guy's. The guy who did the propaganda poster in like 1938, like how much he was laughing every day at work? Just like. <laughs> I'm going to give. Well, we need bigger teeth. Bigger than this. 
<laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> it's all right. We're trying to win the Did war. Did you give him fangs? Yeah. But anyway, I didn't want to take you off your, your motorcycle discussion. No, I, 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 it's about that. Um, I got the bike. I got the gear. You know, I got I got all my gear now. Um, got got my motorcycle. Um, no pants yet, right? That's, oh, I got the pants. I got the pants for. Oh, me, I right? didn't know that. I missed. Yeah, I bought them at Conyers. Um, um, you know, that was the last little piece that I that I needed to put together on the puzzle. I, I got some, you know, synthetic. They're probably gear. useful in the crash if you had them. Oh, I'm sure. You know, hip and mm -hmm. you know that they've got yeah. armor there. Most yeah. people I see on motorcycles are wearing jeans, mm -hmm. which seems, based on your guys' safety recommendations, reckless. I mean, they'll disappear if you go down and start grinding down the road. Right. They're better than nothing, but they're cotton jeans, probably. Yeah. You know, denim, they, whatever denim is. I, it looks you, like cotton when it breaks apart, like when you tear does. your knees. <laughs> like most, I, most textiles do, I suppose. Is denim its own thing? I, I don't know. I don't know what denim is. But it's cotton. I, okay. Hot load looked it up. All right. Uh, but I do know that it doesn't stand up well to sliding down a highway on your calf or your ass or your hip or whatever. It's just going to disappear. Like, yeah, like you can like trip at walking easy. speed and rip jeans. Yeah, and they do make riding jeans, and I've had I've heard mixed reviews on those. Um, uh, one guy told me that I know they're Kevlar, but one guy told me that they get hot, and I don't mean like oh I'm wearing these jeans and now I'm hot. I mean like. I fell off my motorcycle at 50 miles per hour. I slid on my ass down the interstate. I didn't get road rash, but my jeans heated up to 250 degrees from the friction and blistered me. Like I heard that. <laughs> oh and, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. The, and he's like, well, the heat's got to go somewhere. And I'm like, I suppose it does, but I didn't think it would go into my ass. It will. It right into your ass. You know? like, <laughs> Imagine right, that. Now you have like road rash with melted blisters. plastic in it. <laughs> Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know if ke the Kevlar melts or if it just heats up real hot or, or what the mm. deal is. But that discouraged me from those. But then I talked to the guys at Conyers and they they were like, eh, I don't know about all that. They're made of Kevlar. They don't do that. And uh, and so I was they didn't have them anyway. So I got like a, some black, like synthetic padded, cushy things that I just I, I'm slipping them over my jeans because so, I because I really want to melt. Apparently, when I get when I get done riding like that, I went I rode about 40 miles, like 20 miles there and back again. And when I got home, I was dripping with sweat. I was hot. That's my issue with the jeans. I am um, like, I, you know, when you're with six guys and there's that one weak willed dude is the first one to be a heat casualty in every group. <laughs> nice to meet you. Right. So so I'm that guy and I wear mesh pants. They've got armor on the knees and the hips and stuff, but they're kind of mesh like in front of the thighs for the airflow. And that's mm. that's what I wear. That's how my jacket is. My jacket mm. has like like you can see through it and so. Do you know what it's called? Your jacket? No. Okay. It. It's close. It's it's like ten steps away. Yeah. Do you uh do you lock your helmet to your bike when you go into stores? You don't carry it around, do you? Um, you can lock it. That's one of my bikes has a lock built into it, but uh, I tend like if I think it won't get stolen, I just hang it on the bike, and if I think it could get stolen, I carry it around. That's my yeah, favorite. I can't imagine it would be that much of a stealable item. But then again, people will steal anything that's not nailed down. Like, yeah, yeah, well, if like, I'm in St. Amazon Louis, pack. I'm carrying it in my hand. But <laughs> if I'm in like Guymon, Oklahoma, then I probably just leave it on the either on the bike or sometimes I stick it right on top of the side view mirror. Oh, okay. So the brand is Noru, N O R U. Um, okay. But I don't know. It's uh, you can't tell on camera. But like I can kind of see through it there a little bit. Is it red also on the other side? No, it's all black. 
Uh, I wanted to make sure I was very hard to see. And, uh, <laughs> but like, there's like armor, little cushy things all over it. There's like really thick padding in the elbow. Is the armor orange? It's all black. I, okay. <laughs> I, well, I, just, I, I wanted to really disappear in those, uh, those <laughs> rearview mirrors. Way. I wanted to, you know, they say like, ride your bike like you're invisible. I don't have to pretend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. You have, yeah. you have like an electric bike, makes no noise. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, bike. That, that might be my jacket. Do you think that... That no, it's not. Built. That, yeah. that, looks, that, that looks cooler than my jacket, actually. Do people really pick up on audio cues? I feel like I personally don't. I, when we, when I was talking about motorcycling with um, Smoking Tire, Matt Farah, mm. and he was like, "Do you know? Do you feel like with hearing protection on, you can like sense everything around you?" I don't think I'm sensing anything via hearing ever. Like I don't notice cars by sound when I'm in my truck. You know, I've got an audiobook or music playing. It's all soundproofed as well as Ford can get that done. When I'm on my motorcycle, I have hearing protection and a helmet on. I think I almost all visual. It's yeah. It, I felt pretty much deaf. I would have heard a horn blow. Um, sure, sure. Uh, if someone's, re I would have heard other motorcycles, but uh, I don't think I'm going to see the things way before I hear them. Um, uh, on that bike. Like, if I hear them, it's because they're like on top of me and I'm going to feel them at that point. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, the, it's the least important <laughs> that, uh, of your senses, I think, riding the bike, or at least it was for me. Kind of prioritizes taste over. Yeah. yeah I'm, going, I'm going to taste the other cars before I hear them. Um, My favorite Kyle time, story was when you passed the Harley guy the other way. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming back home and I'm on like the, the longest straight away, the fastest part of my ride home. I'm going about low 60, 62, 63. And, uh, and um, <laughs> I've already got the wonky, like, yeah, like, like handlebars. Like I'm looking down, like this shit ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wasn't right, but like, I started, I don't know much about bikes, you know, this is with a car. Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're, if you're out of alignment, it's no big deal. Like, you know, you go get it realigned, but like, I'm like, is the front wheel just going to come off at some point? It's not like I can go 40 all the way home. There's cars yeah. going to stack up behind me. And now I'm actually in a dangerous spot. They're going to be getting mad and trying to pass me perhaps recklessly. So I got to go 60. And, uh, and this Harley guy, like, you know, meets me in the road and he gives me, you know, the two fingers down low. Which I don't know what that means exactly. He I, wants to I, have sex with you the next stop. It, keep the two it, wheels down or just sup, bro. You can. Yeah, that's it. You know, you keep the rubber side it, down. It, it's a greeting. Hole. It's a greeting between motorcycle mm -hmm. riders, and uh, and I, I was honored to get it from a Harley rider because I've heard that sometimes they don't they don't give you that if you're not if you're not at least on a traditional style bike. Then <laughs> you know I'm on my I'm on my thing, and uh, but and I was just like, dude. We're not there yet. I feel like if I if I go down low, give you the two fingers, the wind might catch me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I feel like I'm in a fucking wind tunnel already. Like there's so much wind coming at you. I'm, like, I'm in a wind tunnel. I'm just <laughs> the whole way there. You know, it's just so much wind. Just like just like leaning, doing this number and like checking your 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 peripheral. Like the wind catches the, your head and says like fucking. Like pulling me around and stuff. It's, that guy it's probably thought scary. you were being rude. Yeah, like I was better He's than like, him. Yeah. Well, man, <laughs> you, you, your therapist oh, told you to be nicer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm back to only saying hi to Harley, folks. 
He probably just he was probably doing a wheelie for the last quarter mile or something. No, he, he, he I gave him a nod. He probably realized that I didn't know what the fuck I, I probably looked so stiff on that thing. He probably was probably like, Oh, hang on, young man, hang on. <laughs> your chiropractor. Yeah. I tried to yeah. wave at that crooked rider and he didn't wave back. <laughs> oh, yeah, bifida. He's trying to like flag you down. Your steering's wonky. Your steering's wonky. <laughs> You're gonna kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I'm, li I was literally afraid to like take my hand off the handlebars and put it down there. Like I, I would take my hands off mm -hmm. to like. Um, the only thing that like, maybe it, maybe I'll just get better at it. But like my uh, throttle hand gets real sore, like like right here. Um, just just holding the throttle open for that long period, not even that long. You know, twenty minutes at a time. Getting so sore, this hand. You're probably tense. Is it hard to hold that down? No, no. But I think I'm squeezing it real hard. Oh, you're just anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I try. I, I would like try to like. All right, let's just like lay our hand on top of this and like. But then I'm just like, oh, let's let's, let's, <laughs> let's squeeze it with the might of a thousand suns instead. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've got I got some practicing to do. I got to get better, but I'm enjoying um, what I've done. It's really cool. Uh, like it looks so nice in my garage. I was going to pull it into the living room and because it, it's like a it to me it looks like a piece of artwork. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, I like the color scheme you went with. I uh, you know it's it's I I, I like, I like that you switch bikes and your helmet still matches. And I, and I wonder how intentional that was. If if the guy at Mountain Motorsports was like, you know, we've got three motorcycles you might be interested. You like the black one? and red one. <laughs> They had a blue one, and I like a maybe it was a was was it an MT07 maybe they might have had okay. a blue MT07 and I or uh, and I was just like nah that won't that won't match <laughs> <laughs> and then they had a, I think a white and red one and it, it actually kind of could have worked yeah 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 but um but this one it was just like oh shit this is perfect everything <laughs> matches it's probably right. safer to drive a white bike right it's, visibility. It's I, I mean, it's safer to have a white helmet. Like I, I think of it almost like a um a lighthouse. You know, mm -hmm. the top of your head, the the best color is the high vis yellow green thing. Yeah, and the yeah. second best is white, which is what my helmets are now. I, I I I thought about that. So what I did is I went and got one of those tiki torches, and uh, I attached <laughs> that to the top and lit her up. So once they lit though, it's a damn shame. Maybe if you just if they don't stream a here, Confederate flag behind it. Oh, <laughs> complete the look. Way ahead of you. Way ahead. Of you. <laughs> Eight feet. I think that may be part of what threw my balance off. That, that <laughs> tall flagpole, holding yeah. old glory back. That's there. what it is when I turn my head. It's just <laughs> a giant Confederate flag. Yeah, flying in your yeah. Face. Everybody gives her a salute when I drive by. Though we're in Georgia, <laughs> I stand at attention. Tears, tears roll down old men's cheeks. As, as just like a, a car driver, I appreciate when motorcyclists wear unbelievably loud clothes where it's like, really? OK, like I this guy, it feels like they're taking a little more accountability for the fact that they're like, you know, out. So like the nature of motorcycling is like you are kind of putting the onus of your responsibility a little bit on cars around you just by the nature of it. And so it's kind of like, OK, this guy gets it. He's not like dressed like an assassin. You know, yeah. at, at eight PM in the fall. I was willing. I, I would have bought more, uh, more flashy like clothes or more visible clothes, but I just didn't have them. Everything was black. Everything was black, and I was just like, "Yep, that that'll do. That'll do." You're popular. <laughs> I went to that Harley dealership. I, I told you the story already that they had that great like fluorescent orange rain gear, but I was buying women's clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you actually cross dressed. <laughs> It's harder to avoid than it should be.
It, it really <laughs> is. Um, I was talking to my friend that, uh, that rides and she, she's got a, a Harley and I was like, what kind of gear do you wear? And she's like, ah, I just wear a leather jacket and some jeans. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> I was like, I guess, I guess you've never fallen. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the she's time. Still rolling with the jeans. Jesus Christ. Do, does she, is it a sportster? 883 i don't know my harley's iron that well yeah, an iron, iron 883 iron i bet 883. that's how is she like uh, unusually strong for a girl or kind of a normal woman just a little tiny girl she cannot oh. pick her bike back up at all uh I, there's no way there's no way she okay yeah so for people who don't know the harley 883 it's not a big harley but it is a harley it's not a light bike yeah it's it's heavier than my bike um it has to be i mean just the engine alone i mean it's a is it more powerful than your bike? Or about yeah. Well, it's it's oh, I, that's a good question because I've got like a four seal four cylinder like Japanese engine, and she's got like that Harley oh, American kind of a traditional hard to compare V twin. Yeah, I, I I don't I mean I, I would guess her torque is similar or maybe even more down mm -hmm. low, but that it doesn't rev as high and can't go as like runs out of power on the interstate. Perhaps, yeah. Um, I know if we were in a race, she'd beat me. That's all that matters, I think. Um, <laughs> because, well, she's way lighter more, than you too. That's not. She true. has more miles. I I did get on it a little bit, like um, because uh, Dustin told me, like, he said something like, when you get to eighty five hundred RPMs, it really start. It that's what it likes, you know. It's 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 doing something then. So like, there was one point after I was a little comfortable with it, uh, the like from like fourth to fifth to sixth i hit 8500 rpms all the way and then i, I went to 8506 gear and it was screaming and it sounded so fucking good and it i was hanging on because it wanted to pull me off it was it was really fun i i knew it i knew it everyone i tell like hey your first bike should be like a 500 to 650 etc they say no nah, i'll get a leader bike i'm just responsible mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not gonna do that what were you six minutes into your riding career when you hit 8500 well, rpm well <laughs> I, was, I was going slow i just wanted to hear the bike i just wanted the, the you bike were in to fourth fifth and sixth you did yeah. you, you, just, you weren't going that slow no I, I was going highway speeds i wasn't speeding too much mm -hmm. um you know it, it's I, I let off real quick i i didn't get i didn't get too fast uh i was afraid to go too fast it, it gets loud when you go fast and it's scary <laughs> the air gets loud the wind the air gets loud and uh it started raining on me a little bit and just the raindrops hit i had my my uh thing zipped down to like three quarters or something uh to let some air in and the raindrops just hitting my like naked chest and like neck area really did hurt if I was wearing an open face helmet, it would be I'd pull over. It'd be so you don't scary. have hearing protection under your helmet yet, right? No, I I really you do need like that. I needed it, but mm -hmm. I've heard a lot that I do need it, so we may go to that. Yeah, no, you it, that you do you need that, and and it's one of those things where like you know there's the bang which is bad for you, but you're standing next to a jet engine for forty minutes at a time, like it it hurts your hearing. No, I, I I believe you. I've, I've I've heard that. I've read that. I've been told that. So I believe it. Um, it didn't seem loud. I mean, it seemed loud, but it didn't seem like too loud enough to cause damage. But I'm sure I think you spent a lot of time in like between forty and sixty, and and it yeah, gets it a did. lot worse between like sixty and seventy five. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I believe that. I'm just wondering if like if I'm under sixty, if I'm okay. I'm not sure, you know. I'm not sure either. It just it didn't seem that loud. It really didn't. Like I was like, at one point I was like singing a song to myself, and I could hear myself. What will be interesting is for you to like 
when you add a uh, Cardo system to your helmet that plays music, yeah. you'll have like the music that you listen to at 50 miles an hour. And then you'll hear that same thing stopped and be like, what have I been doing to myself? I am, this is cranked super loud. That makes sense. Yeah. But, but yeah, real fun. Um, again, thanks to the guys at Conyers. Um, super helpful, super helpful. I had such a good experience there. Um, if my next motorcycle, if I'm still here in the state, uh, I'll definitely buy it there. Like there's no reason not to. What are they, they, what were the brands they carried? I'm curious. Um, they had everything. Um, they had Probably a lot of not. used bikes. I don't even know if they had a lot of, no. I, I didn't really like look at any new inventory. I'm not sure if they had any. So, so like everything was, um, used and, uh, in pristine condition. So they had, um, some Kawasaki's and Yamaha's and Honda's. And, uh, I didn't really like look at more, some of the traditional bikes, but I think I noticed a Harley or two maybe, and some, uh, some other stuff on the other side. And they had like tons of like off-roading stuff, like ATVs and, um, those big crazy Polaris things <clears throat> and those uh, like side by sides that look like they can do some sportster stuff. Um, they had a little bit of everything. I haven't caught on to the pattern of like dealers sell these brands together. Like, you know, if there's a Taco Bell, it's often paired with, is it a Pizza Hut? Place yeah, Yum Brand, one? right? Okay. Yes. Oh, it sounds like I think they're all owned me. by Pepsi, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Big yeah. But you go to a motorcycle dealer and it's like, these guys sell Honda, Yamaha, and Suzuki. And it's like, oh, the Japanese ones. And this other one sells KTM and mm -hmm. Honda. And I'm like, oh, well, that, that breaks the pattern. And then this one sells KTM, BMW, and Indian. And I'm like, well, I'm not catching on at all. Like, it, mm -hmm. is it just random? I, I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe there's some deals that some of them take advantage of, but some of them don't. Like, maybe Honda's like, hey, if you, if you refuse to carry the triumph bikes you, you get this and that or, or, i don't know i don't know what it could be but um mostly used in inventory there but like i said like my bike had 1500 miles on it and like um the only thing that what that that made you aware that it was a used bike was the accessories that had been added onto it so it's got this the slide bars on the side the fender delete and, and the, now the dent in the tank and the dent in the tank yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is indicative of use that's an accessory kyle added I added that one. Yep. I think think of it as a racing stripe. You know, it makes it go faster. It's it's more aerodynamic now. I wonder if that like my friend used to have this Honda Prelude that he always like raced or something. And he, he took his car to dentless repair, or maybe it was called paintless repair or something like that. Paintless dent repair. And uh those guys work magic. If if the dent doesn't need to be painted, mm -hmm. there are like undenters that specialize in that kind of thing yeah and um when i worked at the car dealership we had a um, oh who am i talking to yeah carry on we had a real we had a guy <laughs> who would come in and he was like the dent doctor and he had this whole kit and he would go in behind the dent and he had it kind of looked like that tool that if you've ever locked your keys in the car how they go in and they're able to like manipulate it yeah um, but he would go like <clears throat> down behind the uh, the body panels like however he had to get there and he he would just like torque this thing, and you could you could see like a knob like rubbing against the back of the dent, slowly like massaging it out mm -hmm. until it was like all the way out. And like when he got done, you couldn't tell. It was just really really impressive. And that's the kind of dent I've got. It's like not a, it's not creased. It's not like yeah, I don't think no it's, time. It's, a, it's a really. I think I'm the only one who would notice it. Like there's definitely no like scratch in the paint or anything. Like a piece of rubber hit it kind of hard is what happened. I hate it when I do that. Like, Kyle, 
there's this gun. Perhaps you're unfamiliar with it. The Colt Python. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm talking to fucking Kyle. <laughs> like, he oh, knows yeah, from it. Call of Duty. Yeah, that's how I would <laughs> Yeah, that it looks cool, not good. Yeah, <laughs> go with the higher capacity nines, at least in the in the game. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about having the Confederate flag and that room like hanging off the back, and that reminded have you guys watched Top Gear? Yes. Yeah. Before? So I've I've got back into watching that show again. And like it it's just a show that's like around cars. It's not really about the cars as much. It's like watching like Jeremy and and James. On your own and, or is this a stream thing? No, I've just been watching it on my own, like at night, like a background show. I don't I don't like the regular episodes as much as like the specials, but I was re-watching one where it was like 2009, they go to Alabama and they always try to fuck with each other. And like, usually you can tell that it's not quite as dangerous as they're, they're trying to pretend it is. Cause it is a show semi-scripted and they, <laughs> they were in deep Alabama and they're like, the challenge now is we have to write offensive things for Alabamans and they're going to hate it. And so like the whole thing was like, you got to write on someone else's car, anything you want to try and get them killed in Alabama. And they did such a good job. Like James painted on some, he, he painted man. Love is great. Okay. And then another one was Hillary Clinton for president. One was <laughs> con country Western is rubbish. <laughs> and, like, and like they got maybe like, like 15 miles and like they're all afraid like there's like big truckers driving by like like clearly not liking it they pull into a gas station it's the absolute most real moment on the show in the history of the show where this woman comes out and she's like you guys just uh seeing how long it takes to get uh beat up around here this kind mm -hmm. of sh uh, shit on your car and they're like yes actually <laughs> they're trying to get gas and uh they're like doing the vo afterward and it's like it was at that point she informed us she was going to get the boys and so, <laughs> and so immediately they like uh, like i've got plenty of petrol until the next station we should get out of it so as they're like trying to get up and leave you can hear rocks being thrown at their cars and like you can tell it's real because like usually like all the zany situations, the camera guy's still there. He's the, it's like, no, the camera guy's run down. It's like Blair Witch, like <laughs> trying to get away. And it shows them like pull into like an alley, like 10 miles down the road and like frantically pouring Coca-Cola all over their cars to get rid of the messages. It was like, Oh, it, I, I was cracking up. But anyway, I, I fucking love that show. I, I can't get enough of all Are the their new adventures. Ones still good. I really haven't followed it after they left. Is it BBC? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. The, the new one's called Grand Tour and it's like four or five seasons. It's still really good. Uh, I I enjoy it. I, I Like I said, I like it when they're they, they go further with Amazon. Like the BBC thought it was like a car show. And so they'd be like, you're going to do like you're going to talk about the cars and you're going to do this. And like Amazon's like, hey, how about you guys all pick a boat out and try and make it across Cambodia? And they're like, all right. Like it says nothing to do with cars, but that's that's the point. Uh, and there's a newer show even than that called Clarkson's Farm on Amazon that I've been watching. And apparently Jeremy Clarkson is so bored of like car stuff that he just bought a thousand acre farm in Great Britain and he builds an actual farm. Like he conscripts like farmers and shit. And of course he's joking around the whole time, like literally planting food. He buys like a hundred sheep and he becomes a sheep farmer, helping them like birth and stuff. It's, it's really, really good. So I highly recommend that show on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, Clarkson's. Oh, you, Richard Hammond. You, of course, you know who he yeah. is. He's, uh, for people who don't know, he's like the 
I don't know if he's younger, but he looks younger. He's better looking and he's shorter. He's that's that's the one that he is. He was feuding with his neighbors. I, I forget what they were really? so upset about. Yeah, I, I think maybe he was like running his John Deere and making noise, and they didn't like what he was doing with his house. So he bought his neighbor's house and ended the feud. Right. <laughs> it's fucking baller. Oh yeah, yeah these guys I are like, like it's such a global show. Like I was watching an interview where they were like, is there someone was like, is there anywhere in the world you guys have gone where that people don't recognize you? And they're like, no, we pulled up to a, and they called James May Captain Slow because he never puts his foot down no matter how much it's needed. And he said he was going up to like a hut in Syria and like way before the war in like 2011 <clears throat> or something. And he was like going to like refill his, his, I don't know, his cooling system. And he's like, this guy doesn't have electricity. He's just a shack in the middle of Syria. And as he's walking up, the guy's like, welcome to my country, Mr. Slow. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like you really are like a global phenomenon if a, a shack guy in Syria knows who you are. So that's that'd be wild to be like globally famous that way, where like you go to China and people are like, oh, it's a top gear guy. Like, that's crazy. Maybe not China. They it probably don't suck, though, right? Like, it would definitely suck at times yeah. for sure. I'm sure the money uh, helps a good bit, you know, being like probably a hundred millionaire or something crazy. Everyone says that it doesn't help. Like it's nice, but it's separate, right? True, true. I mean, I I guarantee that's probably why Clarkson bought a thousand acre farm. Like, and a thousand acre, like we're Americans, and so it's like, well, yeah, like, that's nothing like wild. But like in the UK, like that's a ridiculous sized farm. Apparently, the the house next to Richard Hammond was one point two million pounds, so maybe two million dollars. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, two million dollars because his neighbor was angry we're fussing at him yeah. <laughs> like, like, like oh are you fussing at me yeah. <laughs> two million and it just problem solved yeah get the hell out of here <laughs> i'm the top gear guy fuck you yeah <clears throat> i had a little bit of a medical kerfuffle so yeah um, what happened yeah you know i had you that cancer like, again kyle god yeah. i hope not um so i had that uh like cold flu thing going on last week and, and a little bit before that and I was telling you that like I blew my nose so hard that it gave me a black eye and it was kind of swollen. Well, it turned out that that's not what had happened. I had gotten a sty uh, in my eye. A sty is an infection um, in your eyelid. Um, oh, no. Usually it's on the outside of your eyelid. Um, but I had one on the inside of my eyelid. Um, so like if I like pulled my eye open like that, then you could see it. And uh, it was just getting more and more swollen. And I woke up one morning and it was just really painful. And I was like, I looked in the mirror and it was all red and puffy. And I was like, we got to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. We got to go to the doctor. So uh, I called and, and they're like, yeah, you can actually come in today. And, uh, and I walked in and the doctor was like, yeah, that's, that's a sty. Um, so he, he, he uh, once I knew that he was like, you know, keep it like a cold compress on it and then a warm compress and use these antibiotic eye drops. And um, are they dangerous or just annoying? Like pink eye? Um, I guess like, it could, could you get go dangerous? blind? I, like maybe I don't I don't know. But uh, but like when I got home, I put the I, I looked at it. And now that I knew that it was a sty, like I was like maybe we can pop this thing. And so like I pulled my eyelid back, and I could see how swollen it is in there. So I just started like pressing here like really hard, and it popped and sprayed so much rotten milk looking pus into oh. my eye, like, <laughs> so much, like so much, like like I can't. Three gallons. It's in your eye socket. Just couldn't you like flip it 
reverse it and pop it so like, outwards? Like because I had my eye like peeled down so much, like it didn't get everywhere. It was just like pooling up on top of the on top of the inside of the eyelid. And so I very carefully, without blinking, like took a Q-tip and like got it got as much of it out of there as I could um, before it like got mixed around in my eyeball. That's and horrible. then I used like, tons of those antibiotic eye drops to like really flush oh, it out. So the pink eye doesn't set in. I don't think it would be so, pink eye. So more like, I don't know what it would be. Right? It might be know. fucking getting green for all I know. Uh, if you if you get that in there and it sets up. Is pink up. eye only from fecal matter? I think so. I think so. That's yeah. what I thought since grade school. That's like why anytime somebody had pink eye when you were like 12, it's like, ah, Joey got shit in his eye. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it hurt so fucking much, but like it immediately felt like a lot better once I popped it and like, like got all the, let that pressure released. Did the doctor but, uh, tell you to pop it or did you just take it? Just get it done. He said I could pop it if it looked like it was ready to be popped, but on the internet it says never pop. Oh, but well, I trust. But yeah, the, I was gonna go with what the doctor told me rather than the internet. Um, and honestly, like, it felt so much better after I popped it, and like every day since then, it's gotten better. I can still feel it's a it's like a little swollen there. I'm sure like it's not completely gone, but I put in those eye drops every uh, three hours or something like that, and. It's been getting progressively better. It doesn't hurt anymore. You've had a terrible luck of the draw with eye stuff this past year. All sorts of shit. All sorts of shit. Um, just, just always something. Always something. I always expect the worst, you know. And and that way you're never surprised. Maybe you're I not getting all out. Go ahead, buddy. Oh yeah, I got a good finger update. So I went to the um the hand surgeon who I've been like going to for advice on the finger, and. Uh, he was really pleased with how well I could do this business, you know, with the broken finger, which if you listen to the audio mm -hmm. version, like make a fist, uh, the straightening it isn't going to get, it might get a little better than this, but it's not going to get a lot better. That's just my new world. Um, That's just straight as you need it. You know, you can, do I don't think that I look deformed, you know, no. with that. So, uh, uh, it's two and a half or literally 2.8 millimeters shorter than it used to be, which I don't notice, but, like I, I asked him about that on the way out. I'm like, is it? Are you sure it's shorter? I can't see it. And he's like, well, clinically, you're not gonna see it, but let's look at the X-ray. And he starts like detailing, like these are how your bones are supposed to go together. These are how they are now. And uh, but you could see in Tuesday's X-rays the new bone forming and how it was starting to seal together. It was all like, like there's the break, obvious. But it was all cloudy and stuff. And he put the last month and this month right next to each other. And he's like, this thing's not going to break again. Like you're, you're kind of stable. Mm -hmm. It's growing. I was cleared to do everything but like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and MMA, which he specifically mentioned, boxing and jits. And I was like, yeah. I kind of aged out of that shit. I don't want to do that anyway. Mm -hmm. But even that, he's like, two weeks and you'll be cleared to do that too. So, uh, um, but yeah, you know, like there were no gym restrictions or anything like that. And uh, I should be roughly okay. You could always go to China and get that surgery that they usually do on legs, but just have yeah. them re-break your finger to lengthen it. I long talked about fingers. that. Long Actually, let's, let's all do so that. Let's all go get ridiculous let's get, like, fingers. Very long fingers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little uh, like horn on it, which is why it doesn't yeah. straighten up, right? You know, it, picture like it, you, a pencil, and then you you break it diagonally. Mm -hmm. So mine's just slid a little bit. That, that, that's what's up. So there's a little horn that stick out the side. I'm like, can we just cut it open, shave that off? And he's like, yeah, I could. I could. I could give you a perfect x-ray. But the problem is, you know, then you've got this tendon damage and that's not going to be, it's going to be limp. It needs to, I guess it extends over that horn 
And he's like, you know, now you're shortening the length at which the tendon needs to go. Oh, look at Kyle. Uh, you'll get <laughs> and, this. Uh, and you get this. Well, you were so he, he yeah. was my idea of just like fixing the bone. He's like, that ah, is down. He's like, if this is my finger, I'm not touching it. We're done. This is, this is what you got. So that's where I am. It's going to be mostly going okay. On. That's what's going on here. Like that. the tendon that's running here is like extra long. So it allows this to happen. Like your stop, your tendon stops your finger from like there. Mine just keeps going. Yeah. It, see, it seems like your tendon that. would be short to be able to accomplish that. That's um, what I was thinking too initially. No, extra yeah, long, yeah. right? Because you, you're like. So your tendon, it's going to start like on the top of your arm, like behind your wrist. And it's going to connect. Some of them connect, you know, sort of just before each knuckle. So in your case, the tendon's starting here and it's connecting here. And yours is so short that you have the capability of pulling it extra. Hmm. Perhaps, perhaps in my head, it's the opposite, but, but I'm, I'm no, I'm no finger doctor. Um, I gain all my medical knowledge. Like I'm an expert in the things I've busted. You, you got any ankle questions, any finger questions you want to, any ACL questions? These are my areas of expertise. You know, oh, you, have, you have really good, like warlock hands. Like you could like do gnarled, like spell casting hand looking things like, you know, in movies. Yeah, <laughs> a little too, a little much. Too, I just too caught there. sight of Taylor's wedding ring. What do you oh, got going on there? Is it's this black. is this is a piece so, of rubber? This I, is, I wasn't sure. Yeah, so it's one of the safety rings. Yeah, I just yeah, because you do all you do all that mechanical stuff in your spare time. Uh, so much mechanical stuff, man. You do like, lift weights though, so I guess that's a concern. That's true. I don't want to wear my tungsten ring when I'm using imagine, my barbell and stuff. It would tear imagine, it pieces. Imagine if you drop something on that finger, like a like a like a weight or something, and it's crushed a golden ring to the point where it was smushing your finger, and Ooh. like you'd have to go get, run and get pliers and squish it the opposite way and hope that like it like rounded out. Then you would turn yeah. it square. I don't want any of that. Maybe I just, it turns square then, and it's just stuck. It, that now you've got to get like. They make this wire that's kind of like a file mm -hmm. that you have to like loop in there and like pull with both hands and like saw it into them. If you're I, lucky, I'm, I'm just gonna use the rubber rings forever. I think like they're so cheap on Amazon. They're they're convenient and funny enough. Like even wearing the the rubber ring, like when I lifted today, I was like, I, I don't like the way this feels. I'm taking this off. Like I, I, it just feels like it messes I, with your grip. I bought a rubber ring not long ago. Call it like two months ago, mm -hmm. and. Uh, it was too small, but I tried to convince myself it wasn't, you know, like under the best of situations, it was only a tiny bit too small. Like when I'm, I don't know, morning dehydrated, but it's cool and I'm not sweaty and not puffy yeah. or anything. And I was like, it, it, it's fine. It's fine. And then later, like, you know, when you are hot and sweaty and puffed up, uh, my finger was turning purple. And I'm like, it's <laughs> totally not fine. I can literally see, like, I'm losing this finger right now because of this dumbass ring. Jesus oh. Christ, that's way too tight. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about injuries, uh, did you watch the Conor McGregor fight? I didn't. I didn't watch mm -hmm. it live. I, I did saw watch the it live. It. Yeah, I watched it live, and I've I've seen like all the videos around it, the slow mos. I've seen more than one doctor break it down, and I've. I've I'm as informed as I know how to be. So it appears that if people didn't watch the fight, here's what happened. Um, Dustin Poirier was fighting Conor McGregor. Uh, Conor won, I don't know, five years ago. Dustin won like six months ago. And this was going to be the rubber match, the one that decides who is the better fighter. Uh, I thought Conor looked pretty good on the feet for a few seconds. But by and large, Dustin beat the hell out of this guy. Um, it... 
the first round did finish, and two judges scored it 10-8 for Dustin, and the other one had it 10-9. Uh, a 10-8 round isn't super common. Maybe one in every 20 rounds will be so lopsided that they grant it a 10-8, and this was one of those. Um, Dustin got the top. He was raining elbows down on him, etc. At one point, um, Connor was like grabbing Dustin's, if I remember the fight correctly, he's grabbing Dustin's glove by the cuff which is cheating and he was using that to get up kicks on him and dustin was like fuck it i'm out of here and he let connor stand up and then connor was uh he kicked him one time on the thigh and maybe on the elbow and then he took a step back and his leg broke just above the ankle it was a it's a tib fib if you guys know that at all it means both bones in the leg broke mm-hmm. and visually it looks like he got a second ankle it's it's something people aren't used to seeing it looks terrible and uh and there you have it so dustin felt like he damaged it by checking it early in the fight and uh you can see it he he checks it and then he points to it like i got you that was worse for you than it was for you kicked me and you lost some like so dustin felt like that was when it happened some doctors and fight experts, Kyle, you muted, um, thought it was when he hit his elbow. Uh, but Connor says that they had some stress fractures going into the fight. They had a doctor look at it. And I heard his coach talk about it. His coach was like, you'd think looking at x-rays is a really obvious science that like, like someone could look at an x-ray and know what's up. But with stress fractures, it's closer to listening to an engine, you know, and where like maybe a really trained ear hears something but you can't be a hundred percent sure and and uh so they cleared him to fight but connor had a vibe that his leg wasn't a hundred percent going into the fight and connor is kind of using this to say that he didn't really lose yeah yeah when connor's down he's going doctor stoppage doctor stoppage <laughs> like he's screaming it like like this doesn't mean anything this doesn't mean anything the doctor waved it off if the doctor said go i'd fucking limp back in there like, <laughs> like he's letting him know like this doesn't fucking count and i guess dana is like dana likes making money so in the press conference mm-hmm. dana's like you know i guess now dustin fights for the title so he fights uh, is it charles Oliveira? Um, yes. I think that the guy with the shockingly white teeth, like they are so <laughs> fake and white that it's he got boogie teeth. They are <laughs> ridiculous. They oh, are I like well, what's his, his teeth? teeth? Charles Oliveira. Charles. Um, and uh, like like sh- they hurt to look at. They are so broke. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I what? would love. I- I'm looking at the Charles Oliveira pictures. He seems to intentionally not smile for pictures. They are absurd. And this is a man who could afford teeth. He is a <laughs> he is the lightweight champion of the UFC. I doubt he's like getting like a great deal yet because he's not super popular or anything. However, that man can, aff- you know, in that top right photo, it it, it looks handsome. It, okay, like like they're just too white. They're they're not they're not as big as I remember them being. They're just so white. They're very they're, white. They're, tone that down three shades more more dark. And, are, and 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 it's an improvement. Are these his real teeth or are these like veneers he got? Because can't be. You would think a fighter like maybe he got them knocked out at some point, right? That would make sense. Yeah. I mean, why not go for super white teeth if you're gonna do it? They're, because because then 
like jackasses like us like make fun of you on the internet. <laughs> um, I don't think he'll hear it. Yeah. Yeah, he probably won't hear about it. You never know though. You never know though. Maybe he gets some bad the, Google reviews and he English? gets a fish. He's Brazilian, right? I don't know how his English is. Brazilians um, are like notorious for not doing very well with English in the fighting world, right? A little bit. Or is that some do, some don't. Like, like if you look at like Amanda Nunez and um, um, what's his name, um, um, uh, the, the fucking that Chael had the whole thing with that, like Anderson, the, um, Silva, Anderson maybe? Silva, yeah, of course. Um, it, it's passable, like, like, and it gets worse uh, when they have to defend themselves against like steroid accusations. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> like. Me no speak of the English. Like, like <laughs> out of nowhere, the day before they were given a fucking dissertation in front of like a full media degree. <laughs> uh, it's uh, you never know. But um, so Poirier so Dana will fight. Said, yeah, Dana said, "All right, so you're gonna fight. Um, he'll fight Charles for the title, mm-hmm. and then I guess you know you do the rematch with Connor. Uh, it's whenever Connor's ready to go." And I'm just like, "What? Are you serious? Like, 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 look, the fourth one. There are no bigger Connor fans than me." I love what an awful human being he is. I love it. And I love that as an awful human being, he says, oh, you believe in karma, do you? Fuck that. Like, no, he's <laughs> always winning. But but like uh, on the pre-fight thing, they had this like thing where they showed like the uh, sport, the best paid sports star- stars for last year. He is so far ahead. Like, like he Connor. makes LeBron look silly. He makes like the like like those two uh, soccer players who were like really uh, famous look silly. He made one hundred and eighty really? million dollars by by selling his uh, his liquor company and all of his other endorsements last year, like one hundred and eighty million last year. Are you sure and, that's it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, for that, some I mean, reason, that, I thought it was what, like six hundred million. That's his probably his net worth, um, but mm. but like one hundred eighty just last year uh, that he that he made, and uh, it, as an awful human being. Like, like he's on the, he's laying on the ground with his, with his ankle broken and he's yelling, you're mit, you're going to get it. I'm coming for you, you and your wife, you and your wife, your wife's in my DMs, your wife's in my DMs, you and your wife, you're both going to get it. Like, I don't know what the thing is with Dustin's wife, because what he said is that Dustin's wife is in his DMs, I think on Instagram, maybe mm-hmm. Twitter, and that she wanted to see the pubic hair around his dick and i'm like is this completely made up out of whole cloth is he stretching it from something that didn't bother poirier is he stretching he's stretching it because like connor showed screenshots of her like requesting to dm with him that's surprising so dustin is like the wife stuff doesn't bother me at all i don't care i know that that's not even a hint of true like it's bullshit but the you're going to come to my house and murder me. If I pull out of this fight, you're going to murder me and my family and my children. That seemed like across the, but he felt uncomfortable with that. And I thought like, actually I'm going to kill you is just random bullshit. Like, yeah, but, I think but, that, but I heard it then, but then I heard it and it sound, it, it just came across differently when Connor, who is actually an Irish, like gangster thug street, urchin <laughs> like says that it has a different vibe to it yeah yeah he, he connor like is tweeting like pictures of dustin with like his little daughter and she's like nine or something <laughs> and he's he's just like i can't remember what connor said but he's, he's like i'm a nasty man you don't want to mess <laughs> with me like i'm coming for you and it's like yeah. there's some implied stuff there like like if 
it's almost like he's implying he's going to go hurt that man's nine-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what he's trying to do without ending up back in court. He, and yeah. and look, I don't think Connor ha has any intention of hurting this man's nine-year-old girl. However, yeah. Connor's like, his left might be what most people think is his best attribute as a fighter, or maybe his mobility or his length, uh, especially when he's at 145. No, his, his, his best skill as a fighter is getting in the heads of other people. And it, Say what you want. Like it definitely didn't work against Khabib. It just made Khabib like hurt him more. Yeah. <laughs> but against like um, Jose Aldo, it worked because Jose is like some like let's face it, low IQ individual from the favela who's a fucking amazing fighter and just the toughest man from from Brazil at that point in the, at, at that weight class anyway. And he just couldn't wrap his head around this. He's like from some sort of like he's like one of those Japanese guys from an honor society from like World War II who's like coming to like bow to you. And this guy's like, I'm going to fucking burn your dojo down. I'm going to fuck your little girl in the asshole. And he's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> he said he was going to do these things. I, 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 and he's like, threw him off. Like, like he was clearly like, and, and even if you go back and watch that fight, I'm sure we all have. Or, like 13 seconds, 19 seconds. It's 13 seconds. I've seen it a hundred times. Okay. And, and, and Rogan's Joe Rogan's like, Jose looks, he looks stiff. He's, and, and, <laughs> And you can tell Jose Aldo's coming out like, God, is he, he doesn't have a gun, does he? Did, he didn't bring the gun, did he? Like, 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 and Connor's just looking so loose. He's just like loosey goosey. I liked, um, you know, Dustin Poirier is a better fighter than Connor. He's kicked yeah. his ass twice in a row now. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I think that guy crossed the line. You know, he's like, you know, he's on the ground saying he's going to kill my family. He's like, fuck him. I'll kick his ass again. Like, Damn straight you will. Damn yeah. straight you will. Don't give that guy the respect and certainly don't show him any fear. You've kicked his ass twice in a row now. You're making multi-millions out of this. Good for you. Dustin Con Poirier is a good guy. You know, like, yes. He so uses his post-fight speeches not to set up his next fight, but to pimp his charity. He's like, we're trying to build playgrounds for kids. You know, we're, like he's an actual good person. And Connor's over there. You better not let your daughter go out on the playground because I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna single-handedly burn down every playground you try and put up. Every dollar you put towards the fucking playgrounds, I'll put free from the whiskey company and to tear it down. He's buying up all the playgrounds and burning them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, what an ass. So Wait, so they're doing, a, they're doing a fourth fight? Well, well I, they're absolutely doing a fourth fight because they McGregor versus Poirier four, just to be sure. So yeah, when, pretty much. Dana, <laughs> when Dana says that they're going to do a fourth fight or they're going to schedule this, it's not smart to put a lot of weight in that. He often doesn't keep his word. It There are some interesting things. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Connor against an up-and-comer, right? Build the next guy's name. Hear this. Connor against Nate Diaz, right? Nate Diaz is also, what, one in three in his last couple fights? Connor's one in four in his last UFC fights. He's one win out of five if you count the Floyd Mayweather fight. One win out of six if, like me, you give the win to that old guy in the bar who refused to drink his whiskey <laughs> and took his shot like he was nothing. Connor hasn't won a fight in his last six engagements. Set him up against Nate Diaz. Set him up against Tony Ferguson. There's some good fights to see other than just watching Connor get mauled by people who have spent the last five years in the gym honing their skills. Nate Diaz, his record isn't very good. Like our Pete. That's why he belongs in the ring with Connor. His record's not very good either. Con well, Nate Diaz is twenty and thirteen. Connor's 
28, no, 22 and six. He's one in five in his last five fights, his last six fights. It's bad. He's won like one fight in five years or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's really pivoted to the, you know, and the one fight with- he won, Donald Cerrone, is not an impressive win. That guy's like my age or something, and he has he doesn't win fights either. Yeah, it became less impressive as like Donald continued to fail after that. Yeah, it, it was like, oh, I think he fought like a a real like a, a version of Donald that was really heading downhill. Um, it was an impressive fight. It was cool to watch, like like those shoulder strikes. Like like it was like, oh shit! Like he just finished him so fast and so easily and so unconventionally. Like, and he looked. No, there was no ring rust or anything. It, it was it was a very convincing win, and it, it seemed like a legit win at the time, uh, like he was back. But uh, but then mm-hmm. you know he was inactive again, and and then the Khabib fight, and I don't know, man, it's been rough. Um, like I said, you won't find a bigger Connor fan than me, but uh, I'm pretty. I, I look, I I want to watch him fight Poirier again, and I think he will. Poirier, I want to watch him fight. Fight. That's the fight because Poirier, Tony Ferguson. Fight. Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson has only- a chin. Tony Ferguson has a motor. Conor McGregor is probably the scariest first round fighter we've seen in a while. I want to see Connor perhaps bloody up Tony Ferguson, him not go anywhere. And then let's see how rounds two and three go as he tries to dig himself out of that hole. That's a fight I'd like to see. It, they don't care what you want to see, though. Dana wants him to fight Poirier. Poirier wants to fight Connor. Connor wants to fight Poirier. Poirier. And when you've got that trifecta going, that's what's going to happen. You make sense. I also think you're placing a lot of weight in like Dana's word and stuff. And Dana likes making money and say what you will. Like, like Connor's got such a huge fan base. They want to see it. And he is selling this whole like Dr. Stoppage thing so well as like, oh, I didn't count this. This whole thing didn't count. My leg broke itself. I broke my <laughs> leg. I broke it. The MMA I- world is totally unimpressed with Connor's bullshit. You know, they're, they're putting him there with sugar when he broke his leg and said he didn't really lose. They, you know, him on the ground pretending that that was going well for him. He got 10 aided in that round. That round finished. He got his oh, ass kicked. He did. And, and him on the ground, unable to accept his losses. His coach saying that he didn't see any room for improvement. Like the whole thing just reeks of a guy who's looking for brain damage from a guy and who's saw- actually been training. I saw Connor's like most recent like post um, where he's literally on a scooter um, going down, <laughs> going down the sidewalk. And he's just like, um, he's talking he says, shit on a rascal. He's talking shit on a rascal. Um, I swear to God, like you can't make this up. He's on a rascal talking shit. And he's just like, um, he says something like, you know, he had me on my back there, but be- because my leg had already been, had the stretch uh, stress fractures, I had been practicing off my back a lot. That's why I'm very dangerous down there. You started seeing those up kicks, those elbows and stuff, and I was hurting him. And that's why he was backing off. And I'm like, I think he was backing off because he wanted you to stand up so he could hit you some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is <laughs> real quick. You guys mentioned the tweets. I, I just saw them. He so he, he just posted a photo of Poirier and his family, and then the one that like, all these are deleted, and then the reply to it was him just saying, Gonzo. Gonzo. Like, gonzo. Like, here's all your kids. Gonzo. Like, gone. I don't know what that we're means. Means he's like, get out of here. Gone. You're Gonzo. Like, oh, you're, Gonzo. You're I'm here. thinking it's a kind of porn. Oh, oh. No, no, no. He's saying like, I'm gonna like, you're out of here. We're gonna get rid of you. And then immediately, what kind of porn it's like, would Gonzo porn be? Isn't it a kind of thing? I'm Isn't not hundred percent sure. Gonzo, gonzo is a character from. Is it the Muppets Street, right? or something? Muppets. Muppets. Yeah. Is that it? 
I knew it was some kind of a puppet. Yeah. Alexi yeah. Flexi DAP'd by Gonzo Monster Cock Team. Gonzo, known <laughs> as the Great Gonzo or Gonzo oh. the Great, is the Muppet with the long phallic nose. So no, you I'm right. Get, I'm right. Gonzo pornography is a style of pornographic film that attempts to place the viewer directly in the scene. Oh, well, I just knew about the Muppet. Gonzo porn is influenced by amateur porn and tends to use far fewer full body wide shots in favor of more close ups. So that's that's what Gonzo porn is. I'm trying to find the Muppet Gonzo porn, but I just found an image of, of Mulan getting fucked in the ass. Yeah, I'll fire that right over. Yeah, I could Thank send you. it too. I've got it. Muppet porn. I'll make a man out of you. <laughs> Let's <laughs> see if you can climb this pole, bitch. <laughs> to climb the pole. Yeah. You'd have a lot of fun with that. Didn't she do the same thing? No, did she climb the pole or did she smarten up and knock it down? She, like, she, she took it. like her bandana off or whatever and like right. wrapped it around and used the leverage. Like she she climbed it the smart way. That's a yeah. step better than Captain America, who just unbolted it at the bottom. Yeah, that's cheating. So that's he didn't cheating. even climb it. No, he didn't. He just unbolted it and the flagpole fell down. And then he Well, zero, that wasn't the challenge, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a shield and super strength. You pass. Well, yeah, he had it, yeah. Yeah, it was you before, but... Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't watch the Marvel stuff. Yeah, he oh, used so the Marvel Infinity stuff. Stone. Did you watch all of Loki? I watched all of Loki. So do we want to put a spoilers tag up or not for this? Throw it up! All right. I want to hear just right off the start, your guys out of 10 ratings. And then for you the whole season, them. I give it an almost a nine, like really, really? high eight. Yeah. Okay. okay. I me. went seven and a half. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. The final episode sunk it a bit for me. And this is a bit of a spoiler because I like, you know, shit to happen. And it really just ended as, oh, this entire year has been spent setting up next year. And I'm like, oh, okay. So really, we're just learning something new about the universe, and that's how it ended. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that did happen. Uh, um, I, I agree. I did not care for the last episode very much. Um, but yeah, yeah, I... I I didn't like the last episode very much. I really didn't. I do like that they, they threw Kang the Conqueror in there. Everybody's been like thinking that Kang the Conqueror was going to be the big bad and he was going to be the guy at the center of this thing. And sure enough, there he is. And um, do you have so, like a 25 minute monologue or something in the final? <laughs> Maybe I'm exaggerating. 15 he, minutes. You know, the most of the episode is three people sitting at a table talking. Um, I think it's fair to say that. Um, obviously there's some like sword fighting and, um, you know, there's some, some developments and there's some real cool CGI, but is that uh, called exposition where it's exposition. like, damn it, Kyle, I don't care if you did graduate Harvard medical school, I'm still your big brother. Yeah. Um, that, you, that is an example of exposition. Uh, I don't know if that would be considered exposition. It was sort of just him. Like, yeah, maybe so. Like, like he's just telling the story though. He's, he's, He's like, it, it was like when you get to the final castle in Mario and you like finally figure out what's been going on or whatever. Like, that's what it felt like a lot. Like, all right, you're here. I'm going to tell you what's been going on here. And, and it made a lot of sense. Like, like he did have to have some kind of a, like, why is he doing this? Why does he care about variants? Why does he care about multiple timelines? Why does there only need to be one? And uh, it was a really excellent way to explain why he did that. You know, he, he is he has to be the only King the Conqueror because when you've got like a, 
a whole multiverse full of Kang the Conquerors. They're so OP that they just go to interdimensional war and destroy everything. Uh, so, so that was interesting. Some of them, um, do, right? Some I, of them shared technology and peace and were wonderful people, and some of them were too warring, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, but, you know. But if one of them starts the war, then now we all have to fight anyway. So, uh, and 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 uh, so, so that was interesting. I guess I didn't like that all of the trust that had seemingly been built up between Loki and Sylvie was kind of cast aside, and all of a sudden, like. She can't sit and on her hands for a few minutes. So he's just like pleading with her. He's like, let's just think about this for a second. And he's making so much sense. And uh, and she can't she can't get on board with it. And she has to kill the guy, which uh, they were about to like, I don't know, fall in love and be a couple and yeah. start a timeline or something. I would have and taken that deal. Right. If that, like, like they're like bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> like they just can't trust anyone. And I think it may have been a legitimate deal. He was just like, how about I give you your own reality where you defeated the Avengers, you kill Thanos, and you two are a couple. <laughs> I wish they'd been like, make it happen. <laughs> and that's the new show. And there's just like, a, they start playing like pop music, like dun, 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 dun. And then this is like, it's just like him winning at every turn. <laughs> like it's the they whole never Marvel. They never win at anything. Loki always loses. Like, I, I, but but this is the alternate reality, right? right Where they, right, they, right. he like makes this It'd happen be... for him, and they just go through like the entire catalog of Marvel movies, like every bad guy, every good, <laughs> and Loki's there, just like judo chopping them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they just vaporize in front of him. Like like that would have been a cool way to just make it one season, and I'd have I'd have laughed, and I'd have like felt good for them. And like, there's you know, you see them raising like little Loki children who like look identical to both of them, I guess. Because maybe like, if it's... they did that for one and a half episodes before they realize the flaw in that wonderful world or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I I I dug it, but uh, the 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 ending was a bit of a letdown. Although it's nice that there's a season two. You know, it's nice that there's a season two. Um, I I uh, I think they're doing a great thing at Marvel. You know, they're just they continue at every fucking turn of the past to destroy DC and to make DC look foolish. Like, like now DC is, is gotta be sitting over there. Like, well, I guess maybe we get on HBO with some shows or something like, uh, like maybe we can do something there, but I, I don't think they can. I, I think that if they do. It'll just be bad. I think it'll just I be mean, bad. There's a lot of future left. There could be a world where this turns, um, but you're right. There's been no indication that DC is going to get as good as Marvel. It just, I don't know. I don't think it's that the characters are wrong. They just haven't been able to make better movies and build a better universe. And they keep trying to take shortcuts. And, and that's that. August 6th Suicide Squad comes out. I mean, I'm interested, but... It can't be worse than the first one. That was awful. Uh, it looks good. It looks better than the first yes, one. It's right. complete. It's like a rewrite. They just, they're just like, nah, the first one didn't count. Like this is this is a whole new thing. They've recast all the characters except for Harley Quinn. Like when and, they did Ed and, Norton and, as a Hulk, when they were just like that. Delete that from your memory. Yeah, with the dogs fighting. Yeah, yeah, and that's all because Edward Norton was so difficult to work with. Um, and and so they hired rough. They hired Mark Ruffalo instead. Uh, but yeah, it um, they'll never be as good as Marvel because Marvel just has a better creative team. And even when DC tries to steal the creatives from Marvel or at least hire them, like that's what they've done with. Uh, uh, the new Suicide Squad. It's James Gunn. They they hired James Gunn to make it. He's the guy who made Guardians, and uh, I, I 
I don't know. I just don't think it'll be as good. I think that they don't know how to be like, go do your own thing. Because that's what Marvel did. Like like Kevin Feige or whatever his name is and the, and the execs at Disney and Marvel were like, you've got a vision for Guardians that you think will work? It's like, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be fun. It's going to be pop music. We're doing a whole 70s soundtrack. Kurt Russell's going to be in it. And they're like, wait, what? What? <laughs> No, 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 stick with me. We've got that chunky guy from Parks and Rec. He's going to be our star. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? <laughs> we got this green bitch. She's going to be the love interest. Well, she's black. But wait, you've got a black character who's going to be green? That's a double negative. Like, we can't do this. Like, there's no way. It's, we have to. She's an alien. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, but, like, in the end, like, it, it's, like, I, one of my favorite movies from – the whole I've never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. Never. At this point, Marvel could be like, we're doing a new character. Like, oh, Woody, are you unfamiliar with the fucking keyboard man? See, like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, fucking, where's my popcorn? Keyboard if it's Marvel, man, I want to see it. Destiny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Pianist too. It's uh, totally Kyle, different. <laughs> out of curiosity, I was looking this up not long ago. What actor... Do you think has been in the highest grossing films? Like his library of films is the Samuel highest. Jackson ever. is the answer. It's wrong. Wait, net or like on average? Uh, collectively. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. How can it not nope. be Sam Jackson? Okay, well, hold on. Who was in? It'll okay, make sense what, if I give you the answer. What, what about the Harry Potter guy, Daniel Radcliffe? Is that uh, does that add up to be enough? Let me see if he's even. He's to not in the top no. twenty. No, what are the top not, biggest he's nowhere, movies? He's nowhere near it because the Marvel. You know, Sam. Oh, Jackson Marvel. Is, yeah. Sam Jackson is in almost every Marvel movie, and he's. Um, okay, um, well then it's Robert Downey Jr. It's not Robert Downey it Jr. Can't be Robert Downey Jr. If it's not, he's it's sixth. Not Sam Jackson. What? Who is it? I, I gotta know. Wait, Stan Lee. Lee. Stan. He's dead. Doesn't count. There's no way. There's no way that's true. Stan Lee is in every Marvel movie. Stan Lee makes a cameo in every Marvel movie. That's but, why. But those every. are the only movies he's in, whereas Sam Jackson did every Marvel movie plus 500 more. He did <laughs> yeah. Marvel. every Marvel movie, though. Where is Samuel Jackson in Guardians of the Galaxy? Where is Samuel Jackson in Thor? Where is Samuel Jackson? Stan Lee's in all those films. You would imagine that, like, Shit. you know. I, is, like, is Sam Jackson second? Yes. Yeah. 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 Third, I didn't pick. Frank Welker? I, have, I don't even know who that, know is. Who that is. His top film was Transformers. Um, oh, he's been in 112 films. That's why uh, he is such a hide thing. John Ratzenberger is fourth. Uh, he's is. been in 50 films, but his top one is Incredibles 2. Bob Bergen is fifth. Minions is his top film. Oh, you should have that, like a cutoff. I guess if you do that but, Pixar shit, like, that's kind of cheating, though. Dudes, so if you look at this list... Marvel wrecks it. So this is the top 20. I'm going to go through it really quickly. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Six, Warwick Davis. Uh, it's a Star Wars dude. Yeah, he's seventh. Alan Tadyuk from Frozen. But then here we go. Scarlett Johansson, Andy Serkis, not a Star Wars. Paul Bettany, Chris Evans, Don Cheadle, Zoe Saleda. That's Avatar. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, Benedict Cumberbatch, John Favreau, Jeremy Renner. Idris Elba and Gwyneth Paltrow. Of this 20, like 13 of them are Marvel people. Yeah. The top grossing ever. Yeah. And it More makes sense eight. because not only are they incredibly popular, but there's just, I think there's, off the top of my head, I think there's 28 films, like roughly. Like, like I think it's approaching 30. Yeah. I've, mm -hmm. 
Warwick and now, Davis. Now the TV shows. The the how that one is listed as dubious, um, and it's something to do with him getting credit for Time Bandits and Size Matters not, but maybe he's not in those. Oh, he was in but, Harry Potter also, so you got some, some credit uh, there, I'm sure. Okay, those are big but there's ones. only there's only eight Harry Potter movies, and they weren't like wildly successful. They were they weren't making a billion a pop. Really? I, maybe I'm misremembering. I thought they were like challenging at the time, like what Avatar or Titanic. I guess it wasn't Avatar. Be like, I think they did really well. I think they were number one, um, you know, th- those years. But I just don't think they're they made billions of dollars. Like these movies, these Marvel movies now are like a billion is like the benchmark almost. Like if you, if you make a billion, that's like the bottom. It's like all right, you got to a billion. I guess you can get a sequel <laughs> on a but Marvel. Like, <laughs> I guess you can get a sequel. You I guess we'll do another one. Like, <laughs> but but like the big ones are doing like a billion and a half or something. I think I don't really pay two even. Anymore. I think yeah. some of them make two. Like with Avengers. Um, yeah. How does um, Avatar win? Fall the way back from two thousand nine. That movie just wasn't that good. Like I wait, don't even remember. Sure? I can tell you why it did so well. Um, 3D technology was a really big deal, oh. and everyone wanted to go try it. Yep, that makes total sense in retrospect. That's why I saw it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know about this, but you know, I didn't we're see, see dragons. It was a good enough movie, but really, it was the 3D thing that we were all hearing about, and people wanted to try it. So. They're um, James Cameron, so that's his. That's his thing. No, wait, isn't it? Yeah, it's James, James Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, who and he also made Titanic, which is yeah, bad. he's two thirds of the top three. Good for him. If only he made Avengers Endgame, he'd have a one of he solid. was like he's one of those directors who's like he's made some of my favorite things of all time, but then he's just made garbage for like the last 10, 15 years or something like that. It's been very upsetting. He, he plans on making not one more Avatar movie, not two more. I think it's like four or five more Avatar movies that are in the works. I kind of like that he did that deal. He's like, look, Avatar is the highest grossing movie of all time. It might be second now, but that's when he made the deal. I think it was one. And uh, he's like, so I want a deal that makes six more movies or five more movies. That's smarter than like, hey, let's make two and see how it does. Now, <laughs> he locked in everything he wanted out of the Avatar series based on the success of one movie, which I think the sales numbers just don't correspond to how good the movie was or how important the movie was they outstrip it yeah yeah um i i heard that matt damon got offered 10 percent of the profits for avatar if he would star in it and he turned it down what yeah profits in hollywood though are sketchy oh yeah they'll like lie about not making the money and so okay that may- yeah i don't know if he made a terrible decision that yeah, they, of course, there's probably some loophole that his agent or some attorney is like, sounds good, don't do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turns out uh, Avengers Endgame, not profitable. It yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Avatar series made $65. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, true. It seems like every actor has a story about that. How like, yeah, but Star Wars turns out hasn't made money yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it may have been gross. It was, it was, a, it was a cool oh, deal, that you know. Be- and uh, and and of course, um, Sean Connery with Lord of the Rings. They wanted him to play Gandalf, and they were they were gonna. G- it was another one of those ten percent deals or something like that. It was a big percentage of. Uh, I don't know what his deal was, but Tom Cruise turned down Iron Man. You know this good. story. Thank yeah. God he, he did not I, play wait, Gandalf. Jesus, that uh, would have been horrible if Sean Connery. 
Have you have you seen two hobbits fucking around, not taking the ring where I told them to go? What about very old friends? Fly, fly away, you fucking idiots! I have to fight the Balrog down <laughs> in the depths, you know. You don't think I'm, you can Arwen, do a good job? Arwen, I'm not gonna not hit you just because you're a lady. <laughs> you don't think he could do a good job? Couldn't be a Gandalf. It would have been so distracting. Maybe it's because it's like solidified in my head that Ian McKellen is Gandalf. He's so good. Ian McKellen is just a better actor. He's a better than actor. Sean Connery. Sean Connery plays different variations of Sean Connery. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, like, like, look no further than that Highlander movie that I always make fun of, where for some reason he plays a Spaniard with a Scottish accent. <laughs> um, they, his name's Ramirez. I'm not changing my accent. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it makes Maybe no sense. Right. And, and the worst part about it is, like, all right, that's the character that he's the age for, and he's a big star, and we've got him. Mm -hmm. But his co-star is Scottish. Like, like is a Scot. Like, like his co-star is like, like um, the character that he's playing with. That's a Scottish character who also cannot do a Scottish accent <laughs> because he's Belgian or something like that. He's yeah. like Dutch or whatever. And uh, so you've got like a Dutchman playing a Scotsman and a Scotsman playing a Spaniard. It was like the beginning of a joke. Oh, starring. <laughs> and, and like neither one of them can do the, the, the correct accent. You would think Sean Connery could like coach him up on Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> it distracts me when there's a whole cast of unknown actors and then like a Matt Damon or a Sean Connery or something. It's like, look, you're either bringing in new guys or you're not. You can't just have Robert Downey Jr. and then Taylor and I star that, in a film. That is so true because it'll be like the beginning of the zombie movie and it's all the no names like, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And then like Tom Cruise pulls up in a wagon. It's like, get in. It's like, oh, <laughs> all right, I know who the hero is now. I know who's yeah. got, I know who cannot possibly be killed. This zombie <laughs> movie, a bunch of nobody actors. Matt Damon pops on the scene, kills three zombies, says, how you like them apples? And then you're like, oh, but that's from the Boston thing. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you like them apples. He's like he's like out and out saying, like, I was also in the debated. Yeah. No, he was yeah. in the departed, right? No? Uh he yeah, he was, oh. but the the line is from Goodwill Hunting. How do you like oh, them apples? Oh, my bad. What's your background, Taylor? I just wanted to seem smart, so I put uh someone's bookshelf behind me. <laughs> well, that is definitely a girl's room i can tell by the chair no well i should i don't know what books are in there modernist cuisine kyle you are muted oh there's there's kids up there yeah there's kids up there that's like a family living room or something there's a family tree they're probably mormon really into genealogy if you want to like learn about genealogy talk to a mormon they are so fucking into that like they will track their genealogy like back to joseph smith making up that nonsense in the middle of missouri 150 years ago which I mean, is obviously yeah. that room appeals to me, but I think it's been decorated by a girl. It probably has. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to decorate my room. I would let what's back here. Yeah. No, a bowling pins. It's masculine. Where and actually that's. Pins? Oh, no, they're they're painted bowling pins. And that's that, true. That, that's like that reclaimed art. <laughs> that green chair at the corner. The green the, chair looks very femme. All right. Yeah. Fine. Well, I'll get a and new half the books are pink and orange. All right. Well, sorry it upsets everyone. Make better books. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm angry. It's girly. I don't like it either. No, I, I like it too much. I think I'm a bit of a cross-dresser. <laughs> uh, uh, man, I am interested looking at this like list of top actors. There is no fucking way that Warwick Davis is seven. There's just no... No. 
It was no. listed as dubious on the thing. What have you been in, little man? Was he? Uh, oh, let's look. Oh, that's. Oh, his Wikipedia page isn't super helpful. No, it's not. Oh, he's, it even says he's like, uh, my hips are dislocated. Ooh. Very painful knees. Oh, that, that's got to be super rough. Not only are like you short, but your body just like falls apart. Being a dwarf yeah. is such a, such a difficult life to lead. Think about that. That's, Wait, who are we talking about? Is Warwick, War, Davis? Warwick Davis? Yeah, he's mm -hmm. he's a uh, he. Do you know in Harry Potter that little guy that teaches one of the oh, classes? Oh, Professor Flitch or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Flitch. I know that. Something like that. He teaches um like he was the one that was teaching it. Uh, yeah, he teaches uh, ghouls. Flitwick or something like. Can like you show that, that picture, like Hotload? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember the character now. I remember him like teaching Ron uh, uh, when Guardium Leviosa. The, uh, the levitation spell. Is that it? I thought the guy who died who always talked like this was the one who taught him like the death spell. I also... Is that not Oh, right? oh. Um, the one um, with the black hair who spoke slowly. Oh, oh, you're talking about Professor Snape. Yes. Um, yeah, I, he was one of my... I liked him. He and then the guy who lives in the woods doing his own thing. Hagrid. Hagrid. Those were the Hagrid. two top characters. Yeah. Um, Harry wasn't bad. Yeah, Radcliffe was great. Yeah, he's a great actor. Like, I was like, have you noticed that like Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe both starred in enormous fantasy series in, around the same time, the biggest blockbusters like almost yeah. of that decade. And now, if you want to find fucking uh, Elijah Wood or Daniel Radcliffe, you have to watch the most weird, out there indie movies, and it's great. You know why? Like, it's I, cool that they're like. I'm just doing this now. Like I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. I got Lord of the Rings money. I got Harry Potter money. Yeah. Th does this script seem cool? No, then I'm not doing it. What this one? It's huh. gonna have a, a six hundred thousand dollar budget. Okay, this seems dope though. I'm doing it. Yeah, I think that they, that's intentional. I think that those guys, um, they're like they're actual actors. Like they're not like like some people aren't like real actors. They're just kind of like celebrities. And, and but then mm -hmm. there's actors. And I think both of those guys are actors. And uh, they ha they have plenty of money. They're they're like set. Yeah. And uh, and they really want to like work on the like weird projects that speak to them. And uh, while almost none of them appeal to me, so I don't watch them, uh, I do appreciate it. But, that yeah, one guy, um, you got to play Snape is Alan Rickman, one of my favorite uh, actors ever. Like he's the bad guy in Die Hard, and like he elevates Die Hard above like a dumb popcorn action movie, like and and makes it like I don't know one of the best action movies ever. It's great. So Warwick Davis has been in all eight Harry Potter movies, and they almost average a billion dollars. And he's been in four Star Wars movies. Oh, so that's shit. why you know it's not like he's carrying any of those films, but that's why mm -hmm. his numbers are so high. Who does he play? Yoda. I don't no, know. Yoda's actually. all CGI, man. Oh yeah, Woodbin. I don't know who Woodbin is. The original Yoda was a no. That wasn't a guy. That was a puppet, right? That was a puppet. Yeah. He played Wicket. Woodbin is he a different person in every fucking Star Wars? You Anytime see they got a little critter that they need a guy in a suit for, I think. Oh, he was the Ewok, right? <laughs> no, I'm serious. They, they did use a little. I'm looking at the Ewok. role. He played yeah. Wicket Weasel. Boom. He played Wolven and uh, Wald. He is a different character every Star Wars. I didn't. I don't know who these people are. I don't I recognize either. the Ewok, and yeah, I don't and, know the other two. And he was also in. Um, uh, the Han Solo movie. Well, good for him, man. That little guy. 
rich as can be. I bet he wants to just end it all on a daily basis. No, I bet he's got a super comfortable life other than like health problems associated with and like getting into chairs and stuff. Dude, you you can afford little chairs. You keep putting it all like money's the only like, dude. Money doesn't fix his problems. One of us has to be ha- glass half full here, you know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. You, I was like, don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd hang myself with a, with a really, really long rope. <laughs> you hang yourself off like the refrigerator door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go full David Carradine with it. Just, just tie it to the doorknob and just. That like, poor Whoa. guy, David Carradine. Now the only thing he will ever be remembered for is the autoerotic asphyxiation thing. Yeah. Um, also, um, I watch um, Red Letter Media, RLM, one of my favorite YouTube channels. Um, uh, God, I would love to go on their show someday. Uh, they uh, they did a thing recently where they were making fun of this. Uh, it's called I think it's called Wheel of the Worst. It's it's one of these things where they like shit on the worst movies ever made, mm-hmm. and they like they watch them and then they review them and they show lots of clips from them. And uh, it's not always movies. Sometimes it's just videos. And and the thing they shit on recently was this promo like infomercial that David Carradine is in right before he died or like right before kill bill, like right around that time. So it looks, he looks like kill bill, Dave, Dave Carradine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like the, the, the product looks like you took a piece of garden hose about yay long. That's got a little bend in it. And then you just like do this with it as an exercise. You just like flip it around. And like, even in like the, the promo, like David Carradine, like drop it every now and then. And he just goes, <laughs> what do you want me to do it's stupid and he's just like (laughs) but they're like they're like yeah yeah you're just free to i used to do i used to do weights and i used to do uh you know like cardio and stuff but it's so rigid it really locks you into like one movement one position whereas this piece of nonsense oh i can just flow I can flow and they're just How is like, this a workout? He's just kind of going like this with it. Like he's ca- like conducting or casting a spell. It's not a workout. It's no. not. Why would you a workout you if, you're like, if you're like 85 years old plus, this is the workout for you, right? It's probably mobile, mo- good for joint mobilization, like getting a little blood pumping, but not, not like giving you a heart attack. Like those guys can't jog. Like, He's just get, he's just staying active. He's moving around, getting you moving. He's but doing like, the workout in his backyard in jeans. Yeah. Do you notice the dog walks away at one point out of shame? <laughs> they just can't like. But who was selling this piece of shit? And they're like, David Carradine. That, that's that's kind of like they did a deep dive on this, and like technically, no one was selling it. So they 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 their guess, their best guess about the genesis of that whole video is that it's some sort of money laundering scheme where they're like, yeah, we spent half a million dollars on this promotional video and the product just sank. So, you know, that's where all the money went. Um, Wait, you spent half a million dollars on this? Yes, we did. Because like they never, you know how like promos are. It's the shake weight, the shake weight, the shake weight, the shake weight. Like brand recognition is so, it's important. You have Tybo, 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 Tybo. Like they're hammering the name of the product home every second. Mm -hmm. They never mention the name of this product in the whole of the video, which leads me to believe they never built a product. This was never on the air. This is more like the video that you get with the product to teach you to use it. It's just nonsense. But yeah, poor David Carradine, um, best known, I probably for younger audiences, like people listening for, as Bill from Kill Bill. But for me, I grew up watching Kung Fu. 
So it was like, mm-hmm. I loved Kung Fu. I'm like, I'm like, what's his name from uh, um, Office Space? Or when Jennifer Anderson's like, I love Kung Fu. I, when I remember the first time I watched, I was like, me too. <laughs> like maybe me and Jennifer Aniston would get along because like, I really did love Kung Fu as a kid. I watched Kung Fu, the legend continues like later on. Um, I was into that shit, but, uh, but poor David Carradine, he had, he's often on best of the worst because in his later career, like, like, like mid of his career, like, like maybe like eighties and nineties, um, he was an alcoholic, like a severe alcoholic and he drank on set. So you can oh. tell he's visibly drunk in the movies and he's slurring his words. Sometimes he's in these like low budget movies and it's obvious. He's like, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go. Like he's drunk. He's drunk in the movie and he's not supposed to be drunk in the movie. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. like, he's driving. He's driving <laughs> in the movie. And he's drunk. Where do you want to go? Yeah. Can we talk about the McAfee suicide note? Hotload suggested it and I'm trying, I have finding it interesting. All right, so Hotlo, can you scroll down and show this to people? The picture of the suicide note. It hasn't been officially transcribed, and I find it really difficult to read, but I will do my best. I'm waiting for him to show it. Yeah, I haven't heard about a suicide note at all from him. So they found this suicide note in his pocket, and his wife says it's not real. But yeah, this is the note. You can see why it's so hard to read. It seems to say something close to, I am a phantom parasite. In the present moment, I used it to attain my own ends instead of fully living it. I want to control my future, which does not exist throughout knowledge, which mere ashes of memory. I've read it a couple of times. That's the best I can do. Yeah, that's that's about as what I was guessing. So was she saying like that's not his handwriting? She says it looks like someone who was trying to imitate his handwriting and that her last conversation with him included, I'll call you tonight. And um, she thinks that this suicide note is part of the cover up, even though it does resemble his handwriting. If uh, if I'm following that right. Just so you guys know, my suicide note, you'll be able to tell the, the writing will be very feminine. and uh and i'll uh i'll i'll put the same clue at the end that um houdini left for his wife when he died so we have at least two guests who've killed themselves so far at least two i was thinking allegedly with john mcafee we don't know there's no way to know at least two that are dead yeah yeah, I was I've seen about that today when um because I, I spoke to that guy who like owned the whole chain of motorcycle stores and uh I, at one point he was like so, so what on some kind of a show you like you said something about this and, I, and I, <laughs> I, in my head I was like yeah we do this if he if he'd asked me what it was about I was like you know we have guests on like you know John McAfee before he killed himself and uh, Nate from Sixty Days In before he killed himself and, uh, <laughs> and Boogie before he like had that aggravated assault charge with a handgun and and like go down the line of like all of our guests <laughs> and the awful things they've done after the show and and Chris Hansen before he got into all that legal trouble <laughs> yeah yeah he's on my he's on my on my watch list <laughs> we'll see he's not. Not just oh, who died of cancer that was on the show? Oh, oh, shit. Total Biscuit. I felt disrespectful almost saying it like that, but he's dead. That's I three. I have this thing with like guests that we've had where like I don't remember them after <laughs> um, after like the episode is over. Like, after like, 11 p.m. I don't, I don't know who Total <laughs> Biscuit is. 
Total Biscuit I, was a YouTuber. He did game reviews. He was really popular. And I remember, um, I remember the day he came on the show. This was cool to me. He was like, to say tail between his legs puts it in, in, in too a negative a light. But the internet hated him that day. I forget. He said something that they didn't like. And uh, it was like, hey, guys, like, like we were going to hate him, too. And it's like, oh, no. No, we don't give a fuck that the world is mad at you. That's not our concern. Welcome to the show. We like you just fine. And I thought it was a good show. But yeah, he was in some sort of internet hot water the night he came on. And, and uh, we didn't care. But, um, yeah. but yeah, he I think he had brain cancer. I'm not positive oh. about it being brain cancer, but I think so. And Is that um, a bad one to have? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not one no, of the good uh, ones. Liver cancer. You it was hear, liver. You don't hear. I just went to his wiki. Stomach cancer. Yeah. You never oh, hear about cancer. liver cancer very much, or maybe I'm just wrong. Stomach cancer is the worst to have, in my opinion. Like, if I had to pick a cancer, stomach cancer would be on the bottom of the list. Pancreatic. Um, I knew a guy who had stomach cancer. He was. Um, he came into the dealership once, and he was buying a car, and uh, he had to take occasional breaks to deal with the pain. Jesus, that sounds. I don't want anything that messes with my bowels. And stomach might, but like. Uh, I don't know if I have to get a colostomy bag as part of the process like that has a big impact on my um, happiness. You need to strap it to the back of the bike. It'd be good. Oh, no. Just let let it just leave the hose like <laughs> oh, in the wind. On like, my let, trip. Nobody on my trip, I was following an RV and I'm like, I'm getting wet. I'm getting oh, no. what liquid is coming out of a oh, fucking no. RV down the highway. You asshole. You asshole. You are draining your RV. And, and it was probably the gray water. People don't know anything about RVs. They have gray water and what they call dark water or black water. The black water is the poop. The gray water might be like the, your dishwater or something, like from the sink, uh, from the bottom of your shower. But whatever. It, you don't I'm want on a motorcycle, and he's dumping some sort of old stuff. Yeah, Just, you don't want that. That's super gross. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty gross. I, gross. I choose to believe it was his dishwater. Yeah, let's hope but, so. Or maybe condensation from an air conditioning unit. Let's just pretend it's that. Yeah, we're going to dream. We're going to yeah. dream that his air conditioning had so much condensation that it got me wet following him at 80 miles an hour. That's so gross. Yeah. I don't yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, we were on guests. So I'm trying to think of who's the list of people that have died. There's there's Total Biscuit. Um, Nate from 60 Days In. Nate from 60 Days In. Obviously, John McAfee, who we just talked about. Um, was there anyone else who died? Hopefully not. There's a couple that uh, aren't long this world. Yeah. I know who you're thinking of. I don't want to say it out loud. Who are you thinking of? Who are you thinking of, Kyle? You know. Dude, with there's people, a couple that are coming up. People that live unhealthy lifestyles, you know, you know. Sure, sure. Him and uh and another one too. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. not the one you're thinking of. We don't have the same one. Did you guys? Did you guys see the Blade video? Oh God, it's got to be him you're thinking of, right? I, th I thought oh, he you was. Yeah, you I thought weren't he was... even thinking of Blade. All right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see the Blade video. How's he doing now? I assume he's turned it around. He was sober when he was on the show. Yeah. No. <laughs> we talked about the video last week. Remember, like, like the one where he's dropping the n bombs and telling his chick to go oh. get him some Kit Kats because they're scrumdiddlyumptious. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like another... he had a stroke. We talked. I couldn't watch it though 
I, was mm -hmm. I producing the show or something? It, there was like this, don't play it. You were going to play it for your like microphone. And he's dropping oh, an N-bomb. Right. Like, he's calling his girlfriend the N-word. Like, like, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not talking about Renegger. Like, like he's calling her the real, the real one, the bad yeah, one. And, and, uh, like, like, and she's just like, don't call me that. He's like, you do it. You N word. <laughs> like, <laughs> you go get me some Kit Kats. Cause they're scrum diddly options. <laughs> well, and don't you take my fucking Cadillac. <laughs> it's similar. He and fingered his girl this week. Well, I didn't see any, any video of a, an alleged fingering or a blowy, but I did see, them both using the n-word a lot again seemingly they just it's a pastime of theirs and then like <laughs> and then she was like like being like you want me to blow you they're both just absolutely he is just beyond gone and like she clearly she like goes down below the camera where i could see on the little clip and she's like trying to suck his dick and he's sitting there like not with it at all and she's like you gotta you gotta spread your legs you gotta spread your legs so i can <laughs> suck your dick and then she's uh, no, you I don't. Guess, I guess it wasn't going to get hard for her. Surprised. You're sitting on your dick again. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that's... Uh, I started to second rough. guess myself. It's like, no, I know how to receive a blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing about where your penis is. Your legs can be together. They can be apart. It's, it's incredibly yeah. versatile. <laughs> we talk about how rough Blade's life is. Not as yeah. rough as... It's the lady who's sucking Blade's dick on a live. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 there's levels, you know. You, you ever hear that? There's levels to this shit. Well, yeah. there's levels to this shit, and <laughs> that's when I heard the the first video described where he was calling her a uh, N word. I thought, I wonder if she's falling out of love. And then, as I hear the second video described, aren't they just the greatest couple? That's yeah. a pet name. They share. Yeah, that's what that really is. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, little N. <laughs> just, Show me catch you, Aunt Jemima looking whore. <laughs> Everyone around him is like, yeah, we're at, <laughs> we're at Walmart. <laughs> oh. stop. I'd be okay at Walmart. Dude, he like uh it's like sad to watch. Like he's like he's dying. And it's like only accelerating. Yeah, but he's dying very slowly. I I would say it's got to be quick by now, I would imagine. He's only he's he's a year older than you. Yeah, one year. Yeah, and like you, if you were in his health situation, you wouldn't be like ah, deteriorating slowly. Oh, there'd be alarm bells fucking ringing. Yeah, yeah, but 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 still, like like he's got another good twenty five years. We're so tough. The human body's so resilient. Like. You see these people all the time who have spent decades abusing drugs and alcohol and living the worst kinds of lifestyles and get rid of that. <laughs> and, and then they'll, and, and, oh no, don't do that. Um, oh no. And, uh, and, uh, and you know, they, they tough it out. The human body's so goddamn resilient. Like you can just take it. You can just take it. It's good. It, it has so many systems that are meant to process poison. That's what your liver and kidneys. So what you're are saying is, if he were to stop, switch to chicken and broccoli, he'd be fine. If but he I were to stop and get on a healthy diet and drop the alcohol and walk, you know, ten thousand steps a day for a year, he would look like a completely different human being. Now that's true, but like, if he doesn't stop the the abuse, like I feel like a lot of these progressive diseases, like it'll be kind of slow down for a while, and then there's a precipice of like. Yeah, your liver's dead. Well, your, I don't think he has a disease. Dead. Like, like he doesn't yet have any disease particular other than alcoholism, if you count that. Yeah. But that's where but the I, um when he was rotting with that toe thing, and, mm. and the doctor was like, "You're gonna lose you." I can just take it now. The doctor said, 
gangrene. Okay. I, I was like, you're on the edge of a permanent thing. If they take your toe off, they won't ever put it back on. Like yeah. that's, that's it. If you lose your foot, it's gone for good. So much of what he has <laughs> only just used like... blade legs. <laughs> <laughs> We've made that joke before. Fuck! Uh, oh, well, that's why it seemed familiar. Not damn. So much of what he has is just a stop doing it away from, from disappearing, you know, like, like, like obesity or something like, yeah, just fix your diet. And then that actually disappears. And it's like, you weren't used to be fat anymore, mm -hmm. but uh, he's on the edge of something permanent, I guess. Yeah, I would imagine so. Like Ooh. maybe Kyle's right. You never know if it's a like what extent the damage is, but like just like you know when you see someone like where their arms like there's no musculature there, and yet yeah. the 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 tub in the front is like so distended. It's like literally what this is a deep cut, but in O and A, it's exactly what Lady Di looked like before she lost her mind and forgot who she was with wet. Brain. Yeah, yeah, you know it's. It, it affects different people differently as well. Some True. people just have a genetic uh, predisposition to um, to the point where like they can just take it. Like like Ozzy Osbourne, they've they've tested his uh, genome or whatever, and they found that like holy shit, this guy's actually genetically uh, resistant to like the damage caused by like narcotics and and alcohol abuse. I mean, he's still mm -hmm. fucked up, but he should be dead. Is, yeah. is the whole thing. And uh, some people are the on the opposite of the spectrum. Like my grandfather died at 35 years old of cirrhosis of the liver. How much um, was he drinking? Do you know? My well, see, he he was a bootlegger, so he made his own alcohol, and uh, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that they used to filter that, um, not filter it, but um, distill it, distill it using yeah. old radiators which had lead in them, and so like that probably contributed to it to some extent. Um, that is and, young uh, as can be for cirrhosis. So that yeah, must be my age. My, my grandfather died at my age uh, of cirrhosis of the liver, which meant he must have had it for some time. Right. It's not like, oh, I've got it and I'm dead. It's yeah. Like, and it's not like one day he was like, oh, and he keeled over. It was like it must have been like at least a couple years leading up of every time he drank or did drug. Right. Maybe not drugs. He just was in like agony. And just forged ahead. I guess, you know, I don't, I don't know a ton about like how he died in like the, the like final days of him. He's a piece of shit. So nobody gives a fuck. Was he a, a true asshole? Yeah. Abusive alcoholic, um, philanderer. Yeah. So just did he yeah. is, uh, I'm assuming it's your dad's dad, but dad's uh, dad, dad, did, although mom's dad was just as bad. Did, uh, did it turn your dad off of that behavior where he was just like, no, I, I will never be like it. That. Um, no, he, um, he'll drink, uh, like socially. Um, but, uh, I think it made him a much better parent. Um, my, my mm -hmm. dad's always been like very loving, like, like, um, we don't like part ways without telling each other we love each other. Um, you know, you don't hang up the phone without telling each other you love each other. Like, like we've mm -hmm. always been like, we've always hugged and like been super close. And like, if we have some big fight or something like, you know, we'll, we'll sort it out in a day, you know, or, or like real quickly, um, no matter what, um, so, yeah, I think it made him a better parent to like have had it. I think sometimes it goes the opposite way. You know, people who are mm -hmm. abused sometimes end up being abusers. For sure. But in my dad's situation, he had this just piece of shit, abusive, alcoholic father. And he was just like, that ain't going to be me. That's not going to be me. I'm going to be the best dad I can be. And he really was. I, I love my dad a ton. He's just a great, great father. He always has been. See, he uh, took the one generation. He broke the cycle there. Like, I don't you probably don't know. What it, was your grandpa's dad? Like probably abuse of your great grandpa. Not even don't know. know anything about them. Yeah, isn't that weird that like 
for most people, once you're past grandparent, it's like you never existed. It's like you're not in the photo. If you are in the photo, like when I go to my grandparents' house, like there'll be pictures of my grandparents' grandparents with like those fucking like daguerreotypes for like they used like silver eye. Like it's like <laughs> them just standing by wagons in like rural like 1899 or something. And it's like, I, I always just like, it's like every one of those people had a life and like they don't even know all the downstems of everything they're doing and how it's going to create families and go. And like it really, it just, echoes throughout history and you just don't you don't think about it you know and like what did they do that impacted their kid which impacted my grandpa which impacted my you know it i don't know maybe maybe people don't think about that no but, i think about that for sure i wish i knew more about like obviously i've done like the ancestry.com thing or, mm -hmm. that shows like my genetic stuff and and where my people came from in the globe but i don't know anything about their personalities or their lifestyles or their uh their 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 you know was this guy a cowboy or like you know, was he a blacksmith or was he like the town drunk? You know, like, 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 was he like, was he an outlaw or was he like a hardworking guy or did he never, did he, was he the town mayor? You know, like, like, you don't know. And I wish I did. It'd be It'll be cool. way different, like in 60 years when it'll be like, I wonder what my grandpa was like. Let me pull up his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be like, <laughs> oh, he was awful <laughs> it was, it was terrible these these are real in 2070 these are very offensive jokes grandpa <laughs> Baylor was a racist who would have known burn his pictures burn his pictures burn, burn his pictures delete him from history yeah that's scary Anyway, before we jump to the next thing, <laughs> we're going to hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors this episode of pka is brought to you by lucy Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that come in three flavors. Wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Cinnamon is the best one of those three. Uh, Lucy has also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in the cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually tastes great. It's convenient and discreet. Their products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug the vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. So this is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Painkiller already listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code PKA to get 20% off all your products in your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code PKA at checkout. Also, we have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. So head on over to lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code PKA for 20% off all products in your first order, including the gum or lozenges. And if you're getting the gum, go cinnamon. Go cinnamon. Yep. Maybe sure. you're a, maybe you're a wintergreen man, but I don't know. I th I think the cinnamon is far and away the best. Yeah, I use it a lot. Um, whenever I'm somewhere where I, especially where if it's like somewhere where it's douchey to vape, which is like I don't know everywhere where there are everywhere people. Yeah. Um, and uh, if I'm somewhere where you can or whatever, like I'll definitely like take the lozenges. Um, I like the lozenges more than uh, gum personally. I, they just last a really long time. Um, they do. I like the gum more. I feel like I'm doing something. Mm, that's true. Working those jaw muscles. Yeah. Can't let a mattress be on you. How many pieces do you eat at a time? Eight, um, ten. <laughs> Just one box. Just one. Just one. But uh, this episode is well, also brought to you by... Sure, it's one after you start chewing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Also brought to you by Smart Mouth. Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath. That humid, awful smell keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Now just think about all the times you were the gross, smelly one and the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't think of any examples. That's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with trash mouth, not even realize you're grossing everybody out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent it from coming back all day. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath and once before bed to prevent morning breath. Just two uses a day, and you'll never have bad breath, guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. Go to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find Smart Mouth products in the oral health aisle at Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that is smartmouth.com slash PKA for that free coupon. So check out those links below. Buy yourself some some Lucy and some Smart Mouth. Makes us look good. And you'll have great breath and, uh, and some very tasty gum. So there you go. Check them out. All right, I got to stop looking at this actor's list. I just... (laughs) (laughs) Distracting you? (laughs) Distracting me. Sorry, go ahead. What were you saying? I'm readjusting to normal life back home. Everything seems so trivial. I don't know. Like, I had spent a month where every day I woke up and I was, like, hundreds of miles and eight hours behind schedule. Like, that's how Mm -hmm. my morning started. I have to pack pack everything I have. Get it on the motorcycle, which was a kind of a task. And then, you know, there's the mission that day of like hundreds of miles off road to get somewhere else, to get to a place to sleep and, and solve it. And we're just like driving through heaven, you know, tops of mountains, passes, etc. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes hell. And and even that is is a, is a different kind of fun. All right, I'll stop. What and, time? And- <laughs> I don't want to get sucked into this. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, I still um, don't know the different types of fun. I'm not dude, like, real quick, before you go on, Woody, last night on my stream, some guy kept trying to explain type three fun and other people joined in. And I was like, the next person to explain type three fun is going to be <laughs> timed out for 60,000 seconds. <laughs> so, sorry, buddy. I haven't been like tying into what the community is. I think they're hating on me, but I think it's fun that they are. Anyway, so, um, uh, and like today was a fine day, right? I woke up, I had breakfast, I hung out with Jackie. Then I worked on my motorcycle. I replaced my front tire. I'm not very good at it. I'm, I'm inexperienced. So it took a long time. And um, then I hit the gym, watch Walking Dead with Colin. It's a good day, right? This is like a Woody day. But like, I don't know. There weren't any like physical risks. There weren't any big challenges. There weren't any like new experiences, like no lifelong memories, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm like hungering for it again. I'm already like, well, maybe by September, by September. The, family, the family will have recharged to some extent. Because if it's not like September, then, you know, now we're we're getting cold. Mm hmm. And you would and only do like two weeks maybe this time. That right? was the thought. I found a nine-day trip. And I'm like, all right, a day on either side, maybe two days to get home because it starts close and maybe two days to get home. And I'm like, all right, so that's 12 days. They can go 12 days without me, right? Because if, like I said, if it's not September, then we're talking about like April. And that seems I like... Think I, I think I'm going to enjoy riding as it cools off more. 
Like, like mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh yeah, it's summertime. It's time to ride. In my head, it's like, I always have preferred the cold more because you can always put more on, but there's a point where you can't take more off yeah. without going to jail. And especially <laughs> on a bike, right? Because there's a minimum requirement for gear that I have. Like, like I'm never going to wear less gear than I currently own. I may wear more gear than what I have, but I'll never wear less gear than I currently have. And right now, I mean, it wasn't smoking hot yesterday. It was probably 80 or something like that. It was hot. It was hot. And I didn't ride far. I was dripping. When I move, I'm pretty comfortable, like even in, in a lot of gear. But, uh, you know, just the length of a red light, you're smoking in there. I saw an accessory today. It, um, it goes on your wrist and it's mm-hmm. like a vent that keeps your sleeve mm-hmm. open and like sucks the air in and like poofs you up. Oh, that's nice. Are you going to get uh, it? No, because it looks like, I don't know, like, like in firearms and paintball and airsoft, like things that I'm like competent at, there are certain pieces of gear that when you see someone having them, it's like, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like maybe like wrist cuff vents for a, for a biker are one of those pieces of gear. Um, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. It's just, uh, nobody's even going to notice though. Maybe not, maybe not, and and they'll have plenty else to make fun of as I'm like, like <laughs> one of my jackets around. it unzips like here, like there's one on each side of your chest. Oh yeah, and, so you can and it, your nipples, and it does that. Like the wind comes in and the whole thing inflates, kind of. It, yeah. it you kind of have to like adjust your body position to make it happen, but you can. And then suddenly, yeah. you're wearing like. I've never worn one of those inflatable dinosaur suits, but it's how I imagine that to be, you know, yeah. just with it puffed out all around you. I have worn one of those. They're fun. Hmm. Yeah, you got a little electric fan in there, a little, little battery power deal, keep you poofed up. I don't know. It, it was just so goddamn hot. So I'm actually looking forward to like the fall and like riding then. And especially like when we go to Colorado, I'm like, I'm almost positive. I am positive. I'm not riding that bike to Colorado. Um, okay. But, oh my God, but when was- I. Because like, like for like like even if I was like incredibly competent, I just feel like that's a long fucking way. I think um, the top speed on your bike is 135 miles an hour. It should rival the plane. It it uh, well the plane goes 400. Um, so so not quite. But you but, gotta like you know go through security. Yeah, and the plane doesn't have go. You know, it just flies in a straight fucking line. Um, in the air. Uh, right. but okay. When we get to Colorado, we've already like researched. A bit and you can rent motorcycles they're not cheap like but i saw like um a bike that i actually have a lot of interest in which is the ducati scrambler maybe 790 or 800 something like that it's like a not uh, sure. anyway um it's it's got that cool like double exhaust that's coming right by, by under your leg and coming it looks nice um the only reason that i wasn't like more drawn to it is i don't care for the seat it's kind of a cafe racer looking deal um like like that flat long thing and I just don't like the profile of that. I don't like how it looks. Maybe it's like the most comfortable way to sit. I don't know. But um, I'm going to rent one of those. They're $80 a day. And, There's one uh, called maybe the Desert Sled. Like it's a variation. Sled. I okay. at that too. Um, that, the styling on that one appeals to me the most of the Scramblers. Me too. But I like the BMW. Is it 9RT? Is that? Do I have that right? It's something close to that. I'll, I'll get you a link. I got it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Motard. Like, love the look, hate the name. <laughs> it's got those gold, those forks like my bike does. Those like bronze, goldish uh, forks. No, that's a that's a nice bike. That's a really nice bike. Yeah, uh, I, I saw like um, 
I guess online I saw it and thought it was okay. And then I saw one in person and, oh man, it really appealed to me a lot in person. I was like, this is an amazing looking bike. And the, oh, wow. the cylinders go out sideways. I don't know. If, I think they call it a boxer. I, I, they definitely call it a boxer. I think that's what they mean when the two cylinders are literally like horizontal and they stick out to the sides. Mm. And of course, it's a chick bike. God damn it. If I could just like a fucking masculine thing wow, one it looks, time. It you like, you like masculine her on? Hey, hang on. Don't, I was enjoying that picture. That was a hot ass chick on the bike. <laughs> I well, like, like masculine she was, you know, she was fucking the bike. That was an underappreciated line. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a really, yeah. She, she looks like she belongs on that bike. She does. <laughs> that bike is built for her. Zach Ooh. using the cursor to go around her ass. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure we can see. <laughs> this is the part right here where it fits. <laughs> this, is the, this is what Kyle's talking about. <laughs> very well around the crotch. You can't region. tell in this picture, but the seat has a spike in the middle. Oh, God. Got, she's never coming <laughs> off. Just got a dildo right there. Like 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 with the, the Ass Blaster 4000 that Mac had on as <laughs> like an exercise bike. Park. Um. But yeah, anyway, that bike I like a lot. I, I started to like every bike. I keep saying this, but I, I see a bike and I'm like, ooh, this is what I would do with that bike. This is how I'd have fun with this one. It can be I a mean, dirt bike, a track bike, a gold wing. Look up that Ducati Monster. I think it's an 800. That appealed to me so much. That looks so cool. Um, is that and the then really there was, expensive one? Um, I found a used one for eight grand and uh, from the a thing- private seller. But then Woody was t- mentioned like um, you know reliability, and that turned me off. And it's also probably not the bike for me. It's too much bike. It's it's uh, it's not a good fit for me at all. It just looks cool, right? Maybe second bike Kyle goes to that one. Maybe twenty twenty two Kyle enjoys the Ducati Monster. The second know? bike is almost certainly the FTR. Like like if, okay, if, if I get competent on this bike to the point where I'm just like not afraid at all going go you know maxing this bike out through curves laying it over like like just taking like little turns and interstate and uh interstate highway fucking can you do the one with the white background zach sorry kyle if i if i get to that point then it's like this is the The bike because i'm going to want more power i'm going to want like i'm going to be fine spending the that bike's probably close to twenty thousand dollars out the door for the good one um it's about a yeah i'm glad you didn't drop that one in your first 10 minutes no right i thought yeah. about that i was like i was like glad we didn't drop a twenty thousand dollar bike like like i mean we did drop a ten thousand dollar bike but i <laughs> 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 didn't drop a twenty thousand dollar bike you know um that bike is just so sexy to me everything about it i dig um if i get a second bike uh it's probably that one although there is the possibility that i like i find a good deal on a really cheap bike like if I found uh, somebody in the Discord last night was just had bought bought a Honda for like they traded a eight hundred dollar go kart for it, and it was it looked it's kind of down and out bike, but it's like shit for for five hundred dollars, which is probably probably what it would have been cash. Like I would absolutely buy that bike right now just to like throw it in the garage with the other one and like ride this one one day and ride that one one day, just a different kind of experience. So it wouldn't sit on you to have like twenty dollars a month insurance? I guess it shouldn't. It's not that much. No, yeah, no, I wouldn't idea. mind that. And like, I don't even may, maybe get a discount for the second one. Progressive's cool. They've nope. always got some sort of a no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have your insurance to? Like, I, I'm not saying it would matter, but I'm just curious. Um, so I think it's through USAA. Now USAA, when I go to them, they're like, "Oh, we don't insure bikes anymore. We kick it to Progressive." And I, I think it might be through Progressive, but somehow I feel like I'm through USAA. It's a little complicated. Yeah. 
I have progressive also. or something. I have progressive, yeah. Progressive's great. Um, I called my um my uh my insurance agent last week and she's like super sweet. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about doing something stupid. And she's like all giggly. She's like, What are you thinking about doing? Like, <laughs> about getting a motorcycle. He's like, Oh, you <laughs> you're that friendly with your insurance agent. You oh. just a, I, I mean, a I, nice I have the same experience. I do the same. I'm like, I bought a motorcycle, and they're like, Oh, did you? And I'm like, I know, but here we are, you know. Let, let yeah, <laughs> drop this VIN, add this one. And then I called her back yesterday and I'm like, Hey, Daphne, uh, remember that stupid thing I was talking about? I did it. <laughs> I crashed it. Do not tell talking... Daphne at Progressive about <laughs> I was talking to her and she's like, oh, you got a new bike? And I was like, well, you know, my friend was getting one and rules are rules. And she's like, I get it. You know, like it, I, I like the non-judgmental thing. A lot of people ask me why I got my new bike. Like I was supposed to justify why it was smart. And it's like, ah, uh, that's not a thing with motorcycles. No, no, this is not a tool. This is a toy. Like, yes. like there's no way, like, like, like almost everything, every other purchase that you and I make, whether it's small or large, this thing has purpose, you know, like, like it's justified somehow. And, and, and you sort of like, you, you justify things to yourself and to others. But, but like the way that I do it, it's like, you know, I could use this for this. I could use it for that. Hey, I've got a friend who might even need this someday and I'll be the guy to like loan it to him. I like having things that people can use if they need them. Whenever I buy something like that, um, this has no utilitarian use. This has no, I suppose I could say that like if there were um, some sort of like an apocalypse scenario and I needed to get out of Atlanta, zip right out with this motorcycle. I could, I could split lanes. I mean, I'd be hitting cars as I went, but who cares? I'm not stopping. I'll be like, bing, not bing, my bing, side bing, view bing. mirror. I'm like, I'm, I, I take every rear view mirror off between here and Buford. Like, like they'd all be gone. But side fuck view, it. Probably. Oh yeah, side view. Yeah. Oh, if I'm taking rear view mirrors off, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going right down a little the wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like my um, I bought a functional trainer for the gym. Right. It was kind of a good one. I, I can't justify the price, but I like it. So, so what the hell? Now we have like four people coming over. I like to work out alone. That's my thing. Jackie never works out alone. She has like friends and stuff. It's it's, it's a half public gym at some point, and uh, I like it. I don't mind at all. And and I like that Jackie's been working out for a couple months now. Um, nice. I uh, I like that she's not alone. It's her preference. So. Yeah, justified. That's where I prefer alone as well. I feel like I I do whatever I want and it's on my own time, my own pace. I I mean, I'm like when my wife is down there working out with me, she's generally on the elliptical or the treadmill. So we don't really, and I never touch that side. (laughs) (laughs) The elliptical is lava. The elliptical is lava. (laughs) I'm like, "Ah, look at the cardio machines, (laughs) they burn. Uh, I just need to buck up and start doing the elliptical or the treadmill just like 15 minutes after a workout. But by the time oh, and I'll like, why? I'll go what into a, gains. I don't care. I I've got so many gains down here to get rid of <laughs> kitchen. You know, it's kitchen. Yeah. And it, oh, you split, it them. You split them up. You split them up. You want some time between you know, don't, don't do them one after the other. Yeah. And see, that's the way I always end up doing it is I'll be like, before, as I'm like lifting in the first half of the workout, I'm like, and I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to run right after this. And by the time I'm done, I'm like, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm absolutely, no. there's no chance I'm running. No. You're going to do cardio. You do it as soon as you wake up. Don't eat. Do your cardio. 
then you're going to be extra hungry. You're going to eat, starting your day great. You're, you're going to feel good. You're going to feel energized because you got that cardio out of the way. And then that, at night, you're going to sleep better. Like you get that cardio done like first thing in the morning as soon as you wake up. It's, you piss and then do cardio. That's what I should do then. No, thank should you. Should do. But no, <laughs> That's great. That's great. no, thank you. I, 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 I probably should do car, but to me, like uh, any, any fat I've lost, it's been mostly about finding food substitutes mm-hmm. that, you know, don't hurt my lifestyle. If that makes any sense, yeah. you know, my, I, I don't like protein mix in water. That's not my thing. So I would put it in milk. Well, now I'm at like almond milk and that is an acceptable thing. I'm totally fine with that. I don't feel like I'm giving much up. I used to put sugar in my coffee. Now I put stevia in there. I'm totally fine with that. I've mm-hmm. been able to cut calories here and there hundreds a day without really like going to suffer mode. Yeah. Yep. And that's the goal. It is all diet. Like it's, I mean, really, here's here's my plan. I'll, I'll start cardio as soon as that prosciutto leg is done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean. Once you get into the habit of doing it, you just do it. It's not so bad. Oh, I know it wouldn't be because, like, I I'm in the habit of lifting. Like, I it's like almost a foregone conclusion. That's like, well, you you don't want to do this right now. If I'm not in the mood, you're gonna do it. You're gonna go in the basement and you're gonna get it done. If but Kyle's hour- not the same. Like, I I feel like I'm watching Legolas explain to Gimli. You know, running's no big deal. Ah, it, <laughs> Hang on, okay. what do I have to be Gimli? Well, it's genetics. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta talk to your dad about that. <laughs> no, the, the best one is like now everybody in the stream will be like, hey, you, you look like an even fatter Phil Margera. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that one hurts because it's close. <laughs> yeah, that's I saw that's your, the way they, um, yeah. someone told me last night when we were playing poker, they're like, Taylor's sub goal right now is to come inside of his wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said, uh, my, I said, I'll come, my wife, and make a kid if I if I hit my sub goal. What is so how, so, how far are you so from like, your sub goal? Oh, I'll keep moving it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait. What is your sub goal? It seems like all oh, it's, it's just only to... like a thousand right now because I I took so much much time off. I didn't stream for almost five oh, weeks. Okay, how many subs do you have? Like six forty, and it set at a thousand. But I started Great. the stream so at like three hundred sixty times five, incalculable. But some dude with a little more than fifteen hundred bucks could make you have a baby. He could, but I don't think that that's this is a legal contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, you have stay to stay for this kind of dishonesty. <laughs> I thought um, bust inside and have a kid. I guess. So I, I watch Landmark <laughs> every day. Uh, I don't hmm. play Tarkov, but I love watching him play Tarkov. Like I watch hours of him every day. And uh, his he started a sub goal recently. He's already got like twenty seven thousand subs or something Jesus, like that. Good for him. But um, his oh, his wow. his sub goal is every twenty four hundred subscribers he gets, every twenty four hundred, that's a twenty four hour stream that will happen. Um, and so what happened was he set the goal and then he hit it and he's like, all right, the twenty four hour stream is tomorrow. I'm going to sleep tonight after a fourteen hour stream. When I wake up. I'll start streaming again tomorrow at like he starts around 3 p.m. or something. And then that's 24 hours. But he's doing the sub goal again during the 24 hour stream. So he hits it again. So every day he's getting like two to three thousand subscribers. So it keeps rolling over. So like he's going to be doing every other day 24 hour streams until he gives up. Sustainable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for him, rough. though, he he's has done it. 419 hours a month before. 
Yeah, dude, I, I have a lot of hours watching him. And there's a command I forget, like watch time or something. And they'll be like, Woody, you've watched this man for two months. And after I do it, I just start getting fucking alpha in his stream. Like, I have four months of watch time. I have six months of watch. And it's not when I started. This is how many hours I have watching yeah. him, man. And, and other people, like, it is outrageous. I love it. I love his streams. He's so fucking good at the game. You know, the, the shit just wiped. And he was going, he was running full meta gear and had like tons of money four days in it. They made like it that. harder. I mean, you're watching. They so made it you so know, much harder. Yeah. For people that don't know, I used to be able to hit like, you know, flea market anyway. I'd hit it the first day every wipe and, um, and I'd hit meta gear like, I don't know, 10 days in or something. They made it way harder and he's still doing it first day. It's, yeah, he's, he's so fucking good. He just destroys people. The only time he has a hard time is when he runs into cheaters. And uh, and um, other other than that, he's just almost always just shitting on anyone and everyone. It's so fun to watch. Who, who watch else is on Pestily his level? stream? I watch Pestily stream, and I'm like, I'm confused. There's two cameras going on here. What's happening? And I start asking for help, and they're like, oh, no, this is just an old stream. Uh Pestley's sleeping. That's him on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> there. So, like, this is a good job if you can get it. Bastilli has been streaming. I don't know Bastilli. the exact number, um, but he's been streaming continuously for about two weeks. Wait. Like, continuously. Really? Yeah. I don't know if this is a hard thing to do, but I just popped over to Landmark's stream and he was fucking around on a roof, like clearly sound whoring. I, I have it muted. And he dropped off the roof onto someone else's squatting head and then he just <laughs> aimed down and killed the guy. And apparently this is rare because the chat is fucking loving it. Oh, yeah. And there's a Brazilian guy in here. That. It's fun. You can tell it's all around the world because the Brazilian guy just went ja, 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 ja. <laughs> the way they say hi, hi right? Oh, it's you know, great it's like because that. like like before he like shits on somebody like that, he'll he'll be like dun 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 and he'll just like run and jump off a roof, like spraying at them as he falls. It's great. It's a game where one bullet can kill you. And I get baffled by the good players. Like there was a guy, um oh it was Pestily, I think. He got the he killed the new boss in factory, and then or maybe it was deadly. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he killed the new boss in factory. And then he's like, oh, he has a cool face mask. Let's get shot in the face. So he pops out there. Good shot in the chest. Ah, darn it. You shot me in the wrong spot. Heels. He's doing this repeatedly. And then like he's standing next to the scab, getting shot in the face, not dying. And I'm just baffled by why these people don't pose any risk to him. Mm -hmm. The new mask is level five. Um, it might be it's six, a, but only the it, front. It actually is. Yeah, I think it might be. Six. It's really, yeah. really good. Um, from the front. And, uh, from the front. It doesn't cover the back at all. It's and, a welder's uh, mask for people. And, and all those scabs have like bullshit ammo. Like they can't, they can't pop through. <sighs> but I guess you're right. It just sometimes the scabs seem to, you know, shotgun me from 200 yards away and I die. And, and meanwhile, he's six inches away getting shot and not seeing any risk and it's yeah like, huh, the I get one shotted just every time i see these streams when you guys bring it up i'll, I'll pull one up just the inventory screen alone stresses me out because you get it it you looks like it there's up. so much and then he'll scroll down like three pages of options it's like this is this is you outrageous. should like like uh playing a game like cod on a uh, keyboard and mouse is really straightforward it's yeah simple playing that game there's so many extra commands you're doing so much extra 
that is things that aren't options in other games. Um, like there's lean, right? You lean left, lean right around a corner. But there's like a couple different kinds of lean. There's like mm -hmm. a slow ease out lean that's incremental, and then there's like a pop lean. And those are different controls. Um, mm -hmm. There's a there you can your your walking speed is incremental, so you can walk at like eight different speeds. Your uh, the the amount you crouch. There's not just upright and crouch. There's like eight different levels. Like you can like click 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 click. Like, like there's and those so levels impact how fast you go and how loud you are while you're going. I, there are so many keyboard commands. I have absurd weeks of playtime in this game, and I still ask the chat for help. Like, chat, what's the one where you check if you're auto or not, but you do it silently? Is it B? <laughs> it might be Alt B. Yeah, I'm, I think or I may have B. changed mine to just B. Um, uh, I, I, I simplified a lot of them, and some of them I just threw out. Like, like I don't, I only need one lean. Like, like I, I just do pop lean. Um, but like I put the pop lean on my mouse and, uh, anything that requires control, take it off control. Cause I don't reach control very, very well. Uh, anything that uses alt, um, I'm, I, 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 I'm great with, and I add like T G H and B to a lot of things because of the way I hold my hand is different than everybody else. Oh. I do home row. So it opens up some extra options for me and closes some doors, uh, also at the same time. Uh, and I use caps lock a lot, but yeah, there's, there's a command for like pulling back the bolt of your gun and checking what kind of ammo you're, you're currently using. Cause sometimes you'll pick up an enemy's weapon and you don't know what he's shooting. Maybe he's shooting nine, nine, five, which is like this super penetrating five, five, six round, or maybe he's shooting eight, five, five, which might as well be a BB gun against an armored opponent. You know, you need to know. So you like check, look in the bottom right of the corner of your screen. All right, get the good stuff. We can go. It'll, uh, in COD, it's like, oh, yeah, you got 27 bullets left in this magazine. In this game, it's like about half. You got about half. Play like, yeah, it doesn't tell there's you. There's no way to know. <laughs> in real life, you couldn't know. You could just kind of look at the mag if it's got a window and it'd be like, that's about half. <laughs> like, you can't count. Yeah. I, there are ways to display your gun and animations that I don't know. Like, Anton gets a cool gun or sees a new gun in the game, and he's always doing, like, animations I didn't know could be done. And I, I don't know how to Yeah, do like the inspect thing. I don't remember the command. Well, there's inspect, but there's more. Like Anton's fucking clearing the round out of the chamber and catching it in his hand. And I'm like, I don't remember that command. How either. do you do that? I don't know how you do that. I used to know that command. I don't anymore. Um, yeah, there's lots of shit like that. It's a it's a crazy, crazy in-depth game that, that requires mm -hmm. firearms knowledge and um, a, a lot of other stuff. I mean, just building a weapon is difficult unless you, if, if you do it on your own, you know, figuring out what the meta is. Uh, it's been an interesting wipe, though. I'm, I'm enjoying watching it. I I, uh, I like all the changes they made, except for the weapon malfunction. That's just another one of those things that's like, I'm like, do I want to play Tarkov? <clears throat> no. I know I'm going to get a fucking weapon jam. Like, like I, I'm finally going to get behind some armored up guy and like, like he's got a lot of loot. I'm going to go to like pop him and I'm going to weapon jam. and He's going to turn around and destroy me. Like, like weapon jams are so dumb. I, I was watching Pastilli in a gunfight. His weapon jams. He runs in some evading way, clears the jam, re-engages, and wins. Yeah. And I'm like, why are gunfights not dangerous to him? Gunfights are incredibly dangerous to everybody else. And, but to him, it's like, oh, I just have to manage this, and it baffles <clears throat> me. The new, uh, the new mutant rifle looks really fun. It, uh, it looks like it just makes all, pretty much every AK obsolete. Uh, so that, that's a neat addition to the game. I've heard it's the meta. I haven't played this wipe. I couldn't say. M4 and uh, Yeah. Okay. 
Um, HK's going out. HK's ergo's fucked. Uh, but M4, M4 still has that mm. bullet velocity and rate of fire. But the mutant shooting those BP rounds is just good all around, like really good ergo, um, really, really good, really manageable recoil. And the only drawback is obviously the sort of medium rate of fire. Mm. But yeah, it's been fun to watch. Um, and it's always fun to watch um, Landmark because he just, just shits on people. And it's fun to watch that because I can't. He's just so yeah. much better than me. I invited Pestily on PKA, but he was sleeping at the time, so I don't think it worked. Oh yeah, you're not gonna be able to get, like, like he's, <laughs> says he's on a 50 day subathon. Yeah, yeah, that was. I think I said in the as I wrote it that like I understand it just wiped right now, and and this is the time for a Tarkov yeah. streamer to work. So yeah, sure. well we'll get him when it's cooled off a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sometime he's when he's not making like a thousand dollars an hour, and we're asking yeah. for him to come on. <laughs> he's got some he's, great facial hair right now. Yeah, he shaved his head, grew the beard out. He's uh he's giving PCs away, um, raising money for a charity, I think, as well. And then um, at the same time, like he's he he streams himself sleeping, like he is continuously streaming for weeks. Um, I, I Landmark giving twenty grand to uh, Saint Jude at the end of the month, I think. Well, that's cool. I don't want to emulate it, but I admire the work ethic of the Twitch streamer, like the. Dude, like the YouTube work ethic was big, especially if if you really wanted to back in the day. But um, the Twitch work ethic is really on display. Like you can tell the hours that someone's working because they're live, and to see these guys go twenty four hours, um, to see guys like Landmark who have earned so much and they're still grinding, like that. I don't know. I just like it. He knows the strike while the iron is hot. He, I don't want to say anything negative but landmark likely won't be the biggest guy on twitch seven years from now it'll be mm -hmm. somebody else and he made uh, a, uh, but hopefully he doesn't have to work at all seven years from now you know it makes different noises or different effects depending on the amount that's donated um he made a new one um for 69 dollars and 69 cents the other night where <laughs> it plays it plays the voice line from the game where someone just goes ah! <laughs> like a war cry and uh and uh so like he's like he's like he just mentioned it the other day they're like because like a character in the game did the war cry and he's like yeah we actually made that a, a sub sound or a, a donation sound for 69 dollars and 69 cents and like five people in a row did it. <laughs> <laughs> and like i hear him all the time now like he's constantly getting 70 dollars donations just yeah. to like because he'll be like sneaking and it'll be like you can hear like crickets chirping and all of a sudden ah! <laughs> fuck fuck that scared the shit out of me <laughs> that's all he has to say right yeah. like it He's he's smart. Landmark people don't watch his stream. He's a, you can tell he's a smart guy, and uh, you know he might very well be working the crowd when he's like, "Ooh, that one hurt my soul." Yeah, I'm sure it did, Landmark. I, I'm, I'm sure you'll lose sleep at night because of that. Mm -hmm. He knows how to run a stream. He knows yep. how to run a stream. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to watch. Um, wish the best for both those guys. They're they're great dudes. Yes. Yeah. That. How do they, does anyone do well on Twitch that's not a great dude? Like, is there a, a villain that everyone watches? I don't know. I don't really watch any streamers on Twitch. Yeah, I, don't, I, I only watch, uh, I really only watch Landmark. I watch a little bit of Deadly Slob, like if Landmark's not mm -hmm. on. I, I like him. Uh, he reminds me so much of Eric, you know, a rack veteran, 888. And uh, I think they look a lot alike. Uh, he reminds me a lot of him. But uh, I like his streams. He seems like a really nice guy. Good old Canadian boy. Were you on the PKA that had Slush Puppy? Or were yeah. you maybe... Okay. I like his stream too. Yeah, he was fun to talk to. Yeah. 
He's a he's Tarkov, right? Yes, mm-hmm. mostly. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I like Tarkov. It might be the best game ever, in my opinion. But it is I. I, don't know, I want to get on my high horse and be like, video games are bad for you. Like, but they obviously are, right? Like, yeah. like so if I'm in a moment here where I'm able to like get into whatever fitness or something, then I should ride that as long as I can. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is bad for you. Um, and uh, I think the two best games are also the two games that are worst for you. And, and they're Rust and mm-hmm. Tarkov, in that order for me personally, because I got such a, a love for Rust. But... They're not. They're not healthy games. Like you have. To they're also have to unhealthy in that order. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you have to just donate so much fucking time to those games. Um, and it's in Rust. It's like your whole week is gone. Like, like I wouldn't play with someone who wasn't going to put in at least eight hour days. Like, there's no way I can play with you if you're not willing to put in eight hour days. Like, you got to be a fucking madman. Like, like maybe we'll put the work in all day and you'll come in and now we'll go like kill people. And you're just so good that you're just carrying us all. Like that's one thing, but that's rare. Um, you've got to put some work in if you're going to play with us. Cause everybody else is, it's such a grind, such a grind. And it's a monotonous grind too. You know, you're hitting trees and hitting rocks and getting into bow and arrow but fights. And some of the patrons that you're closest to those relationships are formed in rust. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Vavity still plays a ton of Rust. I see him on there uh, all the time. I guess whenever he's not doing uh, his other things, and uh, and um, yeah, there's several guys in there. Dirty loves Rust. Um, he mentioned it the other night. He's like, "Man, I've been watching a lot of Rust videos, Kyle. I think maybe we need to play some Rust." And I'm like, "Dude, you know we shouldn't play Rust. That's not good, <laughs> That's not good for us. Like, we you've already got your Baccarat uh, addiction and your poker Did, addiction. How do you play Baccarat? Um." I don't know like exactly how how the scoring works, but it's uh it seems like uh it's a little bit like blackjack in that like each pl- but each player is getting dealt like a total of three cards, and then you're betting on whether the player the dealer are going to win or whether there's going to be a tie between them, and the cards are scored in in various ways. I didn't watch enough to like know how the the, the scoring works, like how the value of each card, but uh, I think that's essentially the deal. But at blackjack the, there are decisions that you make along the way would you like to hit I, would you like to stay and you look at what the dealer has and what you have and you try it so it is both chance and skill correct Baccarat appears to be betting on coin flips i believe that that is the case and uh and may and i'm not sure about this but i think maybe why they're drawn so much to baccarat is that you can turn a little money into a lot of money really quickly on a hot streak it's a little bit like roulette in that way i think because mm-hmm. I saw them the other night turn like $25 into $3,000. Like, like just because betting on betting for the dealer and the player to tie is like nine to one. So like sometimes they'll throw a hundred dollars on that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when it hits, there's just like fucking ringing the sales bell, fucking horns going off. Like everybody's jacked. So dirty was playing and Dean was like co-making decisions with him, but not playing or betting his own money. They were just, but it was some sort of partnership. They made like $400 in four minutes and just, they were so happy. They asked me what, they're like, what do you make good financial decisions? Should I play blackjack or baccarat? Like I am, (laughs) (laughs) what this is, I don't know. And I I was like baccarat because I don't know how to play and it looks more fun to watch. And they're like, Woody, that was a great call. (laughs) 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 Like I had anything to do with that. But 
Yeah, it's been uh, Madhouse in there, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Kyle was like, um, you know, the, the bickering's at an all-time high. You guys should check it out. It's fun. I'm like, well, let's go hang out with the patrons. Yeah, they, yes, they were um, they were having quite a uh, uh, thing last night. They, they were getting a little out of hand. A little brouhaha. It, yeah, now, man. Kyle tells me I misread the situation. It seemed like fun arguing when I was there. I had to duck out. I was watching Walking Dead with Kyle. It got worse. It got worse. Like, like you know, I think when you're there, like, like it's like daddy's here. Like, like maybe we'll straighten <laughs> up a little bit. Um, but uh, it, it got a little more ridiculous um, later into the night to the point where somebody got kicked from the Discord and uh, people were calling each other slurs. And, uh, and <laughs> well, that, like, that's new. Like, <laughs> someone, whoa. Like, like some, and then like every now and then someone who's a little bit newer to the Discord will like have a strong opinion. And by a strong opinion, I mean, they'll start attacking someone viciously. And then like, Two or three people will be like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? I'll slap you with my dick. You piece of <laughs> shit. And I'm, I have to like, guys, guys, slow down. Hang on. Hang be on. nice. Jesus. Let's all just love each other. Let's, let's all just, we, we've all got so much in common here. Like, like these <laughs> little, these little disagreements, like we can all just kind of, let's, yeah. you know, if you, why don't you guys go to a private chat and work this out without, and you need to exactly. take egos out of play. Like, Shut the fuck up, Kyle, and mind your own business. It's <laughs> <laughs> only game. Bitch. Why you have to be mad? Yeah. That's kind of what I try to like inject. I'm like, come on, it's just a game boys. Like, like no need to be mad about this. I don't think you meant what you said to Dave and Dave, you don't even know Mark's children. So like, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I get rowdy in there and it's fun. Some of it is tongue in cheek. And then you know how dudes are like, it'll start tongue in cheek. And then like somebody will step a little over the line. So the other guy steps way over the line and now we're actually mad at each other. And so that happens a good bit. <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's fun um, to get in there in the, in those chats. Like, like every night there's a chat with 10 to 20 people in it and they're either oh, yeah. like playing poker or like live streaming something. They'll watching videos together or movies together um, they just put in like a, a car and motorcycle uh, tab in there. So everybody's sharing their bikes and their cars and stuff and talking about them. Um, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I really I wish I dialed well. in more from it. So many nights I had bad internet, but like, it was like, check out this hotel. It's from 1834. And I'm like walking around with the little laptop webcam and shit. Uh, yeah. 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 It's fun. Like, like one of the guys is a trucker. So he's like, He's like live streaming from his fucking truck, you know, like, like, like he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's driving somewhere in the middle of America, like doing his thing. That's a good time. Yeah. They're crazy. All right. Quick question, boys. What you got? Should two consenting adults be allowed to duel each other without legal consequences? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What, what kind of like uh old timey, they, you know, they have pistol sabers. It's your choice. But they have to use the weapons of the era. It has to be like flintlock. <laughs> no, the deal is, if I challenge Taylor, Taylor gets to pick pick the weapons we use. Okay, uh, our own heads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I would never challenge Taylor to a duel. Get out of hand. Yeah, they'd get very quickly out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair thing. Kyle, we're doing a motorcycle collision derby. 
I'll say you're going to ruin your motorcycles and break your legs. There's no way to win a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find an area where I might have a, the edge. A, a demolition derby <laughs> with motorcycles. It's just like six dead people. <laughs> <laughs> Getting run over. Speed that, bumps. You mentioned challenging people to duels. Yeah. I don't know. Like We're going to Colorado on this trip. Hmm. There's like at least two fights planned. Like, 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 wait, like, wait, are they real or is it tongue-in-cheek silliness like oh, we're throwing down we're throwing down like, are, you, like, are you fighting like, someone challenged you oh D dirty challenges me on a daily basis dirty's I, five foot one. I, I know i know and, and, and they're half Batman. taylor show some respect have you ever and, seen him stand up out of his chair you can see the phone books <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i don't think dirty dirty's like i'll slap the shit out of you kyle and i'm like i've, I've told you plenty of times dirty like whenever you're ready to do it don't even let me know. Just go ahead and start <laughs> attacking me. But then every just 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 just, just ambush me. Like like whenever in Colorado, go for it. It'll be it'll be a great time. It'll be a great time. I mean, he's already met you in real life and seen yeah. that you're a much larger individual than him. So yes, he, I respect he, he that he's doubling he's down. Um, I think that he is kidding. But um, Scum has challenged Chiz to a boxing match and. I may be wrong about this, but I believe Chiz has accepted. Does Scum? Um, they're does, friends. Does he do right? boxing they, they, or no? They are frenemies. Um, they, oh, uh, it's a yeah. little complex, huh? Yeah, it's a little complex. Like mean I, I, think they, I think they rub each other the wrong way on a regular basis, um, um, and uh, they've known each other for a very long time. But they often, like I said, they, they they rub each other the wrong way, and one of them doesn't like something the else says, and vice versa, and uh, and I. I wouldn't be surprised if those th those two do throw down with the boxing gloves. Well, Chiz, Chiz is a tall guy, so he's going to have like, the he's going to have the reach advantage, big time. Like, like six foot four, I think Chiz may have been doing a lot of fitness this year, uh, and uh, and Scum on the other hand, I probably get this wrong, but I would estimate Scum's height to be a little under five ten. Like maybe he's five nine, maybe he's somewhere in there. And uh, and and in quite good shape, you know. He's got. He's abs. really fit. He's super fit. Yeah, he's but got. Does abs. he does he's he know uh, how to fight or box or is this just? I mean, it's not like he's like golden gloves or anything, but I think that he's like done it a little bit before. There's one guy in there, like like you know, he's like, I'll box any of y'all. Let's go. I'm like, did you box? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Plus, I'm six five, two hundred and ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I want no part of you, sir. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> no, I'll thank you. And magic. You have an eighty inch reach, so uh, <laughs> you just stay the fuck away from me, Lurch. Yeah, I will take you in a verbal battle and. Dirty is my champion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the, there, is, there's uh, a couple of big boys in there. There's um, and he's not the biggest of them. The dude who's six five, like two ten or whatever. There's one guy in there. I showed you guys a video of him doing um, um, dips. Yeah, at like, and he's like, I don't want to get it wrong, but above six five, somewhere between six five and like six eight, and like three hundred and something pounds. Like he's just like a tank of a man who plays like who played football. And doing fucking dips at that weight, like you got to be so goddamn strong. Yeah, well, nobody's gonna challenge him. Nobody's gonna challenge the actual boxer. Well, maybe the actual boxer will challenge him. <laughs> that could be. Mm -hmm. the, that could oh, be well, those people aren't going on the trip anyway. We've got a we got a little yeah. tight knit group that's coming. You didn't on the mention trip. enough. The the two that I thought was the hottest rivalry of the moment. Am I not oh? supposed to bring it up? Oh, Dean, Dean and Scum. Yeah, well, Dean's not going on the trip, you know. So. Um, oh, that takes money to go on the trip. 
<laughs> Sorry, Dean. I'm just fucking with you. Not very nice. So, our our, our this is the the nature of the, the culture in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, everybody's so brutal. Woody throws some shade, and Kyle's like, "Oh, <laughs> 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 oh good gracious!" I mean, man. I mean, you're heading close to home. Like, like, like when somebody calls me a faggot, like vapors. <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, they'll, they'll be like, "I'll slap him in the face with my dick." He's not actually gonna slap the guy in the face with his dick. But when you like bring up that like maybe Dean couldn't afford the trip, like I, I don't. He's twenty. Sure, twenty twenty one, something like that. I think he. I think I heard he's twenty. So he's just getting started in life. Of course he's broke. I, Fish, I is 21. Tr- Fish is 21. Not only is he going on the trip, he's handing me an envelope of cash. <laughs> like, 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 every, like he doesn't have a PayPal um, because, you know, he's a dreamer and all that stuff. Um, so he's just like, yo, Kat, Kyle, can I, can I just give you cash? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to want cash out there because you, you use cash at dispensaries. So like, yeah, it's fine with me. Just hand me a fat envelope of cash. Well, Dean, when I was 20, I couldn't afford orange juice. So, don't feel bad. Oh, you guys, the, you guys are on the exact same curve. Then we yeah. are also <laughs> not for orange juice. So wait, is is Chiz and Scum? Is there any money on it? I feel like every fight has oh, to do I with would like bet. betting money and I'm shit. Gonna pay, I'm gonna play some bets on that one. Who would you bet on that? I, I would need to see a recent photo of Chiz. If he's if he's been fooling us and he's lost a ton of weight or something, then that's then that would be lying by omission. To not reveal think, that before uh, the bets were placed. With all the shirtless pictures in that thing, you'd think that Chiz would show his new physique if he had. It's all you two. It's, <laughs> it's just you two posting half nude photos in there every other day. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's just me and your guys. I can yeah. wait on you guys to up here. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Woody's abs and chest. I haven't seen a waist down picture of anyone in the in the chat yet. That's not true. I show my legs too. I'll send a yeah, photo of my dented ass. <laughs> you're, you're cutting a lot out. I, I, I want full frontal. Or, or I, there's no comparisons to be I'm made. glad Taylor gave away that I'm not the only one who's ever sent a picture. Yeah. They, they, I, I feel oh, like yeah, all these stories it. have been uh, like Woody sending pictures to these poor guys <laughs> who, who wish he would stop and not the truth, which is, you know, we all show our strong, our strengths. Oh, yeah. I will. Like the photos from Kyle, I'll look and I'm like, those pants are barely perched. Like it's, <laughs> you can see the dick root. Oh yeah. Oh, my dick root is my strongest uh, uh, feature. Uh, I've I'm, never I'm, seen I'm, such a vascular dick root. I can't about will send root. a picture of his bicep with a tape measure wrapped around it. I did. I hit 18 inches. It was, mm-hmm. It's good. It's a good number. And then it's like, what was Arnold at? Uh, 23. And then yeah. it's like, I can't even imagine five more inches of like. He was on steroids, Taylor. But I'm saying the size of that guy walking by, I'd be like, Jesus, like, like just mind blowing. How I, I wonder, uh, I, Brian Shaw, the strong man, was doing his uh, forearms. His forearms are 18 and a half inches around, and his arm is like almost 30. God damn. And he's like 6'8 wow. and just a titan. Although man. it's fair, it's it with Arnold, you, you are dealing with a six foot one man with a bodybuilder's fat level, right? Yeah. So like none of that is like it's all muscle and skin. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Whereas like on a much smaller man, is Arnold only six one? I, I pictured him as taller. He's no taller than six two. Um, there's been okay. some like, you know, is he, was he really six two? you know, right. but did the whole Trump thing. I'm the tallest president in history. 
And it's like, I mean, everybody agrees that's Lincoln. <laughs> isn't, ever, isn't that well understood? Wasn't Lincoln like, so. like six? Yeah. I think Lincoln was a real tall guy, especially for his time, right? Like people were smaller back then. He must have, he's like a seven footer back then. Oh, Zach yeah. yeah Arnold was six one, yeah. Everybody's all malnutrition. Uh, got malnutrition. Like, we even had a that, short president in like fucking forever. Once like cameras got big. Yeah. You know, like it, it just, you look like the leader when you're, you know, nose and higher sticks above everybody else. You look like the leader when you're a dude. Like it, it, there's a, you know, central casting aspect. And not that all of them hit it exactly. Like Obama and Trump certainly don't hit central casting when you think mm -hmm. of presidential. But, uh, you know, it it just helps. It helps. I, I think one of the reasons Jeb Bush lost is he looked like the dude that got picked on in high school. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> dude, those clips of him getting bullied by Trump mm -hmm. are so far, what did Trump say? He's like, every single time I get closer to the middle, I can hardly see you over there now. My God, yeah. what, what are you pulling at? One percent? Ah, embarrassing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he's calling them low energy all the time. And like that low energy thing will stick with him for the rest of his life. I, I, I imagine like, that his Christmas <laughs> gifts are, are addressed that way. <laughs> like a pack of nine volt batteries or something. Like, just like if there's time. a box and it says too low energy, everyone hands it to Jeb Bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Just such a stupid juvenile insult. And it's like. Everybody, it's but on the nose here, yeah, it's it on, was the nose. on the nose, though. He like, was low really? energy, he was like, Yeah, Mr. Mr. Slow, Mr. Lackadaisic, like Sleepy Ben Carson, like a sleepy doctor. Okay, yeah, that that one fit too. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, he really looked exhausted all the time. <laughs> yeah, at first, his branding seemed amazing, but it got pretty redundant later. What was yeah. uh, what were some other good? Did he ever say like fat Chris Christie or no? They were friends. I thought friends. they had like a falling out and I would like, imagine well, that eventually. Falling. Yeah. But the, he was on his transition team and stuff like during the debates, they were kind of uh, on the same side, man. That, uh, if little I were Marco, Christy, I little Marco's good because like, even on the stage, it was like, mm. like, <laughs> like he, he wasn't just short. Like he, he also was slight, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah, he just seemed smaller. You know who yeah. might like is incredibly who do you think the ugliest politician is that we have right now? A the successful ugliest. one? Yeah, like like top of Nancy you, Pelosi is hard to look at. Yeah, she but is, she's so old. I almost grade her in a curve. Yeah, I want to say like you can like Diane Feinstein is older than God and she looks horrific. And so like that's almost not fair. So like just a genuinely ugly one, I would almost lean Ted Cruz. Like he's a he had a moment where he lost a little helped. weight and grew the beard and he just looked a lot better. Like when he first grew the beard, he was crushing. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It gave him like the, the uh, jaw depth, like the fake jaw definition. I'm trying to think of an actual ugly politician. I'm Googling this. Ugliest politicians in modern history. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I'd like to be on that list. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> rep, <laughs> rep state, God damn it. Dude, the, the feature <laughs> picture of this is Sonny Bono. Oh, Ooh, my God. Eleanor Roosevelt is awful. She's an absolute dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boris Yeltsin. Okay. She ran our country. Oh, oh Boris Yeltsin. That's a good one. Because uh, he had that, that called a wine nose and the wines. Oh. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln is on this list. How he was dare a, you? He was not a good looking man. 
Richard Nixon was on this list. Now, I think younger Richard Nixon wasn't so bad looking. He's got that like road rash pockmarking, though. It's it's not a good oh, look. Oh, does he? And, and I look, I don't know why everybody loves Lincoln so much. Like like Lincoln should have could have a, a better pre, a good president would have negotiated and freed the slaves. He lost nearly six hundred thousand Americans in the process. Like I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, and that was a really high percentage at the time because did, we didn't have three hundred and fifty million people. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that's probably what we're at now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great that slavery ended. It's wonderful that slavery ended. But did did six hundred thousand people have to die for it? If these five hundred fifty thousand casualties of war, like like I don't even yeah. think that tells the story of like I don't know people who may have like been like uh collateral damage or maybe died because of food shortages or something they're mostly southerners though right the dead ones so fuck them no i think the north lost more no I... both sides took egregious losses in the civil war it was i make up my own facts in these arguments uh, it's, it's very close <laughs> I, I think maybe the south lost like three hundred thousand, and then uh, or the, the the north lost like 300 and maybe the south lost a quarter million something like that god damn it it's nobody Nobody is making lists of the ugliest politicians. <laughs> I know. It's really a struggle. If you click a Google image search on ugly politician, uh, shit, Newt Gingrich comes up. I don't recognize this chick. Uh, Trump comes up a bunch of times. Wow. The, this uh, guy's good looking. Is he the Canadian dude? Yeah, Trudeau. He's definitely not ugly. He's good looking. If you click on the article, they're not calling him ugly. Trump isn't handsome, but he doesn't jump out as me. Like I'm as but like particularly ugly. He is fat. Trump though. is in his mid seventies though, or late seventies maybe. Um, and prime Trump was just definitely not ugly. No, I think he's a handsome man. I think I think Trump, uh, young Trump, is a fairly handsome man, and and even more so because like of who he is and all he has. The mayor of Chicago looks rough. I remember that one. I saw a photo of her and I was like, oh my goodness, she looks ill. Who else? Do attractive politicians. Oh my God. These are like, they're clickbaiting me into real articles with, with news in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Oh, in an ugly special election. Shut the fuck up. I don't care about an ugly special election. Ugly politicians, exclamation point. So they know, so Google knows I'm serious about this. This could get ah damn it. Mm. Who's uh yeah you know, Ted Cruz? He's not that bad, I guess anymore. It's Maybe. just I think it's weird. Politicians, I think in general, are they're just not outliers. It's hard to think of a really hot one, and it's oh. hard to think of a super ugly one. Oh, what do you got? You got some Gabbard. Tulsa Gabbard, like like she can get it all day, every day, and like twice on Sundays, like like just super. Fucking, <laughs> super look hot, her man. up. I, I I I could be wrong. I'm all about that. Like she's got that uh, her uh, surfer butt that they always fixate on in the in the pictures. She's got that fat surfer ass. She's just got a real cute face. Um, she's very intelligent, which is a turn on. Um, uh, just all about that. I would love to be the first man. This is of a white. If you do a Google image search on Tulsi Gabbard ass, you don't see it. What kind of bullshit is that? Lori Lightfoot always looks so scared i'm on my way <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bing that booty you're gonna get all sorts of stuff you oh well some of these are clearly doctored she didn't do any porn <laughs> no no that's real that's real that's out. see Lori lightfoot she always looks just like so surprised 
I think the only photo was the one at the top. Close your mouth, Andrea. Oh, is that Lori Lightfoot, that black chick there, who always looks like she's homeless? She always looks like someone just gave her the most shocking news of her life. I've Every seen I've seen seventy year old men with better hairlines than that bitch. Yeah, that hairline is. Oh, rough. and the style the style does not help either because it's only like he looks like an extra from the white. All right, all right. <laughs> that is the same style that we have, Taylor. I don't know why you're ripping on her hair. <laughs> She's like, on the, I can just see her being like, on the streets of Baltimore, you got to be hot. Like, like she looks like she's fucking like a street ruffian from that from from the wire. Like, like she she looks so nasty. I don't Tulsa know how Gabbard like, is good looking. Yeah, I, I I was going to like push back and be like, she's only good looking in the context of a politician. But no, it, it if this was a lineup of soccer moms she'd be near the top oh she's the queen of soccer moms although i don't know i like those like soccer moms that have clearly had a little work done and they're like they're, they're like mega karens they're like blonde with big fake tits and stuff like that and they and they, and they still like hit the hit the fucking uh, bike every day does tulsi gabbard have pockmarks husband already replaced on them. her face i think she does yeah she's she's she, you know just a little bit you know no oh the her. supreme court justice elena kagan that's that's not great. Here, let's, is she here, a thousand this. years old though? Not well. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, yeah, sixty-one. So that's old. That, I don't think that's too old. 61? No, I'm with you. Uh, and and look, I can. Uh, Zach, can you show her? Yeah, I I'm looking at her picture and I'm saying, no, she was not hot fifteen years ago. No, she was no. never hot. She wasn't hot at nineteen. You're gonna look like. Like you're not gonna look nearly that old in 13 years. Not even in the <laughs> same ballpark of of aging. So, but I I bet you stress eat a lot when you're on the Supreme Court. Is she on? I'm yeah, she's on the Supreme Court. On? Okay. Yeah. That's something uh, I wonder about. Like those jobs, like being on the Supreme Court. How much work are you really doing? Is it like every day? It's like up at seven. I got to read about the law, or is it like when something gets thrown up to us, we'll make our decision? But other than that, you know, party in the USA. My understanding is that they are um, going over a lot of cases all the time, and it's only like the big ones that uh, that like get our attention. That but are they doing sense. it, or do they delegate all that work constantly? I think they, they have just... to do it because they're the one. They're the, like the decision makers. Yeah, but they all have like aides or uh, associates, clerks. clerks. That's the word. And so, yeah. yeah, I can totally see what you just said being reality, where it's like, oh, I'm so swamped. I'm gonna hire two extra clerks because I'm a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> yeah, because oh. clerks would give their fucking left nut to work for me. So yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do what Trump would do, which is like, all right, you take in all this, report back to me. If it's more than one page, fuck you. Get back at it. And there you have it. How much do they make? Oh, a Supreme Court clerk? No, Supreme Court justice. justice. The, an associate justice gets 208, and a chief justice only gets bumped up to 217, which doesn't seem fair. Not much of a raise. No, you sh they should double that up. The no, chief justice thing is so unfair. So if people don't know, you don't become a chief justice by like being the best justice. You don't get promoted to it. If the chief justice is the one that you're replacing you become chief justice. It's kind of a, every ninth justice is the chief <laughs> one, roughly. So you just so, luck out. Apparently yeah. they only do uh, 75 cases a year. That's a lot of cases. 
that's a lot of cases. That's that's more mm. than one a week. I could that, do it that, in one week. Yeah, I could do it badly. <laughs> I would I do, do it, it well. <laughs> I could do it badly. You in could a do day. 75 a week. <laughs> no, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Sir, you just legalized three-month-old abortions. Can we go back? Well, yeah, that's how this works. No. Well, the printer's out of ink. So, so we're forging ahead. Someone used all the blue ink again. <laughs> Yeah. No, I I think that seventy five a week is a a year is a lot, you know, because they're like major cases that they have to like weigh, and they usually have to write a uh, I don't remember what they call the thing they write, like their opinion. Their opinion, yeah, yeah. And uh, I have I no know, frame of reference for how much seventy five is to them. It's more than one a week. But do and, they get to all split it and then only come in for like? Yeah, split? there's a there's no, a majority can, opinion and a minority opinion, right? They don't all have to write opinions. Yeah, but they all have to like come to a decision, and it has to be an informed decision. Yeah, does I'm it have to be an informed decision? Because you these are lifetime so. appointments. You had one job, Bill. You had one job. Like, I mean, like, we yeah, just, I wasn't really we, we paying just, attention to that. We just one. sold Illinois. <laughs> yeah, we sold Illinois <laughs> to Syria. <laughs> we got to bomb um. Illinois now. <laughs> <laughs> this just in: Chicago has been leveled. Turns out it's ran by a madman. <laughs> the court so hears oral arguments likely. in cases from October through April. So that's six or seven six months. months. Yeah. From October through December, arguments are heard during the first two weeks of each month. From January through April, arguments are heard on the last two weeks of each month. Huh. I wonder what if that means that the weeks they're not hearing arguments, they're not doing anything. Probably not. Yeah. Or they, they might be vacationing or something. They might be writing their opinions. Yeah. Or their opinions. Right. I don't know. But. I mean, there was nothing that could make me bullshit my job more than getting an unassailable lifetime appointment. Like, you're you're just in, dude. What are they going to do? You're pretty in. Are they going to fire you? You can be impeached, but I don't think it's ever happened. I yeah, do the bare of. minimum. Like, write an opinion <laughs> and be like, I don't like it. <laughs> and that's it. Or I, I would love it like if one of them was like half-assed like that or just like, Oh. You know, I, I I'm annoyed that our time was even wasted on like that sort of thing. I, I'm annoyed that our time was even wasted on this subject matter. It's sweeps week, okay? <laughs> ABC has has a new show that I've been I've been trying to get into, and I missed the first three episodes. This has been almost a month on this nonsense. I, I get I don't even have a TiVo anymore. Do do people even have those? In, like like this is long drawn out minutia they're having to read out loud. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a great gig to have. For sure. But it seems like only the best and brightest get that gig. And the and the guys who have the least skeletons in their closet, if you you know subtract Kavanaugh. Um, I still side with Kavanaugh on that thing. He sold me um with his with his whole um I remember the hearing his like, thing. My he was, dad wrote this calendar with me. I thought his dad was dead. He's sitting behind him. The, the fuck? Uh, Why he's about doing? the calendar, not the. I mean, he was crying because of the nonsense that he was going through. I, I, I just, yeah, I, I side with him on that one, you know. And yeah, it didn't, uh, didn't seem very bolstered at the time. He sold me, and maybe he's, maybe he's just a great liar, but he sold me, and, uh, and I believed him uh, over her. She, 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 she was not as good at telling her truth, um, and he was just so good at telling what may have been a lie that that just he, he definitely came out the more believable of the two parties. Especially when, like, she just had such a foggy memory of what had even happened. Like, yeah, there's like nothing who, falsifiable. She didn't know who else was there, and she didn't know like 
she didn't she, well wh when was it i'm not really sure we did these parties like you know on saturday nights uh, you know sometime between july and september and it was like this big thing i don't know she just couldn't sell me i hear you and you might be right i don't know what i kind of don't like is that a lot of history that was written during that time was written by the winners you know like the the Republican dominated thing who wanted to put their conservative justice on there decided to investigate these things. And they put all these borders on what they could look at. They didn't even interview Blasey Ford, whatever the fucker name was. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was like a mock. Don't look into it, looking into it. They pretended to check out these accusations. <clears throat> didn't, didn't see what they didn't want to see and then put them on the court. He might be innocent, right? He, he, maybe everything he said is true, yeah. and everything she might have mixed him up with a different guy. I don't even know. It seems like a conveniently I, timed railroading. Really. But I do know that there was a railroading there. It was mm -hmm. the same thing with like Trump and the Russian shit, right? The House impeaches him. The Senate looks into it. They don't call a single witness. The Mueller report found him like not innocent and guilty of ten counts of obstruction. And the Senate says, nothing to see here. No witnesses. In a few hours, it's over. And it's like, Wait, all right. Prosecutors don't well, deem not, someone not innocent. They either charge someone or don't. They, He said something like, if I could have declared him innocent, I would have. But I, I can't see that. Like that, that's, that was in the thing. Barr, before he released the report, said, it says here that uh, he's found completely exonerated which is not what it said. Barr lied. But that became the story for six weeks before we got to actually see the Mueller report. The Senate lets him go. And now it's like history was written by these winners that say, see, the Russian thing was wrong all this time. Nothing actually happened. Whereas if the Senate was filled with Democrats, they'd be like, what is with these 10 counts of obstruction? Why aren't we interviewing Trump? Why aren't we like, you know, why don't we get this guy on the stand like we did Clinton? But the Republican just looked the other way, and now he's innocent. Man, we are striking while the iron is hot on these topics, boys. Yeah, okay, <laughs> this right, is the right, 20, right, 2017, right. 2018. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it like. It, so Let's anyway, talk about Obamacare. <laughs> so somehow Kavanaugh came up, and and you know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was innocent or guilty, but uh, but yeah, history was written by the winners. I guess it always is. It generally is. They just sort of railroaded their way to the answers they wanted to get. That's I suppose, I suppose, I see your side of it. Um, that really, the the biggest part was was his testimonial. Like, I be, I just believed that man, and I felt bad for him. I felt like she was not a sympathetic witness. Hmm. Like, like, like I could tell that I disliked her, and I thought I did like him. And even removing that from the equation, I was still like, he's he's believable. She's not. I had that feeling the whole time. And I look, if there had been a scrap of evidence, I'd be like, get this fucking rapist out of here. Being on the head of the court, he needs to be in a court. Like, like but I just never, I never sensed that. I didn't, I yeah, didn't I didn't, that. I didn't know what an appropriate punishment was and like what exactly he did. And you know, it was like in the height of the Me Too frenzy where like. That's true too. Yeah. So it was easy you know, to get something going of you so much as try to kiss a girl to see if she wants to kiss you. And it's like, what the fuck? You didn't get a contract. Like at the time it was like everything about like a guy girl relationship was freaking a land landmine. Landmine. Yeah. 
What what is the field? minefield? Minefield. Thank you. That's what I couldn't <laughs> come up with. <laughs> Everything about dating was a minefield, and you know, like I, I get that the most extreme version of events is him like forcing himself on her behind a locked door or something. That's never okay. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I, sometimes I, I, I'm sorry. I, I try to like soften it and think like, here's what the truth is. He says it's this. If you're in bed with a chick. You're both drinking and you try to kiss her and she says no. Well, that's like a shoot your shot. Like that 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 doesn't say rape to me if you stop, right? Obviously. Yeah. But like in the height of the me too, laying in bed wasn't implied go for a kiss. And I'm like, I don't know. I I kind of think it might be. Yeah. I and like I know neither of you date. Well, Woody every now and then. But, <laughs> but like, g girls are like, like you just get like two versions of what reality are. There's this version of reality that like you get from like social media that like mm -hmm. women are this way, and then but when you actually meet a real, I know not all of you have ever met a real woman, but <laughs> um, in, in real life, like none of that applies. But like, I kind of got so sensitive from the Me Too thing. I, I'll, I'll just be like, "Are you okay? Are we okay here?" Okay, she's like. No guy's ever even asked these things before. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay. Yeah. And the fact it? that you're inside me asking it is turning <laughs> yeah. me. I can feel myself drying with, oh, yeah. I, I wanted a man to just be masculine and take me and throw me around. Oh, are you okay? Well, you fucking ruined it, bitch. Damn it. Like, <laughs> like, Kyle, like, take me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I know a lot of women, and I don't know one who doesn't like to get the shit choked out of her, her hair pulled, get thrown around the fucking bed, and like 75% want you to spit in their face. Like, like, like that's what women are like. That's what women are like. Yeah, that's what like, women like, are like. We're boys. We know what women are <laughs> like. I swear to God. That's they like what it when you steal their like. credit card and buy dinner. <laughs> <laughs> See, you like this because I'm too strong for you to stop. Like, every, <laughs> I, like, like I, I don't know any women who don't like at least to get like the shit spanked out of them. Just like, like, not little like poop, but like, like, get, get a real fucking ass reddening like spanking. Like, oh, like wait, I held the door for Jackie once. She called me a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, someone's not getting blown this week. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll hit you. I promise. <laughs> do it now. I'm not gonna do it at fucking salsa fresco. <laughs> like, like women, like, like women don't actually want some kind of a dude who's just like a just real a, pussy who's just, just like kind oh, of I, a mealy mouth would you mind if i played with your tits did you say if salsa I, fresh is that a widely known place i if said wanted, salsa fresca because i was trying to guess oh. the place that you go to because i've never there's none here I was, <laughs> I was about to say that like if they wanted a man like that they would just get a woman but no like like lesbian couples like are hard fucking core like like they're they're also into like like somebody's getting slapped around or somebody's getting roughed up a little bit like like I don't know. I, that, and that's that, just part of the human condition. And when people are, and when the social media and the and the listicles on BuzzFeed are like, 10 things women hate, and it's written by an absolute ogre who's just trying to, you know, <laughs> misery loves company. She's just a crab in a bucket. Like, get back here, Samantha. You can't be happy if I can't be happy. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, that, that honestly is what it is. And don't get me wrong. There's absolutely fucking predators out there who are like fucking... You know, like they Weinstein guy, fucking like oh, yeah, degenerate predators who are who are now where they belong to be. Um, like Bill Cosby, you know, free on the streets. 
Mm-hmm. And and uh, but but I must be proven I, I, innocent. I think no, he was he was proven to be a great deal maker. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right to me. No, no, if he wasn't innocent, he wouldn't be on the streets. How funny would it yeah. be if like two <laughs> weeks before that happened, Trump was like, and I've been talking to my old friend Bill. I gave him a couple of tips on a deal. You know, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it there goes. Were, <laughs> it's like Trump responsible for freeing serial <laughs> We were uh, in my uh, in my motorcycle course, there was um by the second day, you know, the two Puerto Rican guys had quit and one of the black guys could, had quit. So it was, um, what was it? Three white guys and two black guys. And uh, and I usually get, get along much better with black people than I do white people for whatever reason. And like me and the two black guys are kind of palling around and, and we're, we're, in, we're inside like getting some air conditioning on a break. And uh, I started talking to him about OJ's Twitter. I was like, have y'all seen OJ's Twitter? He's like, they're like, OJ Simpson? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. OJ, they're like, he got a Twitter? I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. He's great. He's fucking hilarious on there. Like, like they're like, they're like, oh, I gotta check this shit out. They're pulling their phones. We're, we're looking at OJ's Twitter. We're all pounding around about it and everything. And I'm like, what do y'all think about all that shit? I was like, I'm pretty sure that like they railroaded him that second time around. I was like, they're secretly recording in the room. I don't think he should have gotten any trouble for that. They're like, yeah, for sure. I'm like, what about that shit back in '92? They're like, oh, that nigga did that shit. <laughs> 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 and the other one it's mm-hmm. <laughs> like an understood thing everybody knows he did it. <laughs> like 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 it's just like because I, I was wondering if they were gonna be like you know man the wheels of justice back then who's to say who's to say but they were just like oh no he cut those people's heads off <laughs> and, and, and after they said that i was like well maybe that's what you get for running around with a man's money you know and they were both like damn right damn right <laughs> Because <laughs> Nicole, you know, running around with OJ's money, fucking this other dude in his house. Who was shit. the other like, guy that, that he Ron what was Goldman? The, Ron Goldman. And he and Ron Goldman was fucking OJ's wife. Yeah, he, he's in, like he's he's getting his dick sucked in OJ's living room. OJ's outside looking in the in the windows and shit. Like it's a he wasn't gonna have that. He's not gonna have his like you can't blonde do OJ. You can't do that shit to OJ. He's the juice. You know how many yards he ran for? <laughs> oh man, this guy's Wikipedia page. Have Ronald you seen Lynn a car Gordon. rental commercial in Did, the last decade? I remember their argument was that OJ Simpson wasn't athletic enough to do this crime, and uh, they're like, OJ? "Yes, <laughs> yeah." They're like, he, "His hips are ruined. His knees are wrecked. Like all this stuff." And the prosecution's like. Here's his jazzer size VHS tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were claiming that he was decrepit and broken. No, OJ was still, I mean, he wasn't going to run for any more yards in the NFL, but he was head and shoulders above the average man. He's a big dude to begin with. He's a natural athlete. One of the best running backs who ever played the fucking game. He was only 45 when he did it. Yeah, he you cut those people's fucking heads off. Getting along with black people and... Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to learn to wheelie my motorcycle. I'm bad at it. I can wheelie a little, but I'm bad. And uh, there's a group of guys in every major city, Raleigh included, that like wheelie their illegal dirt bikes around the city. And uh, I was I was hanging out with my black friend. It was yesterday. And I'm like, do you think they teach me to wheelie? Am I too white to get along? And he's like, no, nah, man, they love you. You got to try it. Go down there. Make friends. Uh, he might be setting me up to be killed. I don't know. Yeah, but. yeah, probably. So. <laughs> probably. Have you considered, and I'm out of my depth here, but putting a, uh, a different sprocket on the back to make it easier? Uh, People say the DRZ 400 I have is one of the best bikes to learn to wheelie. 
Yeah. I don't think it's a bike problem. I, I think it's me. Here, here's the deal. To wheelie, you kind of pull on, you, you sort of shift your weight back a bit, pull on the handlebars. Um, at the same time, you're like giving it gas, letting out the clutch and having it pop up, right? So you give a lot of gas, let out the clutch, tug on it, and it'll pop up. Cool. What I like to do is slide forward on the seat, lean forward so it can't come up, and then do that. And obviously, it doesn't work. So I'm inching up my bravery towards like shifting my weight back, pulling on the handlebars. Do you do this on grass or on asphalt? In my yard. So on grass. Yeah, on grass. Okay. Yeah. I would love to do that. I would love to practice that on grass because I wouldn't be afraid on grass because you just fall off and bust your butt on some grass. It's no big deal. I'm, I'm afraid of the asphalt a little. It really taught me a lot, like just that little tumble I took uh, yesterday, like hmm. that it doesn't hurt to like just fall off from like bike height down to the ground. Like that, that's nothing, um, especially with some gear on. Like it absorbs so much of the shock. Like it, I, I don't know. I've had worse falls in my living room for sure. Uh, but like, uh, I, I, so yeah, I would like to learn how to do that too. Obviously that's way the, I, right now I need to learn how to turn left, but, um, <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying. You're like I'm Zoolander. Not trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm not trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not an Omni-Turner. <laughs> I, uh, I can't do blue still from the left. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, that's something that, that interests me as well. Uh, once I like get my, uh, my, 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 my feet underneath me, I guess, uh, scum says that, um, uh, he was talking about like doing it on a bike that's like in a cage, but I think he's talking about like asphalt stuff again. Like, and that, that's, that is scary to me. Like doing the wheel on the asphalt. I'll tell you what's scary. I don't want to like have to replace my helmet. I don't want to like spend $400 um every time i go to like practice this thing and i could just see coming off the back hitting the back of your head on the asphalt and being like ah oh, you fucked your helmet i, I was right gonna there. ask you like like beginning of the show you were like if i would have kept my head from hitting the ground because i would have had to spend an extra 400 bucks if your head if your helmet hits the ground is it like all right well the safety's been compromised you need a new one yeah it has to go and get in you have to get it inspected is my understanding oh. but then most of the time they're gonna be I, I think you've got like a hard shell and then you've got like some crushable stuff it, uh, underneath that that's meant to absorb shock and once it's crushed its usefulness is mm -hmm. diminished that makes sense now yeah okay so it's, it's foam like the inside of a bicycle helmet he's talking about that and yeah. then the um the outer shell in a good helmet and probably kyle's is a uh, like a fiberglass and it's nice because when you hit it it kind of like spider webs and absorbs a lot of that energy but then the next time you hit it it's it's not the same yeah yeah it's it's and, you know, it's it's just such a crucial piece of safety uh, gear. You know, it's not like the helmet that maybe you would use if you were, like, zip lining or something. It's like, oh, yeah, I got a little dent in it. But, I mean, how, you know, you just, like, bumping trees and stuff. Like, like this this is, you might need this to save your life someday. It's, right? It's, or, or change the outcome of an accident from, you know, I lost five minutes to I'm just I'm never dead. as smart as I used to be. You could be dead. You could get, like, you know, fucking brain bleed whatever like like so many bad right. things could happen um it's uh i'm it's okay so but now i can't make the letter well, s. i mean it it's <laughs> don't there's nothing between you and the asphalt and you're going faster than you've ever gone before it's 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 a recipe for fucking disaster and you're surrounded by six thousand pound machines operated that, that that are often operated by people who shouldn't be operating them um it's it's an, an it's and it's one of the most dangerous you. things that you can do there's something I forget the term for it. It's like uh, unintentional blindness, but motion blindness, like like um, what did you our, call it? Motion blindness, because our instructor told us about that video where, um, basically, you're watching this video and the guy says, "All right, it's it's got like a high school basketball team underneath the hoop, 
and, and it's like, I want you guys to count how many times they pass the ball. And they've got like three balls between six guys or whatever. And they're all just like, they're doing, they're doing bounce passes. They're doing little trick passes between the leg stuff. They're doing just regular, like straight out in front of you passes. And, uh, and the whole crowd's counting and it's hard to keep up because it's six guys, three balls. It's and doing mm -hmm. it different ways. And at the end of the video, it's like, all right, how many passes did you guys get? One guy says 37, one guy says 52, one guy says 60. All right. What'd you guys think about the gorilla? And they're like, <laughs> what? You know, the, the woman who came out in the middle of the video wearing the gorilla suit who stood right under the goal and waved at you and then went ooh, ooh, ah, ah, and sprinted away. What would you guys think about that? What the fuck are you talking about? And he replays the video and there's a goddamn gorilla woman <laughs> out there like doing this right in the middle of the screen. And nobody saw it because of like this like motion blindness that that humans get when they're trying to track multiple things. Yeah, oh, I've seen that video. It's funny. So that, that sounds very much like what I'm talking about, but it, but related it, if you're looking for a car coming and there's a motorcycle coming, then you can be blind to it because it's not what you expect. You were looking for a particular thing. You weren't looking for a motorcycle and therefore you didn't observe it. That, that is a thing that happens. And uh, so when you're on the bike, you just kind of got to drive with an escape route because they might not see you. Yep. You don't think so? No, no, I, no, I agree. I agree. It? I was right. Oh, okay. No, no, I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. But that video is wild. Um, yeah, that is. I want to see it now, but I'll have to, maybe it's on YouTube somewhere, but uh, yeah. All right. Oh, have you guys seen the floods in Germany? No, no. I, it's going I don't on watch there. the news. The news is always ah. depressing. So yeah. there are floods in Germany just murdering people right now and it's like a big global story zach if you could show that picture um the flooding is so bad they can't get to the places that are flooded it's like a war zone and like i saw this picture and i'm like well you put the town in the wrong spot clearly like it that that looks like it's gonna be a lake every so often but yeah it is also outrageous like you know how much water it takes to fill all of that a lot. It's yeah. a lake now. And it's a all good those homes. Like, look in the sort of bottom left side of it, Leon, you know, on the top side of the bridge. How many houses are missing? Like, there's just maybe not. Maybe I'm just assuming there's supposed to be houses there. And now they look more closely. But yeah, anyway, flooding in Germany, killing tons of people. And the rescue efforts are hampered because they can't get to where the flooding is because the flooding. Oh, my away. God. Did it just I'm watching a video on YouTube right now called catastrophic flooding hits Western Germany, leaving dozens dead. But what was it? Did it rain for like a month straight? What ha what caused it Did the dam uh, break? <laughs> yeah, I think it was rain, um, but it's it's next level. Germany's underwater. It's a big issue. I, I, I don't know what to make of the whole climate change thing, because here's here's my frustration. Every time it like snows in the winter, the people who say there's climate change remind you that weather is not climate, that it's cold right now, but that's just right now. Every time it's hot in the summer, they absolutely say this is global warming. Yeah, this is climate true. change. <laughs> every big hurricane. Oh, the things are just getting more dramatic. Every flood, every this, every that. It was hot in the Northwest when I was on my bike trip. Global warming. This is it. But why is weather not climate in the winter, but it is in the summer? I and, don't know. 
but it seems to be true. It seems to be undeniably heating up. There's just a question of why, not if. Yeah, I maybe there's no question of why. I'm sure. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think it'll matter in our lifetimes, right? It could. It might. I bet it's going to get like comfortable and balmy in our lifetimes. Oh, I like that. That'd be nice. Instead of retiring in Florida, maybe just uh, Southern Georgia do. I mean, it needs to hurry <laughs> up because deep down there, it's a swampland. Because it got to like minus seven when my pipe burst. And so it was <laughs> the coldest like winter on record in St. Louis and fucking forever. I want a basement update. What's new? Uh, carpet is going in tomorrow morning. And then all the furniture is getting moved back in and assembled. And so it should be good by tomorrow afternoon. Wow, we are in the final steps. Carpet is the last thing. The very last thing. And so, I mean, this has been almost six months. Yeah, well, I mean, it is a problem caused by freezing, and it is mid-July, so oh. <laughs> And it would have, like, it, it wasn't the insurance that held it up. It wasn't, like, the drywall, like, initial repair people who were partnered with the insurance company. No, it's it's been everything ancillary to that. The fucking foundation crooks who took forever. They've been the worst by far. And then the carpet people, like, I had to leave, like stern voicemails for this guy repeatedly over and over and over and over. And it was just like promise. It was, it was similar to what you went through, Woody, where it was like, yeah, I think we'll get you slotted in on Tuesday. And then it's like Tuesday comes and goes and it's like, all right, well, let me call this fucking piece of shit again. And so he better show up tomorrow or I'll do something drastic or like you'll a different company or don't think there won't be another sternly <laughs> phrase <laughs> no, those no i'm gonna go the kyle route i'm gonna say the name of the company <laughs> and, and fuck them that's fuck what em. i was that's what i was gonna say like, like i would do that right now like 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 look nobody wants a whole slew of one star google reviews so that every time you like, like that place only had one one star ever before yeah. before like the day before yesterday now they've got a slew of them, and a lot of them are silly jokes. Like one of them is like five stars. I like how they how they treat felons around there. They don't <laughs> they don't cut them any slack. <laughs> like, like hilarious review. <laughs> hilarious. But like, uh, and you know, there's the one like one star. Like like uh, Jordy McGravy here. Like cup holders won't even fit my Wendy's chili. Like no way I'm buying this thing. <laughs> and uh, but then a lot of them are just like reiterating what I said, and it's like nobody wants that. Like like sure. I. Like, um, you know, that that guy called me and he wasn't mad. He was just concerned. He was just like, well, he, was, he really wanted to make it right. He's like, can you come in and like talk to the general manager there about your experience? And maybe we can like avoid this ever happening again. And I was like, I don't ever want to go back there. I'm going to drive an hour every time I need to do, get service. Every time I like buy another bike, I'm driving an hour. I'm instead of the eight minutes to your McDonough location because of like mm -hmm. once I was like I bought seven hundred dollars worth of gear there last week and uh, Andrew in your uh, in your uh, in the in the department over there awesome guy coolest guy ever I I fully intended to go back and buy like a I was I told him I was like I intended to like not only buy the bike that day I intended to buy a windscreen for it the fender delete to get mm -hmm. the uh, to get the um the the things on the the, the skid the skid tidy. things. Yeah. Um, I was going to go buy some pants. I was going to go get a Bluetooth for my helmet. I was going to spend like another thousand dollars that day. Like I, you have lost my business. And, and like, like, like this, because this guy was a jerk and because of like the, you know, the, the process that, that I had to go through, like, it's, I don't know. I think things, I think, uh, the bad guys lost again, but again, I do really appreciate that guy calling me. I don't want anybody to fuck with them anymore. Um, if, if mm -hmm. it means any, if what, if my word means anything to any of you, um, leave those guys alone. Um, he was the, the owner is fixing the problem. Um, 
all is right with the world. Uh, well, I'm going to give it till I'm not going to say anything until tomorrow happens. Hopefully it'll go off without a hitch finally. And I can use my basement again. That would be, that's the ideal thing. Is I don't want to cause any problems. Upgraded? Uh, there's an additional sump pump in the corner now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a huge lifestyle improvement. Huge. How about the, um, so you were unhappy, I guess it's fair to say, about like the presence of new pipes, but I don't know if I'm picturing it right. Yeah. So basically, like it was a rectangular room where I had my pool table, my sectional, uh, a recliner, and then the TV and entertainment setup. And it was like, it's not the biggest room in the world. And so like, there's not a ton of like room to be like, okay, we're going to shift the entire sectional four feet this way. And it's like, well now it's like cramping my style everywhere else. And so they basically put a two and a half by two and a half foot box. That's about three feet tall in the corner to hold the second sump pump with a little, uh, you know, uh, you know, cupboard door on it. And so it's, it's really not a big deal. All I have to do is be like, okay, instead of organizing my sectional this way, I have to do it this way now. But that's not, yeah, yeah. No, I thought there was a pipe that ran along the wall that used to be in the wall and now it's not. And it's hard. No, to beat. It was the, the new sump pump did have pipes that like came out, but that's what they built that like drywall box for. Oh, so okay. I can like put a vase with flowers or something on top of it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. that, my, my wife can handle it's, that. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they're for. Yeah. Man, saying my wife, I feel like a grown up. Dude, when the. When I, the day I got married, we took pictures um, in between the wedding and the reception. Mm -hmm. And he kept telling me to like, I don't know, grab my wife's hand, hold my wife's waist, look in my wife's eyes. And it was just like all this, all this is hitting kind of heavy right here. <laughs> you know, in my head, I was like, can we just call her Jackie for, for the day? <laughs> this is coming at me fast. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I hated saying fiance, and so I, I, was I still like ex-girlfriend. Well, now it's ex-fiance. So ex-fiance, <laughs> they both fit really. Truly, they do. Uh, Zach just asked, and everybody's wondering. Tarasenko requested a trade out of St. Louis. That's and, right. Uh, Get out of there. You know where he's going, dude. He got uh, announced today. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you would have been on that way before me. Oh, yeah, the Atlanta Alerts. Hawks, Alerts. probably. The, the Atlanta Thrashers. He's going to restart the franchise uh, third times the charm. They're getting Hosta and Kovalchuk and Sweet Tea. <laughs> they're going to fucking win the cup this year. Hosta <laughs> is coming out of retirement. He's coming out of retirement. They got him. They they, they rebuilt him. He's good to go. Yeah, Kovalchuk is such a piece of shit. He'll like like he just didn't like being on teams, and so he would just leave. Like he didn't want to be on New Jersey so bad, I think that he was like, "I'm going back to Russia, fuck you," and then they just left, just wouldn't play. The for trade him list includes the Flyers, but who are they going to get? Like, I'm always happy to have a guy like Sweet Tea, assuming he's not as mm -hmm. washed as he might be. But uh, you know, he's Flyers injured. Get Tarasenko, the Blues get Morgan Frost and Felipe Myers. Felipe Myers. I don't know Felipe don't know Myers or any of them, but I. Like nobody wants to overpay for Tarasenko right now because his shoulder may never like he's one of the best pure goal scorers with his prime in the NHL. Very good at that. But like and apparently he's furious because the Blues, he's been he's had three surgeries in the last two and a half years and they wanted to use like team doctors. And so like the first surgery didn't correct the ligament problem. The second surgery exacerbated it and made it worse. And so that's why when he came back in the playoffs, like 
this past year. It was like, is he going to play? Oh, he clearly like barely shoot the puck. Like his shoulders fucked up. And then he went to like some renowned shoulder surgeon outside of the organization. And the guy's like, Oh my God, like you've been playing with it. Like it's they've, they've done damage to your shoulder. If anything, like, this is not fixed and so he went in and corrected it and so but now it's an up in the air thing of like is he too fucked from those initial shoulder surgeries or is this new one going to get him back in into his prime and the blues don't have to trade him and so my guess would be it's smartest to keep him see how the season goes his value can't get any lower because people are all assuming this dude's shoulder shot three surgeries in two and a half years that's like and you're not good at defense. You're a sniper. Your whole job is pass that guy the puck, and then he's going to use his shoulders to score really quickly. <laughs> like that's his only job. So, yeah, I, I for his sake, I'm I'm hoping that whether it's with the Blues or someone else, he can get his career back on track because that's got to be annoying as shit to know that like, oh, I could have been like racking up my career totals and like being a bigger part of this team if I hadn't been sabotaged effectively by shittier doctors who was and probably like some like cousin connection as these things tend to go where it's like oh yeah my cousin's a shoulder doctor and he's really good and he's in the organization he has been for 20 years counterpoint yeah tarasenko is like i'm making up numbers 120 million dollar asset for the st louis blues Mm -hmm. they're not sending him to some jackass cousin's doctor they want the best mechanic they can find for you know flesh mechanic for this guy um, they probably thought they were acting in the best way possible. Oh yeah, I, you're right. You're definitely right there. Like they wouldn't take their highest paid player and be like, "Yeah, let's go to the urgent care and see if they can whip something yeah. up." Like they definitely want him to to be better. But is Team yeah. Doctor a highly prized position? Like, so my the guy the doctor, I guess I'll just say Doctor Martini, my favorite orthopedic surgeon in Raleigh. He's amazing. If you're in Raleigh and you're hurt, hit him up. But um, he was the team doctor for the Carolina Hurricanes for a while and the Green Bay Packers and some others. And uh, I asked him why he stopped being the team doctor for the Hurricanes, and it was the travel. He's like, I I think that he's on the bench for every home game and every playoff game. That's a lot, yeah. He's like, that's a lot of work, you know? Like, like, you know, I want to live a normal life and do these Mm -hmm. things. um, So... As I think about it, I'm like, yeah, who wants that job? You know, who wants mm-hmm. to attend that many games if you're an orthopedic surgeon? Maybe That's you can't true. get this world-renowned guy that was Tarasenko's first choice to be mm-hmm. a team doctor. Oh, that I, I, yeah, that guy's making way more at his private practice for sure than he would doing that, and comfortably from his own hometown. And like, in fairness to the Blues, like every team has team doctors, like. Blues team doctors have done shoulder surgeries on people before, and it's like, oh, this guy came back and he's fine. And so I guess there was no reason to assume that they would botch it twice uh, when they'd had success in the past. Just just bad fucking luck. His shoulder must have been absolutely torn apart, just destroyed. How, would somebody check him or, like, do you know? I don't remember what happened initially. It was like event? 2017 or something that he, he fucked it up initially, and then it was just a spiral downward. So It could be cumulative, too. Yeah. Probably. And it couldn't have helped all those times that they're like, all right, you're mostly back to normal. Want to play in the Stanley Cup playoffs for two months? And it's like, you could even tell when the Blues were going on their cup run. It was like, oh, that's a good goal from Tarasenko. We kind of kind of shot that a little slow for his standard. That's odd. Usually it kind of just teleports to the back of the neck. You can <laughs> track that one. So, yeah, that's got to be infuriating. But I bet like but- $9 million a year makes you happy. 
you know, some. <laughs> <You keep> <laughs> <It's like, laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, but also like, there's legacy and shit. It, he, um, that's true. Yeah. It, if your team's in the Stanley Cup Finals and you're at eighty percent, and they give you a chance to contribute, you might say yes, knowing that, like it. Fuck! Yeah. I'll trade two years off my career for this chance. I'm, I'm sure he would do that again because he was still, like. I think that was the series where it was like he definitely hurt himself playing when he absolutely should not have been playing. And he, he was still scoring a good number of goals, getting getting good points. But, mm. yeah. I mean, if I were in the NHL, I would trade two years of career for a Stanley Cup. Like, that's so prestigious. Like, you, yeah. you're you still getting paid. You know, like, I bet Charles Barkley would have. I bet he would have ended his career oh, two years early and gotten well, the ring. Knowing what know? he knows now, maybe he would. But, like, because all the endorsements and stuff. But... I think you're discounting a couple years' salary. It's the well, no, you still get salary when you're injured. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a career-ending injury. Oh, oh, oh! I just know? thought it was like a career, like a, you know, a worn-out retire early. That's how I interpret it. Is mm-hmm. I mean, he, yeah, he definitely won't get paid the way like he's going to take like probably half or probably a little more than half of what his current contract is when he gets somewhere else, unless he demonstrates he can do it. Well, uh, Blues win the Stanley Cup, then the fucking COVID shit happens. Cat becomes flat. Can't afford our all-star defenseman. He has to get traded. Other guys have to leave. Just the ultimate clusterfuck where I'm like, we could be a dynasty. The team, the gang's all here. Ever nobody's the Blues don't have a single superstar. Everybody's got team-friendly contracts. And then it's like Armstrong's like, I'm gonna sign this guy for X million. And then like fucking two weeks later, Gary Bettman's like, Yeah, that four million extra dollars I promised everyone. Gee, sorry, and that contract's already signed, so you're on the hook. So I'm hearing St. Louis Blues things are back to normal. They very well might be. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can't tell from this past season they were the most injured team in the league by, like, they, they measured it by man games lost, and it was like a, a ridiculous. It was every single game someone was getting grievously injured. It, it felt like, but the well, Sixers have a player. I'm sorry, Kyle, named Ben Simmons. Yeah, he man. had a very bad playoff series. Awful. Maybe even a bad playoff year. And uh, now they're talking about trading him, and they're not getting good value for him. And they want good value. And, and Zach says they're 100% trading him. I, I don't know if I want that. It's it's kind of like the Tarasenko situation, where you're like, yeah. this is a ter- you know, his stock's at an all-time low. Sure, He really is one of the best defensive players. Maybe he can improve the aspects of his game that need improving. I, I haven't given up hope on him, but better basketball minds than me are on the case. Yeah, that's it's funny, like, because I'll follow the hockey Reddit and like every once in a while they'll have like, hey, remember when this blockbuster trade happened in 2016 and like hindsight's 2020. And so now everyone will be like Shea Weber for P.K. Subban. I mean, of course, you know, P.K. Subban, the younger guy who was higher value at the time is going to fall off tremendously. And Shea Weber, the older gentleman, is going to unpredictably be very good. And it's like. No, at the time, every single person was like, what a bunch of morons. I should be the GM. They just got fleeced. And it's like, <laughs> no, the, the GM knew what he was doing. <laughs> He's a GM for... Yeah. I, I, it, it's easy to overestimate how long your star's window is, right? Either... Mm-hmm. like, So our best player is very big. He's, he's probably one of the tallest guys in the league. And they don't live that long. They don't last that long in the league. He already plays like 60 games a year instead of 82. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just like, yeah, he might only have two more years in which he is as good as he is or one. Yeah. 
Or maybe he just passed his best year, which was a very good one. Hockey announced that they're going back to their 82-game season and the regular playoff matchups, not doing like the which are regular season matchups where they're playing every team again instead of doing the really fucking annoying just playing the same other six teams over and over and over. <laughs> Is basketball announced that they're going back to regular? Or did they, I think did so. They ever, did they do what the NHL did and only play within their division, or did they actually play everyone last year? I think they that? played everyone, but they did. They definitely played oh. fewer games, and uh, they changed the way they do playoffs, which every like the players hate, but mm-hmm. I like. Um, used to be eight teams made it. Boom. Now teams is seven through ten the bottom four. Yeah, seven through ten. Um, they play each other to figure out who seven and eight will be. Uh, so there's like a, a little thing. And by the way, if you're like nine and ten, you have to win two games. And if you're seven and eight, you only have to win one. If it makes any sense, like oh, that's interesting. You know, if you're seven and eight then you like get kicked into the loser's bracket and you can still make it. But if you win, then you made it. Mm-hmm. So uh, kind of cool. I like it. I feel like it keeps more teams on the bubble and there's two bubbles. There's, you know, like the bubble for the bubble and then there's the bubble for the not making it at all. And it, it just makes games count for so many teams that otherwise didn't. Yeah. And I like it. But the other players are like, you know, so many teams are like yeah fuck now it's like harder to make the playoffs i have to to make the playoffs after i made the playoffs like what's the fuck with that you know like why, why can't we do? <laughs> so I, I get their point but screw them it's more entertaining there's more to watch more matters i feel you i like it how's uh kyle how are your braves doing i think we're four games back um hmm? behind the mets and the phillies i believe um so what the phillies are doing well all right i'm a baseball guy yeah, yeah we're in second place. <laughs> or no, wait, barely. The the Phillies are three point five games back, so this is pretty much in the same position there. Dominant, dominant. Cardinals aren't doing well. They're eight games back. Oh my god! The, well, no wonder the Brewers are out of control. Fifty three and thirty nine in baseball. That's a good record. Is it? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Like five seventy six. That, that's like. The leaders in every it's like six oh four, six oh seven. Second worst yeah. leader. Oh, I guess when you look at it that way, true. <laughs> <laughs> I, San Francisco Giants, they're the ones running away with it. 0.64. God, I cannot watch baseball to save my life. It is so fucking boring. This is how you watch baseball. You just look at the statistics. You, <laughs> don't, you don't do the whole game. <laughs> I mean, that's way better. Because baseball is just it's it's a chore. I have friends who watch like every game that they can. They just love base. Like it's a it's a big culture really? thing here in St. Louis. Like the games are packed generally, even bullshit games. Everybody Do goes they to pay ballpark attention daily. to the whole game, or is it like you know just they put it on in the background as often as possible? More in the background as often as possible. But then like if I'm out, you know, having a beer with them, like. If it's not talking about hockey sports, it's like, oh, the Cardinals, they got this new guy, Armand Numanomo, uh, <laughs> from the fucking Giants, and he's the best third baseman in baseball. And it's like, neat. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> cool, I guess. And then it's like, the the salaries in baseball are outrageous, too. Not not quite, or I don't know if basketball's probably overtaken them at this point, because basketball contracts have been uh, crazy as well. They have gone bonkers. There are far fewer jobs. That's true. So, yeah, yeah, there's a lot more money than like t- 
total in baseball, I guess. Yeah, for like when you look at the good basketball contracts, I mean, there's whatever, 20 people who have them. Whereas mm-hmm. in baseball, it seems like there's five per team and 150 people who have them. Isn't like every major sports ratings going down right now? Yes. They have been for a long time. Yeah, that's so. Oh, but not, I, every, I think, not every UFC's up. Oh, well, they're not one of them. Yeah, yeah they're, they're becoming major sport, I guess. Yeah, but um, it, like I often see sports haters really like dig on that. Like, ooh, NFL ratings are down. Fuck those kneeling flag, whatever, whatever. And it's like, eh, I know, but NBA is also down and baseball is also down. And you yeah. know, are we sure it's it, like uh, NBA is that like they really back the Black Lives Matter thing? A lot of people are like, that's why your ratings are sink, sunk. I like think probably I bet, I bet it's a mix. I bet part Here's of it's that, but then also like there's a lot more competition for your eyeballs now than there were there was ten years ago. Even like I, when you can just throw on Amazon, throw on Hulu. Like, do you really want to watch game 111 of the Cardinals versus the Bra- whatever? Like, no. I think that the um, you know the, the the competition is is steep for for entertainment eyes, uh, but I also think that. Um, the kneeling stuff and the, the Black Lives Matter stuff did hurt a significant amount of uh, viewership for NBA and NFL. Baseball is doing poorly because it's it's been on a, a downhill slide since like the steroid thing. I think I think it started with like like diminishing around Barry Bonds time, like like early nineties. It's it's been downhill for so long, um, and it's also a very boring game to watch. Like I love baseball, and if I'm in the car and the baseball game's on, I really like listening. Uh, but man, sitting down and watching a whole baseball game unless it's playoff baseball and it's my team, it's not happening. It's not happening. Like maybe occasionally. And if I were somewhere like we're going to Colorado, if I think it'll be, unless they're in the series, I don't think they're in the playoffs or something. There won't be any baseball games, but if there were, I'd go to one, I'd go to one there, but otherwise no, it's not happening. Yeah. It's a very old sport. Like the, the person I remember, my great grandpa watched every single Cardinals game. Like he would sit there and I mean, he was also as old as time. But we knew him. And so like, that's all about all he could do. Sit there and watch it in that chair that stands you up when you're ready to stand up. But uh, yeah, th- there's no one who just cares about it like that anymore. Not I many how in my life. NCAA is doing. Cause I feel like they're not tied up in any of the other movements, right? Like NCAA, they're not kneeling. They're not wearing Black Lives Matter slogans instead of their names like the NBA did. Um, They're just playing, like nothing's changed. Pandemic impacted them like anyone else, but uh, how's the NCAA doing? Because that would be telling as to whether or not people are just less interested in sports or angry with the players. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I prefer, like, I don't watch the NFL anyway, but if I'm going to watch football, college is so much more fun to watch. Feels more up in the air. Oh, for sure. Like, like now I will watch some uh, some Georgia Bulldogs games. I uh, I really do enjoy that. Um, and for probably because we're so fucking good, you know, we're, every mm-hmm. year we're in the mix for the national title. Like, like we're going to be a top 10 team every year, if not a top five team, like, like every single year. No, this is the year we're going to get you. It might. I mean, well, you're not, but, but somehow. <laughs> no, Mizzou's storming. We're gonna, we're gonna win. No, we're not. Uh, I can't. I'm, I've been looking for numbers. I'm not finding what I'm looking for. I just wanted to see the ratings of every sport to sort of graft with you know uh, years on the x-axis. But 
don't see it. Ratings by year. Final four ratings history, 1975 to present. Uh, yeah, it didn't seem like COVID took people's eyes off the ball a little bit. It has like somehow been sports down. wasn't the thing. It, it might be me, but I feel like politics became the most interesting sport in prior to Biden, like during yeah. Trump's four years. It was great. The final four <laughs> ratings. Great. Yeah, there. You're right that this. Uh, Plays to your point, Woody, with that, like, yeah, it is getting less popular. Okay. So it could just be that people are, there's way too much competition for eyeballs and people are choosing non-sports entertainment instead of sports. I yeah. am. Like mostly. Mm -hmm. There you like go. Us. This is way better than watching a fucking Braves game. It's just way fucking better, right? You learn new words. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> are you yeah. talking about renegger yeah yeah you attack you attack public companies you know you, you, you attack public companies <laughs> you know you, you join for everybody gets behind a cause around here you know? businesses. We've got, we got a cool nickname like it's a it's a it's a, you got a whole fan club Do you remember you know? we used like, to routinely ddos big companies to see if we could take down their websites for i sport. loved doing that that's <laughs> what it was like that was such a great sales pitch when i was doing fbs russia stuff it'd be like like, like, like when I would like pimp out some like gun website or something and the shit would crash and it would stay down because it was like they didn't know how I don't know if it counts how many like people tried to get in or like or if they didn't know how to access that number. But it was like, yeah, we just sent two hundred million people there. Like, I mean, hmm. the, the number of people we sent is incalculable, um, <laughs> but we probably know somebody who can like beef up your website for next time. You know, just make some money <laughs> we coming and going. We take down companies you've heard of that maybe don't have like a it's like a we couldn't take down Amazon, mm -mm. but Wendy's website not actually that big, yeah. especially <laughs> you know like eight years ago. Uh, Maglight, you know the the company that made those flashlights that are kind of no one wants a fucking giant flashlight anymore. But we take down Maglight, we take down Wendy's, we take down whatever. Oh, yeah. speaking of takedowns, did you see Derek's review of G Fuel? More plates, more dates. No, but um, oh, what did he do? Did he say it was horrible? Yes, I, I, I just uh, so Derek does this thing. Will he make a whole video? But the opening like fifteen seconds of it are often like a, uh, you know, some of the most entertaining of it. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm sure he won't copyright us if we play his first fifteen seconds. I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm gonna ask Zach to play it in a second. Uh, here, I found it. Um, yeah, Zach, I've never thought very much of G Fuel. Link. Um, I've never tried G Fuel. Can you play the opening few seconds? He says possible sponsor. Yeah, I'm about to ruin that, I guess. But uh, that's okay. I'd rather not have them. <laughs> play the opening few seconds of this video because the whole thing is like this. It's 25 uh, minutes of roasting. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing. Yeah. Oh, we need. No, I don't have audio. We'll get sorting it. that out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, Derek's big thing is like he he doesn't just say there's creatine in here. He uses the correct amount of it. Here, go ahead to play. This is literally saying, I know you're a little kid who doesn't know how to read labels. F you. We're putting in this ingredients at one milligram, so it makes it seem like the formula is more comprehensive. Eat my dick. At his death. <laughs> <laughs> At one milligram, like these two ingredients, you might as well 
drop your nuts on my head. Like that's how bad this is. It's nonsense. Look, like it just is nonsense. Like, like I remember, I remember when they had that whole lead thing because it was like getting made in China and and like probably the same hopper that they oh, make like lead lead buckshot in or something <laughs> like that. And there's like lead in G fuel. And I'm I'm just like, there's no way I want a G Fuel sponsorship. Like, look, I got no nothing against anybody who picks up the G Fuel spons sponsorship. Take that poison money, okay? <laughs> Get it. Get it. They don't have lead in there anymore, <laughs> I'm sure. Probably. Maybe not. I don't know. It's not on the label. And uh, so probably not. But uh, but no. It, look, you want some caffeine? Get some fucking... Look, there's so many sources of caffeine, boys. Like, like coffee is so goddamn cheap and delicious. Take a and pill. Delicious. They're, they're giving that away. You're mixing up some like power there's no way it tastes good it's gonna be grainy look we we, we all drink pre-workout we don't drink it for fun though we're never like you know i could use a little pick me up in the middle of my day let's have a little pre-workout no it's all gritty and grainy you you're drinking pre-workout for the ingredients in it yeah i don't yeah, even I, I used to have a g fuel sponsorship sure. and i talked to the guys and uh like it I didn't. I I was that idiot who like couldn't read a label. Like I remember them saying like, "Oh, they put creatine in it, and creatine can't come in these different flavors because it has a taste to it, and they, you know, that's why creatine is all like banana strawberry because it's a it overpowers the taste of the creatine, which they you know, struggled with. Like we can't make a lime, whatever. It was like I don't know. I my takeaway from the conversation was, oh shit, these guys are like doing business and making stuff. That's but weird then, that they would say that about creatine because um, it. For those of you out there, if you're ever going to buy creatine, get uh -huh. the cheapest creatine you can get. It comes in like a one and a half pound tub for like nine dollars at the grocery store, and it's flavorless. And it's the, the huh. here's how you know if you fucked up with your creatine. If the scoop is this size or bigger, you have fucked up. The scoop what is should that, be a five grand? What? the scoop should be about as big around as. Not even a nickel, like just a little bit bigger than a dime, and it should be like about as tall as a dime is wide. Like it, it's just a tiny scoop. You put it in water, and it's tasteless. It, it tastes huh. like nothing. It tastes like water. And they try I and like make it. About. Like I remember, like looking. This is years ago. It was like micronized creatine. Like Doesn't matter. is this? And then it was like all the data is just like nope. Just get creatine monohydrate. You can get fifteen pounds of it for thirty dollars. Like and you use it five grams at a time, so it's gonna last you years. Yeah, like the gorilla mine stuff. They always put like, like these are the dosages that humans need to get full effect from this thing. That's how much is in it. G Fuel got kind of busted doing one milligram of stuff, and uh, yeah, Derek, it, it, Derek yeah. doesn't play that shit. <laughs> I, th I think I think the the phraseology is non-efficacious dosages. Like, right? <laughs> he always did, Derek. Yeah. So, so Derek like, it's been like a long that. time since I've been in college. Back in that's off. that's back in oh off. yeah. This has uh, this has um, um, aspirin in it, but but wait a minute, it's it's point zero zero one milligrams. That's not going to help your headache. Like it's it just they, they just did that so they can say oh and it has aspirin. So yeah, it's no you 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 need like doses that matter of things, and there is a minimum dosage of creatine that you you want you want five is it five grams or five milligrams either way it's five the number is five that is true I think it's five milli i think it's five grams a day every day and don't load your creatine that's bullshit that's another like cell tech did, did Wait, what you ever use cell tech back pause in the day? On it, that? It, what load, do you mean by loading it it means they're they're like for the first five days or seven days you're on creatine you want to take 20 grams instead of five so you can overload your body with it and it's like 
Yeah, there's not yeah. any data that says that works any better than just the five grand. You're not um, filling an empty tank. Yeah, like, catching <laughs> you up are, on it. You, no, you are though. It's just it's just not necessary. Just you take your five grams a day and it'll get done. But but there is a period of time where um it takes a while to um to like saturate your like blood tissue or your muscle tissue or whatever. Um and and you can kind of lose that and gain that if you like stop or st stop and start and don't take it regularly. But in the end, like five a day every day. And you're fine. And it, and like the cheapest creatine you can possibly find. If as a flavor, you fucked up. If the scoops are big, you fucked up. If it costs more than $15 and it's not 10 pounds or something, you fucked up. Like, I used to buy Celtic when I was like 18, 17, 18, 19, something like that. And my cousin and I would work out a lot. Celtic Cel is a brand of creatine. Yeah, we thought it was. Um, <laughs> and it <laughs> would like come in like a bit, it, like, like it would come in like a big, like, I guess it was two and a half pound container, something like that, like it, like this tall, like the size of like a big thing of uh, protein powder, and it mm -hmm. was eighty dollars, and uh, it was the only way that, that we knew of to get creatine, and it was big scoops, and uh, it told you to load it, and uh, so you're doing like multiple scoops a day for the first seven or ten days, and it had a, like a strong like that nasty fruit punch flavor, yes. and it was full of nonsense like and mostly sugar like like the, the flavorings mm -hmm. and sugar and a bunch of stuff you didn't need and uh and it wasn't until like not that long ago that i learned that that was just a huge ripoff i don't even know if celtec's in business anymore i got i hope not but creatine is a white very fine powder that you get at the cheapest mm -hmm. thing of it you can find as cheap as you can find because it doesn't matter if it's micronized or mono or any of that nonsense creatine's creatine's creatine and it's a uh... Something funny worked. I was I was reading about and I I took it as fact is like you know Bang Energies, yeah, mm -hmm. they'll talk about like they have super creatine mm -hmm. in there and that's like just their branded version of it. But apparently there's something about it that makes it like not efficacious as opposed to like creatine monohydrate, just regular shit. Yeah, it's like worse than regular creatine. Yeah, like I was reading and, and it was some guy on a fitness forum. So who knows if that's true? But the guy was like, well, if, when you look at the ingredients, XYZ means it's not even being utilized by your body. It's just flowing right through because blah, blah, blah. Or, yeah, it is the most um, researched and most uh, clinically trialed uh, supplement in the world. It, yeah. uh, it has it and it always comes up showing um, positive results of like, like five, like five percent, but more strength and and stuff like that over over the long term. It actually works. It yeah. Uh, it's it's the best. And it, it's not it's not coincidental that it not only is it the most effective and proven supplement. It's also the cheapest. Like yeah. it, it, you should you should keep that in mind whenever you're buying any sort of supplement. And it's like oh, this little bottle of pills here is like hundred and eighty dollars a month. Pr probably getting ripped off. You probably get ripped yeah, off, un uh, unless the the name of those pills ends with stone or o, o n e, and it's actually <laughs> some fucking steroids. Like, like if, if you're not taking steroids, you're you're overpaying. Don't buy anything at GNC that's that fucking expensive because it's nonsense. It's protein. And I don't believe, and I'm probably like Derek would correct me. Like I'm, I feel like I'm too hesitant to trust workout supplements. Where like even the branch chain amino acid fucking powder I have. No. I just have it because it tastes it's good. Debunked. It's literally just a cheaper version of Gatorade. That's the only way I see it. Is that you don't okay, want beets? You don't want potassium. That, that's been debunked. You don't want BCAAs. You want EAAs, essential amino acids. Well, but I, I'm getting it for. I'm not expecting anything other than I put it in my thing. It tastes nice and it has like it rehydrates you. All the oh. other claims are clearly bullshit. 
Yeah, I, if anything, if you're going to add anything to like your protein or whatever, uh, get a get a thing of leucine, um, which is one of the amino acids, and and uh, you mix in five grams of leucine into every protein shake. I get some leucine with that MetRx. Those MetRx shakes have fucking everything in there. It's got selenium. You've got- All about that effective dose, though, right? If you're getting one gram of, of, of leucine and you're not eating like a ton of fish or whatever the fuck else carries it. And- that effective like, dose is a big deal. That's why you yeah. just do what Derek tells you to. Right. Because <laughs> he's the one doing the due diligence. Because I was, yeah, it, like, I don't know. It's like, all right, I need some fucking curatine or whatever. And, and you're like, well, this has it. No one knows the effective doses except Derek, apparently. Yeah. yeah Otherwise, the, the fitness industry is full of like nonsense. That's why, like, and I don't like that. That's why, like, when we like went through this whole lock and load thing, like, we, we really did our best to like make a product yeah. that work. I want people to like be like taking it and like posting testimonials. And I want every testimonial to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it does work. It works. What the fuck? Like, like, <laughs> it's. I'm making huge messes now. Like, like this isn't even <laughs> fun anymore. Like, like, like the budget is getting out of control. Like, like, like I'm having to use a beach towel now. Like, like <laughs> it's uh, it, it it genuinely fucking works. It's outrageous. I'll be glad when we when we get that shit uh, going. I, I, I'm sorry it's taken so long. I thought it'd be much sooner. I think everyone did, including yeah. Derek. Um, but I, I, I promise you, it's happening. I know there's people who who, who think it's like tilk. Oh, it's coming. I, oh, it's coming. Yeah. Remember when I was <laughs> talking about how. <laughs> um, oh, that should be there's we sh- I wish we already had like a like a, a, a silly website set up and it said coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we missed the boat on that one. <laughs> Just, oh, not yet. Um, yeah, not yet. Yeah, yeah but, actually, we have more time. Actually, than we want. We, uh, the boat's <laughs> still at the dock, so we can get on at any point. The ferry is on. They haven't quite got the boat built yet, so uh, <laughs> I think mean, I think we'll make it. I think the boat's built. In planning, the boat is blueprinted. It just needs <laughs> to be manufactured. But uh, no, we don't yet, Zach. Do you guys want to call it a show? Yeah, yeah that's I think it's time. Yeah, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten. I, I my sleep schedule is so ruined. Too. Yeah, I didn't have time to eat before the show, so I got to go eat dinner. Yeah, I've just woke up. Yeah, I've got like 900 calories left today. Anyway, PKA 550.